good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the 54th CI Invite here on Wheeler Road, the CI track. I'd like to welcome in uh, Tuan Simone from the Hempstead Yellow Hornets and oh. Rob Noonan from the Hempstead Fluke slash West Sable Flying Dutchman. What's going on, fellas? Good afternoon, everybody. I think Noonan was on the Yellow Hornets, too. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, well, that's right. You didn't say bit. Hornets, didn't you? Oh, I didn't know you said <laughs> I didn't say, you didn't say <laughs> Flukes, yeah. <laughs> I got three under my belt. He's got. He has a theme. It's yellow. Sticks <laughs> <laughs> with it. What's going on? How's everyone doing? You guys ready for this? Definitely ready. How about you guys? CI invite, mid-season mode. You know, we're in countdown mode, gentlemen. We've got 100 days to the presidential election. Question marks remain. No. No, and no question marks, my friend. <laughs> You're talking to fire department people here, my friend. And much like in <laughs> racing, 21-day countdown to the state drill, and I would say question marks remain with the state drill. I'm going to say it kind of opened up. Who's got it this year? we got some question marks out there with some of the teams. We've got David Miller returning for the Hobos. we got Mikey Mara maybe returning. What's life like with Billy Hoffman? Are the Pistonakas going to step over that line today and start making some action? Where's Bayshore been? Who wants it? 21 days, Midsummer Classic. I'm psyched for the CI Invite. Well, it's always been, Twan, you know, and you know as well, Rob. The CI Invite usually was that Get tournament where you would get maybe 40-something teams. I can remember the Plainsmen, the Doodlebugs parked back in that field. We don't have those guys anymore. Still the biggest first tournament of the year right now. No yes, first time we've had... NASA and Suffolk together in this big group yet so far this season for the most part. Probably the most teams we've seen. We're going to get right in on it. CI Hobos, we're going to get cracking here. They've uh, they got a little bit of a streak going on, not only with winning this tournament, they've won every tournament, uh, the CI Invite, since 2012, uh, but they've also won three-man ladder at this tournament since 2010, every single year. And every single time they've run has been faster than a 632. Hobos on a line. That's a good run. That's a real good run. David to, uh, six years, so at least six-year span there. Yeah, a little bit you of know. Danny Murphy. Traditionally, as the host, CI's always chosen to run that first slot, and that's di no different today. Good start. Brian Kessler out of the hole in the third slot. First and second man on. Brian Kessler climbing right up against David Miller. Nice grab, and uh, they put up the start to the day and say, here, come get us. 32 or better or no? <laughs> Good question. Five, I'm say yes. Six point three zero. Ah, three <laughs> continues. Just, yeah. just barely, but yes. 20 stat. <laughs> Question marks remain. Copeg Yellowbirds, your 2015 three-man ladder champions. What do they bring into the table? I know they put up a couple numbers this year. Can they put it in that 30 zone or 20 zone? I know they, they did 33 they at the state. What have they done this year? They haven't really been back down that low most of this season. They've run sixes, but uh, not where they were. So I'm sure they're looking. Today's the day they want to put it back. Nice warm day, afternoon. I'm sure these guys will be jacked up. Everybody should be loose. You know, 1 p.m. start. 6.30 in front of you. That's when I like to say, come on, boys, let's get it on. Let's go a little back-to-back. Alibirds, -back off the line. If anything, third man got out of hole, maybe just a tick late, making up second man slips on his second step. Going to have to wait to get that grab, two and three grab together. Not what they're hoping for today. Looks like the first, I don't know if those are the same first and second guys as last year, but it looked like that was a bit of a struggle coming up to the ladder, those two. You know, I don't, I don't know. Right, how Used to seeing a little bit more Mo getting into that ladder, too, by that third climber there. So I don't know. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you keeping score, we do have one post entry. Number 16, Roslyn Highlanders. Number 16, Roslyn Highlanders. It's almost like... On the line to be number six on your programs, the Slowpokes of Jordan! It's almost like he knew the two guys in front of him might struggle. It's like he was holding back a little bit, you know? 
I was, Selden. I was thinking the same thing, so maybe the second man, a little bit of an issue. I don't know everyone's name yet. All right, Selden Slowpoke's first man jumped by about two steps. Uh, really going to hurt their overall time, but all three are on a ladder. Second man misses about halfway up. Once again, second and third man grabbing together. You called it, Rob. you got to practice Time the start. 8.8088. Got the Olympics coming up in two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm speaking of a rest. Still a little rusty. Haven't been out a lot. Olympics coming up. That would have been a false start, correct? Uh, yes. First yeah. man out of the box. You know, you got to you got to film your start. you got to practice your starts. Just three, as important as the rest of the Three-man ladder, efficiency, you know, those starts are really important. You mm -hmm. can really hurt your overall time. Big difference here between the Olympics. I doubt there'll be any kidnappings or murders. <laughs> or Zika. And we got Zika to talk about. North Belmore. At least you would hope yeah. not. Uh, here we go. Good start. All right, North Belmore's off the line. First man got his in, and he's up and gone. Second and third man right next to each other. Climbing, finishing up strong. Nice, nice consistent shot. There. Could be our second six of the day. The third man did a nice job. He got a ladder. He actually picked up a little speed Time climbing. Six point eight seven six eighty seven. No, he did a real nice job. Those are two big boys when you look at second and third climbers. Not so easy to share the ladder when you got two guys that size. I thought they did a pretty good job. Those are the Corcoran brothers. They've been uh, running those spots now consistently for the past few seasons. Uh, their first man, actually, their motorized climber, Joey Corcoran. So I actually I saw them at softball a couple was, nights ago. Uh, and uh, He had a good distance between yeah. them. The first man was kind of up and gone. Yeah. I don't know about the ground speed, putting them back in the second slot. All right, Farmingville Bandits. All set to go. Look like a nice smooth snort. First man is in. Second man misses on that second step. We seem to see a little bit of a trend. That second man, second step there is taking about three teams out so far today. Time for Farmingville. 7.95. 7.95. On the line number nine on your program, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. going to be a little tougher today, but we have seen, though, teams miss, and you're finishing your shot, and you're still leaking out a point or two. I, I know. don't know that you're going to see that here today with more teams. But Chuck, kind of the importance of finishing that shot, you never know what happens. I was thinking about that earlier today before on my way over here. You know, the difference when you have 25, 30 teams running compared to 12 or 15 <coughs> is huge. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. Port Washington on the line. All right, Port Washington. No Kyle Lewis uh, today? I don't see yeah, that. Kyle Lewis will be participating, but not in three-man. Okay. A little injury, saving himself up. Okay. All right, if anything, third man jumped yeah. a little bit. He's in pretty close to the second man, but a nice smooth shot. Not the uh, speed I think they'd get if they had Kyle uh, healthy. Time for Port Washington. 7.45. 7.45. Rob, you called it there. You know, when just waiting well, for line to be number 11 on your yeah. program. The Ironman As a third man, when you leave that line early, it's just, you know, you kind of shake your head, you let out a sigh, and you're just kind of jogging in because you can't do your full burst because you're going to catch the guy in front of you. Uh, I've been a victim of that one, once or twice in my career, and it's it's just frustrating to say the least. That's kind of what happened in that Port Washington shot. All right, Riverhead, and if anything, first man out just mm -hmm. maybe a half a step early. Third man's on now. All three climbers going slow, steady, but probably in that mid-seven range. Clean shot for Riverhead. See some unfamiliar Time for face. Riverhead. 7.61. 761. On the line to be number 12 on your program, the Flying Dutchman from West Table. Some so young faces for the Riverhead Ironman. Not really familiar. Yeah. That's a good thing. I like the speed from the third man there. And it's just more of a, let's, you know, 
hone, it, hone that in and get a little bit better each week. Hey, question mark. Go ahead, Paulie. Flying Dutchman coming to the line. They're staring at a 6.30 right out of the gate by the CI Hobos. Who said the Michael Mara injury was kayfabe? I think Dudley Moran was right with the kayfabe. Mikey Mara running second man. Off of an injury. All right. Nice start. Nice clean start for West Sable. First man, Danny Tenney in. Michael Mara's in. Billy Hopkins in. He's got a little slip. Oh, Michael slips about halfway up. They were a little tight to each other. I don't know if uh, they might have banged into each other. Time for West Sable. 8.19819. So this kind of... Number 13 on your programs. This kind of goes back to what I was saying when you talk about how many teams are participating in the drill. We've seen basically the last few years, and this year especially, what do you got a 15-team tournament, maybe less, give or take. If you don't get out of the box in those three ladder races, it is almost impossible to come back. Yeah. And and when you all of a sudden are in a situation like this, where now that you have 25, 30 teams, it opens up a possibilities to, I think, a lot more teams in the end coming down the track. I'll either stay drill last year, no doubt right. about it. Sayville Blue Jays off the line. First and second man in, third man in, trying to catch them both. First man a little bit in the way to third man. He yep. had to slow up yep. before he could go for his grab. I yep. tell you, I'd like the speed of that third man on the ladder. Yep. He was quick. Seven point two six, seven twenty six. I mean, he was quick. That's probably it, third it, place right now. It, it shows. You know, the, the, the goat of this event often is the first man. You know, you never really talk about the first man, but the first man is just as important as the other two. You need to be up, gone, and out of the way so that third man can grab that top rung. And they're running yeah. Walter Rellinger, who yeah, he exactly. would he would admit to you himself has no right. business doing right. that yeah. job right, right now. Right. He's the exactly. first guy to tell you. Huge yeah, manpower issue. Somebody else was there. It's a manpower event. You need three young athletic climbers to run this contest. Or Joe Boy. Or Joe. I was about to say, are you, are you kidding All me? Right. <laughs> North Lindy off the line. If anything, first man out of the box a little early. Duckies inside. Second man, third man right next to each other. Once again, second men are having a tough time See Kenny here Stallone today. making a comeback for the Piston Knockers, huh? Is that his first shot of the season, running three-man ladder? Kenny Stallone, his second man. Time for the It's not the I second man's day, I think, here today so far. Two sixes on the board with our first post-entry, only post-entry, number 16, Roslyn coming to the line. <laughs> You know, and you wonder, you know, is there a little too much bounce in this ladder? Is that, who knows? Is it just a bad day for second man? It's almost <laughs> that same little area. It's yeah. about it's from one third. It's the it's the one third middle of the ladder. When that third climb. Second third step. The second the second third of that climb is something going on. Mm-hmm. All right, Roslyn Highlanders on the line. All right, a little problem getting their uh, holders together here. A little question. <laughs> that might be their first time holding. I'm not really sure. Just four years removed from first place in the state drill and three-man ladder. Three All completely right. new guys, I'm going to venture a guess about All right, that. They're off the line. First and second man on. Third man's in. They're right next to each other going for the grab. All Th- right, they make it. That, that actually, was real uh, close. Bang, bang, one yeah. and two. That's going to be a low seven. Third right place now if it is. Put you, in a, put you in the money at the moment. Time for Roslyn. 7.197.19. Third place shot so far for today. A lot of more teams. One of them hits Hicksville. Hicksville's oh. in that little ballpark that can definitely beat that. Is Hicksville fully staffed right now? Do I see the Schmidt brothers there? Does Dougie Chiz finally have his team around him? This could be an interesting shot right here for the Hicksville Hicks. If they're going to keep their team with this ladder climber, moving forward, they're going to be a team to reckon with in these first three contests. Let's hope they can keep this team together from here on out. Talk to Dougie Chiz week in and week out. He's always got an issue with manpower. This guy can't make it. This guy can't make it. Today they look fully staffed. 
Uh, first right. guy out, I think. Yep, first guy breaks that leg just a little early. Let's see if Dougie can make it up second. He's got to slow down. A second yeah. man's in his way. Both Doesn't have way. the two guys in front of him. Nope. I'll tell you what, though. It's still probably in the money. Yeah. For what we've had so far here today. Wow. Tied for second. That could be the worst looking 687 I've ever seen. Third man Doug almost had to stop. He literally first and second man were in his way. Almost pulled up. First man got out first. Yes. Basically he just walked up the ladder. But hey, tied for second place right here. How about Linnerhurst? How about East East Islip is here today, not running in this contest, but how about Linnerhurst last week? But, but there was my example. When you're running 15 teams, they came out of the box and ladders last week. Right. And it carried them through the day. Right. A team that scored last year in the New York State Championship drill in three-man ladder. They had they were part of that three-way tie. Where's that been? Where's that? You know, that's Different a question kids. mark I have. Different kids. Different kids. Right. Let's see what they do here. Statement shot. Snails. Right here. Looks snails. like a pretty good start. Third man might have got that little out of the hole good. He's, oh, he misses on his second step. Looked like the second man was taking up way. a little yep. too much ladder. Yep. Kind of got in his way just a little bit, but... Tough to see from our angle. Time for Lindenhurst. 7.47. 7.46, currently hanging around fifth place. We're almost about, I'd say we're about halfway through the scorecard right here. Rob, I agree with you on that shot by the snails. Looks like that second man got in the way of that third man. Sometimes you can make a shot out of it. Sometimes they just take up too much ladder. You know, that mounting step could make you go veer off to the right or the left. It's just a matter of controlling your body and the momentum. Right, the second man, first and second man are playing like wide off the line, almost See like that. they're playing a fade into the ladder a little bit. First man breaks the light. Third man's got a lot of space he's got to make up. All three climbers are on. He's working his way to the top, slow but steady. Another probably mid seven. Kind of seen a lot of those here today. Time from Manhattan Lakeville, seven point five four seven fifty four. What's our uh, fifth place, Paulie? Sorry. Line number twenty three in your programs. The pass is from. You think about that run right there, and let's just take out the first and the second guy. Let the third guy just run by himself. You're at practice. That kid's running a 6.5. I mean, he looked good in. He looked good climbing. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying earlier, Tuan, if you don't have the manpower to get those guys out in front, and you right. got to know you can't jump the light. It's three-man ladder. You know what I mean? You need three ladder climbers to be able to run this contest. 7.26. That would be the most obvious statement of the day. 7.26, currently the fifth-place number. It's our bubble. All right. Can catch, can catch all get there. All right, uh, just uh, kind of off the line okay. They're into the ladder slow and easy. Yeah, I don't know if the third, third man's man almost kind of walking his way up. He uh, was walking his way to the ladder. I didn't see a lot of burst. It's a great vaudeville and mustache sporting by the first man up here. Aiden English? Simon Gotcha. More Simon Gotcha, I think, Murphy. All right, Iceland Wolves, 6.30. On line number 24 on your program. The Wolves of Question marks exist. That's Where it. are the Iceland Wolves? Are Bobby, they going to come out of this contest with, with uh, the first three with some points? Well, let's just we'll they take one play. at a time because they, they're either major points or yeah. they're no points. Right. They're the team left in this contest that's got the best shot to challenge that 630. No doubt let's about it. Let's see if they can do it. Pretty best, good start. Yeah. Josh Case in the third man. First in, second man are on. Little stumble. Josh fights through a man, little I gotta bit give, of a miss. I, I don't know how he did a that. A bunch of credit all right. over. First man, third man, a lot of credit. Yep. First man actually lost his footing but yep. regained and he got to the top. Josh climbed that sideways. 6.76. You talked about an ugly 6.8? That was a, <laughs> a pretty impressive 6.7. Yeah. Josh's legs were moving so fast that he was just able to keep himself on the ladder and keep his body moving 
in that upward direction. He was lit literally, I'm losing my mic here. Yeah. Very impressive you job called, by Josh. You it though. The first man sideways. caught himself, got his way up, and Josh fought the ladder, like you said, sideways. It was pretty much climbing at the hip of the second man in front of him. So, right. Good way to salvage a run there by the Wolves. New Hyde Park Termites here, I believe, teamed up with the Garden City Park Mustangs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Three unfamiliar young faces. Good to see that for the Termites. See what they could do. All right, not a bad start by New Hyde Park. First man is in and up. Second and third man are on. Third man's trying to catch that second One man. One of the smoothest I'll shots I've what. seen all day. Nice job. That's Maybe not the fastest, but very might smooth. Might be a six, yeah. if not a real low Time seven. High six. Seven point one six. Seven sixteen. That That's new, actually uh, going to be your fifth place shot right yeah. now. Racing is alive in New Hyde Park. Saw a lot of fundamentals on that shot. It was a good start. Everyone off at the same time. Some good spacing on the ladder. Now it's just a matter of let's work on speed. I, yeah. Huge gap for four points right here. 630 to 676. Two 687s. And then that's 716. Well, we're talking your about question you. mark, Twan. Yeah. Right here, Bay Shore. Well, you see Definitely in their... You know, realm. See that second man, Frankie Sonnenberg, right. three, three times state champ in three-man ladder. Right, we talked about New Hyde Park. That's where he comes from. Yep. All right, good start for Bayshore. First and second Skippy man on, third man on. Skippy misses on his second step. I'll tell you what, that's the fastest I've seen Frankie Sonnenberg climb a ladder in a long time. Frankie looks good. He looks in shape. Yep. Bayshore might have some uh, debating runoffs to do at practice. Time for Bayshore. Nope. You know. 8.98. 898. I see Mike Athenas on the fence, guys, on the right-hand side. Number 27 on your programs, the Stump Jumpers from North Ferry. From the termites uh, examining what Frankie's doing. Yeah. And, you know, he's always watching. How about these boys, huh? That, that was no slight at Bayshore. Obviously, that no, was just no, a bad no, in there. And, uh, and, you know, to have two quality ladder climbers to be able to run third man is a good thing. So North Merrick, so. they've been in the news lately, huh? Let's go Stump Jumpers! Yeah, North Merrick! From? Are they all in or what? Where's my shirt? I want a shirt. They acquired two uh, two rigs in the past month. How much did the taxes go up over there? I don't Juan? know, man. I get my bill in uh, February. I'll let you know. <laughs> Alright. Wildcats B. The Fire tax up 23.5%. <laughs> I'm going to be the whistleblower. Alright. <laughs> good start for North Merrick. They're off the line. First man, a little pitter-patter getting in, but he's up and gone. Third man is in. He's trying to make his way past the second man. Oh, he went. I don't know if they're going to give him the grab or yeah. not. I, 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 I say personally, would I think I'd give it to him. I don't think he was grabbing. He was looking for a place to grab to does, push does himself. Does second the second man need to grasp and hold? No. Or does no, he no. need to touch? Just right. needs a touch. You know, third guy, they were saying. No, right. third guy. No uh, time. He didn't touch. Maybe he did. That's a different call. No, it was the, it, because he, he he looked like he was going and he went to the rung below okay. it. Okay. That's where it was. I thought the second man did touch, but... All yep. right, be number 28 on your programs, the Buckeyes from Ferry! No, I always thought if you could do it, sorry, Len, if you could do it in sequence and, you know, we're going for it and you realize you're not going to get it and you grab that one below and keep following through, they should give that to you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought they should have given that one. He really wasn't going for it. He was looking for a place to pull himself up. Tough to do as an official, I can only imagine. Yeah. All right, you know? Levittown Rebels. First man and second, third man roll on. Third man, a little bit of a stumble, about three, two-thirds of the way. That's I mean, a different story. Going for that's, a that's, a that's a no time. <laughs> Actually, that was not the Rebels. Who was that? I was going to say that's Merrick Buckeyes. 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 I apologize yeah, yeah. to the Buckeyes. Right, tell you what, not a bad little third man right there. I agree. He, he had a little mo, a little, he had, a, had the look at his eyes that yep. he was going to no get it done. Merrick, You know, you guys talked about North Merrick making some noise, guys. I mean... Buying a B truck, buying a C truck. I mean, North Merrick Fire Department back in business. Yes. All right, I said I apologize for 
to Merrick, but uh, this is the Levittown Rebels. Wearing a little bit of the same colors uh, that you don't normally see from Merrick. All right, here we go. Rebels third man kind of got left standing on the line. First man's already in and up. Second man's on, a little bit of a stumble on his second step. Third man had to more or less stop. Just looking to complete the shot. Overtime for Levittown, overtime. We're in a little rut here, fellas. No time, no time, overtime. Well, you have the pride of Nassau oh, County taking the line. The, the, line. Rams, the Westerners from West Hempstead! West Hempstead Westerners making it out here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more later. Uh, Jonathan, it was a issue that Hydra Man was involved in an accident. The good news is he's doing much better today. I spoke with Andrew Brome before. Uh, we'll go into a little bit more detail later. I know Andrew's, uh, that Jonathan's wife's listening. Shout out to them. Get well soon. But good to see West Hempstead out here. You know that Jonathan's on their minds today. Let's see what they can do for him. All right, West Hempstead off with looks like looks like a really nice clean start. First man had a little bit of mess up with his hands, but he followed Great up. Recovery. I don't think it affected what the third recovery. man whatsoever. What yes, me. He's able to get in and go. A lot nice of smiles up here, Hempstead. guys. They were all smiling. They have to be. That was a real good shot. Stumbled by Ralph Nine Nichols. West Hempstead. Six point six 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 sixty six. Sign of the devil. Could get him <laughs> four points. They'll take it. Great sure. recovery in that shot. You know, Rafi Nichols got in, a little stumble, fought his way through it, got his way to the top, was out of the way, and like you said, Gerard. I don't didn't think even it affected Gerard whatsoever. On line number 32 on your programs, the Gamblers from Hagerman. Which, which is a huge credit to Ralphie. I mean, experience right there. Not only did he correct himself, but he actually moved over and got himself off the side of the ladder a little bit, knowing that Gerard was coming. Right. He gave him a little extra space right there. Yep. Some sign of experience right there. All right, Hagerman, one of our younger teams here. Of young guys, third man's in, little in tight to the ladder, made a yeah, decent recovery. I mean, you work on that mount right there. He's got it. He's going to carry that mo if he can get it down. Real nice a transition, getting it from the ground to the ladder. Time for Hagerman, seven point one seven seven seventeen. Going to finish out of the money there, but not a bad shot. Right, a lot of room for improvement. You know, I often wonder about Hagerman. Anytime there's a junior state championship, you hear Hagerman gamblers are in the running. Hagerman gamblers yeah. are in the running. When does it translate over into the seniors? Well, you got to remember. Maybe it's starting to happen. It is, but you also remember they didn't yeah. race for a long time. They were racing with Saber last year. Right. They were off years before that. So it really got a little sketchy right there. But the group that's with them now is pretty much all juniors from uh, that from those teams. I that's agree, right. Paul. And um, I gave Louie, their coach, a Pegaman did the same thing. So um, Louie's got him pointed in the right direction. I think he's got some of his juniors back, maybe not all of them, but uh, uh, their, their arrow is definitely pointing up. All uh, right, three-man ladder. If you want to talk about blowouts, it was a blowout. 6.30 and then a bunch of other teams. 6.30 for the CI Hobos. That's going to be five points. Second place is going to be that West Hempstead shot. 6.66. Of the three-man ladder. Bill will take you through the rest. First place, five points. Number one, Central Iceland. Second place, four points. Look at the first place trophy. Number 31, West Hempstead. Third place, three points. Look at the second place trophy, number 24, Iceland. Fourth and fifth places were tied. Each will get one and one half points, and they will flip for the third and fourth place trophies. Number seven, North Belmore, and number 19, Hicksville. New Hyde Park will get the fifth place trophy. So that's seven years in a row now. CI yeah. wins this uh, event at their invite. It's impressive. Uh, and... Uh, a nice shot. I mean, they, they win that by o over three-tenths. I mean, we saw some of the good teams go down with the second man slipping and stuff, but 
It's a good way to get started for the CI Hobos. Congratulations, North Belmore's on the board early. And Hicksville, you were saying earlier, see what they do. Hey, whatever the number was, they're on the board. They're moving forward. And they need these ladder points. So these are their, those are the events they could run. Both of those teams could run some ladders. So good to see them on the we're board. We're looking about 24, 25 teams overall running today, which is about 10 more than we've seen on average. Yes, definitely. So, I mean, let's see what kind of difference that makes at the end of the day. Fred, are we doing a commercial here? All, All right, right, we'll be back for B Ladder. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience, 
pants in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience. We know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets. We've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. First team on the line to be number one on your programs, your host for today's tournament, the Hobos from Central Iceland. All right, we are back. B ladder, everybody. Typical Central Iceland, not wasted much time going nope. from contest to contest. We got a lot of stats for you, for you here in B ladder, so keep your ears open. I will start out with there's been no repeat winner over the last five years at B ladder at the CI invite. CI winning it last year. Before that, West Sable, Islip, West Hempstead, and Copac, all good times. In fact, last year's 5.23 was the slowest B-ladder winner that you have on the list. And that goes back to 1999, Tuan. That was the slowest B-ladder winner at the CI Invite last year. So, But I expect it to be better than that today. Flip the page. Got to go back to 1983. Patrick 40 Thieves run a 5.27. Now, there's a couple years missing in the late 80s. Uh, but the stats go all the way back to 1990 consecutively. So that 523 turn. is the slowest time since at I least turn 89. The page. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's the we got the in-depth stats teacher stuff, here. bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, though, that 510 in 2011 by Copeg, run by Billy Holt, who yeah. is now climbing for the West Haven right. Flying Dutchman. Looks like we got a little bit of a. Uh, oh, I think we got a little <laughs> rain here, guys. Is it? Uh -huh, uh, well, How much rain? Central Ice have just backed off the line. We have a. I don't know if I call it a steady rain yet, but enough to mess it up. Um, no, you're right, Rob. A couple of raindrops falling now on the track here in Central Islip. I got my top off my Jeep, fellas. Pulls okay. out of here. <laughs> off like a prom dress on prom night is Paul Suskind. What did he, he left the top off of his Jeep? I guess. There was, there was really no rain in the forecast, at least when I checked this morning. 
I had heard from Nassau County. It was maybe raining in Nassau earlier this morning. Twan, what do you hear? Yeah, I didn't. It, it didn't rain by me over in Merrick, but I, my wife just texted me. Is it raining there yet? Question mark. <laughs> Which tells me that it's pouring by us. All so, right, so we got know. a lot of drizzle, yeah. uh, or a little bit of drizzle. It looked like it was going to pass north of us, folks. All right, but, I just, uh, just looking at the radar I have right here. If it keeps doing what it's doing, it looks like we're just clipping. It, it is north of us. It's just clipping us across the bottom. Right. But I tell you what, north of us looks like they're getting hit pretty hard with just looks like one one cell. So Central Islip has not only backed that truck off the line, they are going to park it in the garage to keep it dry, which uh, I can understand. wonder um, if they'll start pulling the tarps out here. I guess we'll see. You know, the CI local committee. Just as fun to watch as their racing team. You know, Twan, that's something I, I, I always thought about. Uh, again, you, 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 you were a host up. for years and years and years. To have some tarps, to roll them out down the middle of the track, is it that big a deal? Is it that big of an expense? Uh, not so much an expense. You know what the issue is? Honestly, it's storing them. <laughs> it's rolling them up after and finding the guys. I mean, everyone will run and do it to pull it out to save the track. But then at the end of a tournament, who's around to roll them up? And then you get all mildewy, then you got to have trailers. They're big. Right. But no, it's not that much of an expense. But we're looking, you know. you know, you're looking to keep dry, what, 12, 15 feet wide right down the right down the center. At yeah. least for B-ladder and three-man. C-ladder, C-hose, I, I get it. you got to run the whole track. Right. But, um, I always thought it would be a good idea for a host to have those contingency plans. I mean, I would even... Let's go. Let, let's dream big here. Let's get them built in on the side. Once they're wet, button, they once they're wet though, yeah, that's it. You letting want to them dry, dry out. Yeah. No, it's, it's raining. Uh, and then folding them back up. It's raining pretty well right now. We're going to be in a little bit of a delay here. A little bit of a delay session. Going to have to dry the course when the rain stops. I'm getting a text. Uh, sunny in Seaford. Thanks for checking in, Mom. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a uh, more than a drizzle now here in Central Islip. It's a light rain. So, uh, look, while, while we have a break, uh, I, th I think this is a good time to just maybe, uh, you know, talk a little bit about West Hempstead Westerners. Um, and their hydro man, Jonathan Poirot, you know, in case you haven't heard, he was involved in a little bit of a, you know, an accident this week on his way to work. Um, you know, and you know how the rumor mill gets sometimes. You know, there are all sorts of things that people were worried about. And, and for, for a couple of days, it was uh, a little bit uncertain. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that there's a lot of good news to report. I spoke with Andrew Brome on the West Hempstead Westerners, and he said that Jonathan uh, was, you know, awake this morning. He was uh, recognizing people. He was having, conver you know, he, he was identifying people and... In fact, he FaceTimed with the West Hempstead Westerners this morning uh, prior to them beginning this drill. So nothing but good things that I'm hearing. The prognosis sounds good other than a couple broken bones and some pretty bad scrapes. It sounds like Jonathan uh, will be, uh, will be he's headed in the right direction. And, you know, John and Tina, I know you guys are probably uh, listening to this right now just from all of us up here in, uh, you know, racing universe. Just uh, get well soon. We're with you. If you guys need anything, we're here for you and hope to have you back soon. You summed it up good, Twan. We're, uh, we're all thinking about our family and Jonathan get well. Yeah, well said, Twan. Well said. You know, and, you know, I guess our, our theme, you know, <laughs> so far today, you know, we're 21 days away from our state drill. And I, I think that there are some question marks out there with teams. Yeah, you know, obviously, West Hempstead now is going to have to, uh, you know, switch manpower up. You know, they're going to have to run. I hear Patrick Cloudman's now is going to be running hydrant for them. Craig Hayes is going to be on nozzle for them, so you know how do they how do they run with with that? I Pat did run hydrant for them uh, for North Belmore for a year or so, so he's run that spot before. You're going to not completely new, right? Not completely foreign, right? You're going to have John Darty go into digging, so there's some you know question marks remain with the West Hampshire Westerners. Let's see how they uh, come out today. They already are on the board, second place in three-man ladder. 
I think you see some question marks, and Rob, you could probably talk about this with West Sayville. I, I saw Michael Maher running three-man today. You know, a couple weeks ago, it was, you know, his season's over, potentially, you know, with coming back from that bicep injury. I don't think anyone really believed that, knowing Michael Maher, knowing his off-season workout regimen and probably his, reg- oops, his regimen behind the scenes, just how much that guy puts into it. Uh, I, no surprise to see him back out here, but is he running hydrant? Is he going to be motorized climbing? He is not climbing and yeah. will not be climbing. I mean, we've been uh, lucky enough to have Billy Hawthorne step in and do a really great job. Yeah, I saw he swept ladders last week, but 15 out of 15 uh, in Riverhead. We unfortunately lost another member this week to a torn bicep. So we've kind of had to Who's rebuild, rebuild seven out of eight contests. Joe Quenza, Digger, Nelson oh, four no. contests, middle of the ladder and buckets. So we've spent the week rebuilding those spots. And... Michael Mara being able to come back. Right. He is going to step in and run nozzle in uh, B and C hose and efficiency. So efficiency, uh, obviously, he's run many, many years. You know, big shots and state drills. But has he ever run motorized uh, nozzle? 1992 and 2004 for We're a couple of instances. Any any times? Any uh, best numbers Actually there? Actually, in Hempstead in 92, <laughs> he did run a 12 and a 7 the first time out of the box. Get out of here. Tuan, does that surprise <laughs> Not you? Not at all. But the man's know. an athlete. <laughs> I mean, um, amazing that he's able to do that and that West Sable has the depth, uh, again, with Billy climbing and whatnot. But, I mean, just amazing that Michael, and he's no spring chicken anymore either, I yeah. mean, that he can step into those positions and uh, perform for his team. So we'll look yeah. forward to that so a little yeah, bit later on. Yeah, it should be interesting. You know, no but I think we should be able to stay competitive in all the contests and see what happens. Speaking of competitive, uh, Twan, I see the hobos yeah. bringing out the uh, track crew here. Looks like they got some propane tanks and some torches. Looks like they're going to try and force dry the uh, the area. The rain has let up a little bit. Looks like they're going to force dry the patch a little bit. Yeah, they're all out there, and, you know, and, and these aren't just your backup guys. I mean, I see the whole three-man ladder team out there. You know, Murphy's out there. You know, they... They're dedicated to hosting this tournament. They, they want to keep have it going. The, you know? the best track committee in the sport, usually by far, week in, week out. You know, when you compare to other drills, these guys do a great job. What doesn't Chris Murphy do? He's up here helping Fred with the computer. He's down there on the track, well, you know, force drying it. What doesn't he do? I often wonder what his cell phone looks like during the day. Just how many text messages are on there, right? The guy's, isn't he commissioner? He's yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> Captain at work. He's still doing the DJ thing. He's racing uh, chaplain, whatever you want to call it. Not chaplain. Chaplain. <laughs> chaplain. Uh, maybe. Maybe coming next year. Why not? Right. Can you just sign up online for that? I want to be the racing chaplain. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, the hobos today, you know, we've been talking about question marks. Uh, one of the question marks for them today was David Miller coming back. You know, we got a guy here who runs an 874 and C ladder at the Hunter Drill. Then he was out for approximately a month. Two drills. There will be a one-half-hour rain delay. That's a good chance. It is a little bit early in the afternoon. Time for lunch. Go in the back there. Get some nice hamburgers, hot dogs, and whatever other delicacies are in the back. Nice cold beer, pop, soda, water. We want everybody to stay hydrated today. Anybody got a radar? Back there. Got a radar? Nice ice cream. Yeah, Rob, welcome back, Paulie. Rob said was uh, maybe we're getting a little clipping here. Oh, yeah. It seems to be more north. Yeah, they said it was are. raining up in Smithtown. Yeah. Where's that? That's, in, in that, that would be north and west oh, of okay, us. Gotcha. That's South St. James. Okay, yeah, good. thank you. That's a hell of a rainstorm coming where's, through. Uh, Hopefully it James? doesn't hit here. <laughs> but you said David Miller missed two drills there, Rob? David missed two, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, if we can skirt this one, I'm, we're looking at the radar right here, buddy. There might it's be the, this band. Yeah. We might catch the bottom, so we might have a little know, bit though. more. I think if it keeps pushing the way it's going, we might miss that too. I mean, it's 50-50 at that point, but yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, look so intimidating, you know, as you look yeah, up the, the sky. Yeah, to the sky, right and it's moving north. So if you look out yeah, so to the west here, up, yep. it's going if, out if, that if way. If this was about five miles south, we'd be oh, getting crushed. Absolutely. I mean, that's a major uh, storm. North of us, there's a lot of red and yellow on the radar, which normally signifies some trouble. Something not good's coming. Not conducive to B ladder, that is. No, but it's it's C great ladder. to see CI C out there C working with torches and stuff, and obviously working the center of the track. First. I, I think you should go right to efficiency. Let's do it. Let's do the shootout. Do it. Efficiency pump buckets will go right back to B ladder later on. Yeah. Can you still do that? And it, yeah, nice step in the state drill. Oh, well, state drill, you can. I knew you can for the state drill. Let's do it, man. We haven't had one of those since 06. One, two, three. They got five torches in operation out here, and looks like they're getting a blower going. So, so listen, B-Ladder coming up, my favorite contest, uh, in case you haven't figured it out, you know, the, my favorite one to run, my favorite one to watch. I Patrick Fairs texted me this week, and helped me with the last name, he got a message from Ken Van Essenfeld? Van Essendelft. Yeah, Van Essendelft, excuse me. West Savo. Uh, you know, talking four club, that, that's, that's the thing, you know, people like to talk about the four club. Haven't had a four in the sport since 2012. But there are two teams who, at any time, could potentially have their second climber run a four. We're talking about West Sayville, talking about North Lindenhurst, and the Islip Wolves. Uh, the Islip, those three teams each have had a climber to run a four. We're talking about A-Rock, A-Rock, Billy Moon, um, and obviously uh, Michael Mara. So the question is, who's going to be the first team out of those three to get their second climber to run a four? That was the banter they wanted us to talk about. Will it be North Lindy with Ducky? Will it be West Sable with Billy? Will it be Isaac with Josh? Will it be another team to run a four before that? What do you guys think? I mean, I think if you just look at sheer consistency in B-Ladder right now, North Lindenhurst definitely has the B-Ladder team of the year. You know, they run the best shot, if I'm not mistaken. They've yeah. run the best consistent week in, week out. I believe they at least have a three or four different 5-1s, if not 5-0s to their credit. Yeah, five, heavy 5-0-2 with the hunter drill this season. And Ducky, that climber, looks he looks really good. I mean, he's getting on that ladder well, and he's gone. I, I think that would be my pick right now, is I agree with you, Rob, I, just the way that they've been running since the state drill last year. That 5-0-1 in the state drill, they kind of they have not let up in that contest since. We talked about that during, it might have even yeah. been the... Uh, at the Hunter, but they're just dialed in. And, you know, we've all been through it where all of a sudden you come upon a race. You know, you know you're good at that race, but it all just starts clicking. You might not be able to pinpoint why or how. Right. And you don't even want to think about it. Right. You just keep on going we'll out running about it. it. Yep. You just keep doing it, and it's keep on working. So. And, if, and if I'm the climber involved in that contest, I don't want to listen to what we're saying right no. now. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I'll turn into radio down. Exactly. Turn it I, I think overall I agree with you guys. Um, as, as far as North Lindy maybe being the most complete team, but as far as pure talent, I, I'm not going to shy away from Josh. Go ahead. Watching Josh climb, and, and again, we talk about it all the time being up here on the arch. Yep. Watching that man climb yep. and his determination, boy, I, I, I wouldn't put him out of the conversation. Well, when you you watch Iceland run those three contests, three-man, B-ladder, C-ladder, I always say at any moment, a yep. great moment, because yep. any one of those runs, they come down the track, you're looking for something special. I really special. completely agree with you. I mean, he's got the individual ladder record in a three-way tie. He's done it two years in a row. Uh, five ones to his credit. Heavy eights to his credit. I completely agree with you, Lenny. At any moment, I, I think the thing with them would be consistency. Let's run a 5-1 each week, a 5-0, and it'll just start coming down. But like you said, Paulie, 
any given time, that team can can run a heavy number in that and it's, and it's you know it's not so easy to say, oh, you know what, we're gonna scale it back. We'll just run a 515 every week. We'll yeah, be no. fine. Yeah, right. No, you're going out there. You're going to kick somebody's ass. You <laughs> right. know, exactly. if somebody puts up a 515 in front of you. Hey, let's run our 517, guys. No, you don't want that. I'm a big fan of the way they go for it. Me no, too. but listen, it, I don't see. I don't, I don't know if anybody can dial in a 5-1. But <laughs> yeah, once right. You get, I know. But once you get comfortable, B ladder is so quick, and drivers get their marks down, and you can get that ladder within a foot or two of the same spot every time. You can run a lot of that same shot. Absolutely. But yeah. now, you know, let's, let, we're talking about the positive end of the spectrum. Let's go to the negative end of the spectrum. You're saying it's your favorite race. It's a great race. It's a man's race. Could be the race that hurts the guys, but bangs them up more than any other race out there yeah. when you're running it that hard. Yeah. But it's also the race that can get the most dysfunction. We're looking at, say, 25 teams today. We're going to probably see about eight that are going to run it probably perfectly correctly the way you're supposed to. You're going to have about 15 of them. That they're struggling because they're not in sync. You know, right. how do you turn be from being not in sync to being an ice up in North Lindy, a CIOS Sable? It's not easy as you think in B ladder. The teams that run really well make it look really easy. Yeah. And it's not. It's, it's not. not easy. You're right. And it it takes effort and man, I'll tell you a lot of times it actually hurts. Yeah. You know, you say, Oh, we could put a, a box of rocks on the back of that truck to be a digger. No. But those yeah. diggers need to do the right job and they gotta do it together. And, and don't happens, leave out the driver. And it happens so fast, Paul. I so mean, fast. you're talking about doing all these things with, you know, in less than six seconds. Yep. I mean, um, everybody's got to do their job. And I mean, that's that's really the root of racing is do your job during your so, race and so don't worry about everybody else. Listen, but also, you know, we talk about the drivers being very important, but having your B truck dialed in, it's the least it's the least room for adjustment of any contest we have. C trucks, you can just B hose, brake a little bit. Right. B ladder, you don't have a lot of room for adjustment. So if you start your brake in the same spot and that truck just doesn't stop, I don't care what you do. Yep. You right. got the best four guys in the world in the back and you're going to get beat up. Tire very, pressure, very true. B truck needs to be dialed in. Yep. All right, so you guys, you guys both run B ladder, myself included. Yep. Uh, what do you think if you're one of those teams that all of a sudden wants to become, you know, Islip, West Sable, where, well, what's your starting point? What's your, where do you look to first and say, hey, Let's start to turn this into that. To, to quote JoJo, you need good diggers. Dig time. I agree. Dig time. You need diggers. Well, we've seen dig time really fall off in the last few years. Today, somebody digs low 2-7. You're like, whoa. Yes. I mean, you go right. back 25, 22, 20 years ago, we were digging two sixes. Hempstead Flukes used to bring it in hot. West I Sable mean, was digging 255 every week. We I were trying to get to 2-5. We were 2-6. You, you figure, you know, an average climb is a 2-5. Right, you figure a really hot climb is between 235 and 245, right? At 235, maybe even 22. If you're Michael Mary, he's done the two twos. Joe Joe's done a two two, but it, <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. No. Um, but you know, I think the Flukes would tell you, and I, I don't know if they would or not, but I know the Yellow Hornets would. When Joe Joe started climbing, you know, they came from the Tom Abramski mindset of get over the top of the break, and they were completely out of control. So out they might have been digging a 240, but they were running overtimes, right. you know, and there was no more getting into the ladder. I was uh, I was running with Patrick Cook and Donald Mara digging for a couple of years there where we were digging with the flukes that number and that's probably why I have a partly fake hip. Jackie, um, <laughs> Jackie was driving then. Uh, Jackie was driving then. Um, and yeah, no, it was real warm. Now Patrick Cook is really good at catching a whip and you know sheer speed on the ladder he might not have had like some of the other climbers but he could catch the whip and he know how to use that but momentum to translate to that climb that era was an example of oh my god they're doing that we got to do that faster yeah we were watching west sable dig we we're watching the flukes dig we we're watching uh, 40 thieves 
and, and we're saying to ourselves, wait a second, 280, we're not even playing in the same game. Right. We might run a 5-3 or 5-4. Right. I remember us talking about it, but we're not in that game. It wasn't until we said, hey, we're going to dig 2-6 right. that all of a sudden we ran 5-2 and under. There you go. And then we were playing. Now, Rob, you're talking about Pat Cook climbing in those days. Patrick, a great athlete, was not the most huge physical specimen. So his smaller body type, I think, almost lent itself to that style, I would think. Oh, yeah, he, being he, able to get on the ladder, as opposed to some of us bigger boys, you know, once your body's going past the ladder, you're screwed. If Patrick wound himself up in the right spot and got himself there in front of the ladder, he could excel. Well, there, there was a whole, you can just reel off a list of guys that were in that same frame. Whether it's JoJo, even Cab was of that same framework. It really isn't until A Rock yeah. comes along, you get somebody who's in a different specimen. Yeah. But he was—he's just an elite athlete. His body, when he was climbing, was just lean and mean. You had that. You had uh, Chucky Doyle, which was a little—he was a little bigger, stronger maybe than Cab and stuff. Yep. And then you went to the A Rocks, and then you started going towards that generation and of the Billy Moon. Yep, right? the Billy you know Moons, I mean? and yep. it was a little different. Great conversation, uh, just to be able to compare those those diffi- different um, physical types and what they were able to achieve. And it's one of the reasons why you know B Lad is one of my favorite races, also. But just not much has changed, you know, in the past 20 20 years. I'd say it's consistent. You know, you run a 502 today, it, it compares to historic times, and that's yeah. what I like best about it. You know, buckets, you see the numbers go down. Well, not so much anymore, but you know, throughout history, it's gone down two seconds, then one second. B-Ladder, not so much. Same with three-man ladder. I think we're going to go to a commercial in a sec, but before we do, uh, just a little update. There's a tournament up in Seabreeze today. Yeah. Give you a little update after three-man ladder. Uh, Henrietta, 672, wins three-man ladder. Uh, point, point Pleasant, 690. That would have been three points here. 690 um, would not have scored. That was second place by Point Pleasant. And they've run faster than that this oh, year. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Okay. And then third place, uh, Spencerport, Seabreeze, and I believe, uh, actually Main Transit, then Spencerport, then Seabreeze. B-Ladder up there at the Seabreeze drill. First place, Henrietta also, 547. There it is. They are always in that 5-4 range. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Five, uh, three, five, second four. place was Seabreeze with a 605. Point Pleasant, seven, uh, no, then a 632 by Main Transit. So little update from outside the air. I know Northern has a drill today up in Copenhagen as well. We'll try to bring updates if we get those. So, Paul giving you an update there, folks. If you're just tuning in, we're in a little bit of a rain delay, although the rain has stopped here in Central Islip. The track committee is working feverishly on the track. And uh, what do you think, guys? 15, 20 minutes, we might be going again. I mean, if you look out to the south, uh, southwest, it looks like you get a little sun peeking in behind those clouds. Maybe it'll come this way and we'll be all right. And if you look at the track, you could run three-man ladder right now. That's how dry it's been. They, they, they were out there with the torches. but I'll be curious when we do pick up. When we hold on, hold on, whoa, I'll whoa, be curious whoa. when we do pick up in B ladder, it's dry, but you still have that moisture in the air, and you're still going to have some moisture on the street. Yep. This track traditionally stops really well in B ladder. Is that going to affect it? Especially when you're driving around from your yep. camps. A lot right. of guys are in that grass area. you got to drive all uh, They're not dry in the return track. They're going to be bringing <laughs> moisture with them onto the track. Yeah, now, yeah. is that going to affect the, the truck stop? Something to think about while we take a break, and we'll pick yep. it back up when Thanks. we come back. All right, we'll be right back. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. 
With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience, in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience. We know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. 
Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. They are actually having a meeting with all the team captains here under the arch. And uh, they've done a hell of a job. I mean, they have probably almost the entire length of B ladder dried up. But as you said earlier with your little teaser there, Rob, uh, that doesn't cover the rest of this place. No, definitely not. I mean, there's definitely the potential as the B trucks are coming around. I'm sure the drivers are going to do a little bit extra to make sure, A, the brakes are warm, the tires are clear, and the tires are warmed up. Like I said, traditionally, this track stops really well yeah. in B-Ladder, and if you miss your mark short, yeah. you're not making the patch. Right. So does that affect the contest today? And I know it remains to be seen, but something we're uh, going to have to really keep an eye on. It's you one of those things. Guys guys who run the race where, where they're going right over that yellow, it might impact <laughs> them more, where it might help a team who tends right. to go under. Right, so, right, right. You know what I mean? One of those types If somebody of takes it to the 50 and ends up digging and getting a straight ladder out of it, that could tell us, okay, that, that could be a problem we see going forward in the contest. As I said earlier, if you look out to the southwest, I think we're going to probably get a little bit of sun. I know it has not rained at all in Bayshore, so. And it seemed like by that storm that the wind was pushing from south to north. I'm going to agree with you, Paul. And, again, as we look west here off the arch, it's getting brighter. Um, I did hear from the north shore that it's been pouring for quite a bit out here in Suffolk. But uh, Typical north I guess shore. we were right on the edge. Typical and, north shore. Uh, Central Islip has been spared the, the bulk of the rain. And, uh, again, the hobos and their track committee doing a heck of a job getting this track ready. Uh, what do you call it? Central Islip is the first track we've seen that actually has some coverage over the stand. So many of the fans did not have <laughs> to leave. I want to see how they come up with some type of coverage for the track next. Well, you know, it's so funny because now you're looking out at the track. And, and, and for, you know, all these years, the, the shade from the trees on the, on the south side has been the savior of the guys on the teams because you get to sit under the shade, whereas the regular fans sat in the blistering sun of the bleachers. But just the opposite when it rains because that's the side of the track that's hardest to drive. Stays damp, exactly. Like if we were to try and run B and C hose right now, guys, you guys could see. Yeah. I mean, the track is noticeably darker and wet on that side of the track. Whereas However, the, sun, the force drying right. and the sun, right, the middle and the uh, north side, relatively dry. That that part of the track has been baked all day and therefore has dried a lot quicker. But the shade area is a little wet. So they really have to do those edges. If you look at that edge right there, because that could affect B ladder yeah. on the southern edge of the track here. So I would say you still got another 20 minutes minimum. Yeah, they it's might gonna have be up half to hour the, in that meeting. Going to be up to the chief judge. Um, Again, uh, all the teams are on board. Uh, you have teams out here with blowers and 
Of course, like we said, CI is doing a great job force drying. Um, gives us an opportunity to uh, bring up to our listeners and anybody uh, here on the grounds. Um, if this was a 9 a.m. start, that rain during buckets. There's going to be a fundraiser to uh, help out uh, one of our longtime brothers, fathers, uncles, whatever you want to call them, Harry Penny. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm sure, Paul, that this that's his home for you, uh, a man that's given so much to our sport. Uh, Harry's been a little bit under the weather uh, over the last couple of months and uh, living in a rehab facility. His, his wife is struggling physically as well. And his son, John, I guess, has been trying to keep it all together and been doing a lot of traveling up and down and, uh, you know, to visit his dad and take care of his mom and whatnot. Um, a lot of costs involved with that. So uh, I guess the guys from Bayshore are putting something together uh, on September 10th. Uh, the time is to be determined. It's going to be 1 or 2 o'clock. They'll let us know for sure. At Lindenhurst Fireman's Memorial Park, there's going to be a drill, uh, $100 per team. going to be a fundraiser, and uh, it, it's $5 to get in, and uh, there'll be more information coming, but trying to raise some money for uh, one of our ambassadors. So, Racing uh, into September. Keep your uh, ears open, yeah, and, um, you know, we take care of our own. Yeah, get well soon, Harry. Definitely, uh, like you said, an ambassador, uh, a founding member of our sport, so to speak, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an original six. I don't know if he's that old. Yeah, no, if you go back. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think ambassador at this point was always the, the thing that he brought to everybody over the last, since he stopped racing after 2000. It's probably what he's brought to most traveling throughout the state to all sorts of functions. When that man speaks, you just, your ears, your ears perk up and you just, you want to hear it. I laugh when he speaks. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I, I, I saw something on Digger about him not that long ago and I didn't realize what was going on with him so it's, it's kind of the first I'm hearing of it uh, get well soon Harry you know and hope to have you back up here and talking on the uh, radio again but September 10th time to be determined Lindenhurst Memorial Park racing in September done that before so again we're in the uh, the closing stages of a rain delay in Central Islip CI doing a heck of a job getting this track clear, but Paul, as you said, the the hose side or what would be the south side of the track, <coughs> fighting the hobos a little bit. It's uh, it's a little stubborn. Yeah, you don't have that warmth, you know. You get that tree cover, which, like I said, is a savior throughout all the days and all these times. But uh, it's a killer when it rains a little bit. You know, I, I've been texting over here with uh, some people here, and uh, want to give a shout out to uh, my good buddy Adam, Adam Kalen. I don't know if I'm saying your last name correctly or not, but he's gave me a little of this date in racing history. We're at the Central Ice of Invite. Were you here in 1988? I was here. I was racing. I was here. <laughs> this date in racing history, July 30th, 1988. Twan, you're the baby up here. Remember that. I was not here in 1988. I was a 10-year-old kid probably asking to come out here and not being allowed to, or who knows. I might not have even been into it yet. But do you know what happened here in 1988? 88. That, that would be the, let's see, I got the back. It's 26th annual tournament. There's the 54th here today. Man, I didn't know it was that long ago. Imagine that. 1980. That was the we're, day. We're getting up there, Paul. <laughs> uh, the Lindenhurst Snails break the B ladder record, run a 496. The second four in the history of racing was run this date in racing history right here at CI. And I was seeing before, you said Shawnee Matthews over on the side? Yes, he is. You think he knows? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> he might. 
that, of course, was the second four. The first four was run four years prior to that. I'm sure he knows he ran some fours. I don't know if he knows it was on this date. He might. You never know. I know he's uh, he helps out the snails right now. He's in their uh, in their mix of guys that goes down, hangs out down to practice. And First climber out. ever to break the barrier yeah, of that's five correct. flat, right? Yeah, yeah so did that in 1984 with a to Sean Matthews. 497. Four years later at the 88 invite, 496. That stayed as the state record until the 1993 New York State Drill when the Hobos ran a 495 on their way to winning the state championship that year. 88, he runs the the four that day. I mean, that, that's as a defending state champ heading Correct. into the year 88. Correct. So in in one of the most important tournaments of the season, right? So yep. I'm sure that was a good boost. For sure. And like you said, they, they won in 87. And with the Lindenhurst Snails' rich history, and, and we all know about it, first ever state championship yep. and only state championship. Yeah. So, again, Lindenhurst been playing our game for a long time, and that's their... Uh, a long time's an understatement. I mean, if you go back in the archives back to the originals, I mean, it's, it's Pat Trogan, Lindenhurst, right. Hempstead, you know... Throw in a couple of North Ports and Sag Harbors, but you got you want to talk about the originals of racing. Linnerhurst is on that list. Yeah. So so thank you, Adam, for the yeah. For th- the heads up just, there. I'm just curious, you know, that being this that that was a second four. You guys were there. Did, did they make a big deal out of it? I mean, today we talk about you know no, it was a big le- deal. Eleven climbers. No, to be it was in the a club. big deal. It was yeah. a, I, th- I I can remember it as the first one, and then that one as a really big deal. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like they were back to back. Yeah. So you didn't think it was going to happen all the time. Right. Listen, in 1988, you know, we're climbing. We have cab climbing. I think St. James, you have a pretty decent ladder team at the time. Yeah. Um. Fours were hilarious to us. Uh, like, you know, listen, yeah. I want to run a 5-4. Yeah, 5-4. A 5-4. Exactly. <laughs> I'm happy with we're a 5-4. We're trying to run. We're working our ass off on a 5-4, and you're throwing down a 4-9. But I, I think to Tuan's question, um, we got it. We realized, oh, my God, that's a 4. But I think we're, our jaws were on the ground. Like, wow, that really happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. However, if anyone saw Sean Matthews with the Lindenhurst Snails in his later years as a junior and his early years, you know, with the senior team, you kind of knew it was coming. I mean, he he had the perfect build. What is he? Six foot, six one, Paul, yep. slender. Uh, I mean, just a heck of a climber. A great coach with George Callahan over there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and all the other coaches over there, Mark Jaffe and uh, and Kinley and and all them. I mean, he everything was right there. They had the vehicle or the the trucks or whatnot. Um, you you kind of knew it was coming. I mean, and you talk about the four club. It's crowded today. We have 11 members, but. He was the first, the original, and actually, he said he did that in 1984. It wasn't until 1993 that we got another person to join, and it was actually A-Rock to do it before Chucky Doyle. So two guys joined in the 93 season, A-Rock doing it at the uh, Merrick invite that year, which was before the state drill, and then Chucky Doyle doing it at the state drill. So, Twan, do you guys, like, have a convention or yeah, well, get together? I'm or? not in the club, man, so I can only I talk about it. I got there. No, I'm sorry. 502. I got there. Okay. 502, 505, 505 again. 509 a couple times. With this guy right here, I'm shaking hands. So lots of 50s, so that's good. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, this date in racing history, go check it out. It's not on FD Archive yet, but uh, we're doing some work with the archives. Uh, A lot of people have been working hard getting some old scorecards. So do you have the full list of names, Uh, Of course I do. It's right on uh, Digger. You know, you want me to go through it? We got time. It's (laughs) rain out. Let's go. I'll go, you want to go order in which they joined the club? Do you want to go order by last name, height order, you tell me? I would say order that they joined the club. Right, and we, so uh, we talked about Sean being first. Sean, and, and Sean, you know, from 84 to 93, the only. You know, and then, you know, you got A-Rock and Chucky Doyle joining in 93. Uh, Billy Zola joined uh, with Wes Saville, running it in 1994 at the Riverhead Invite, and that actually broke the record. He was the first guy in the 4.8s, 
95, JoJo joined. Uh, then there was a good three-year hiatus until the next guy joined. Mikey Mara, sixth man on the list, running his fours in 98, and then kind of made it his own club, you know. <laughs> kind of became a regular kind of thing. I mean, you know, the guys that are in the four club, you know, if you got three, you're at the top of the list. Uh, Michael's got 45. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, Johnny Short's got nine, and, you know, not a lot of people talk about Johnny Short in terms of that it's four crazy. club. The guy's got nine. You know, ahead of That's a rock number a lot of people probably wouldn't know. He ran yeah. that many scores. I'm, I'm not just a member. I'm the president. Is that where we're at? Yeah, here, that type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Todd joining in 98 also with the Bayshore Redskins. And then Johnny Short, Rafi Rubino, Preston Hicks, Billy Moon. Billy Moon joining in 03, the last member to join. It's been a good 13 years since we've had a new member join that club. That door's been closed for a while. A couple people knocked on it, but yeah. nobody, nobody opened it. Yeah, I knocked on the door. I don't want to toot the horn too much. We had uh, Jay Newhoff knocked on the door a couple times. Craig Hayes has been knocking on the door. You know, we talked about the three, you know, the n new climbers now that are out there. Josh Kaysen, we got Ducky Fowler, Billy Hothin, um, Kyle Lewis. You know, there are climbers out there that are, that are flirting with it, but no one has actually made it over that number since 2003. I was the last member to join. We are more than dry enough to run B-Ladder. They're trying to get the, looks almost like the hose section of the street dry, but uh, I would think that would dry on its own if we I'm with you, we'll start Robert. start running that B-Ladder contest. I'm with you, Robert. I think they should get going we here. We got B and C-Ladder. Yep. Plenty of time for the rest of the track to dry. I think these guys just like using torches. They think it's kind of cool. But uh, I think we're good to go. Just need the chief judge to say, start them up. Here we go. Ready, guys? This date in racing history, we're talking about July 30th, 1988. You want to play a little game? I thought we just uh, did that one. Let's play another game. Okay. We did say 88 already. But how, many, how many of the big eight state records can you name from that day? 198? Come on. Come on. Uh, guy. Be ladder. Go ahead. 497 went to 497. I'm, I'm going to do three men. 613. Faster. 66. Six, hold on, then. Give me a freaking second. It's faster than 613. Seahawks, 1243. 610. 1242. 1242 is correct. He 1242, knows that you Patchog. That's a good one. Hold sir. on, let me get the rest of it. I would have never guessed that. North Lindy. That is correct, sir. Uh, let me keep going here. Give me a second. I'm no, uh, what is it? Efficiency, no 864. 901, uh, Patchog 40 Thieves. That is correct. I'm knocking these out of the park, ladies and gentlemen. So you I'm got not done yet. Efficiency. I, I, me, me, I, me, I. Efficiency, 848 East Meadow. Slower. Uh, 858. I know, I know who you are. No, I'm I know. Yeah, I'm, 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 you, I, I wanted I'm to do it myself. I wanted to do it myself. The Yellow Hornets. Go ahead. Pump is going to be six, I, I find this one 605. That's a great guess. No, faster. In the five. 572, St. James. Not that fast yet. No. 589, Patcho. 93. I don't know by who. Did it get resets? No. That was, I'll tell you what. The uh, Hobos are on a 597 on this date. Buckets. 2023. No, you guys Lindenhurst? beat it by then. Was that Lindenhurst? No. You beat it by then. Yellow Hornets, 1984. They were in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, the Hempstead Invite of 86. All right, I won that competition. What else? Yeah, it was won? pretty good. What, oh, three-man ladder was a 604 by the Yellow Hornets. Yellow Hornets, three of the records wow. that day. All grand events. Yep. Toot, toot. I was 10. Anyway. <laughs> Who wins the drill that day? You 88. Know, it is, uh, I believe, the... 88. Uh, it's it's not in there. It's card. not in there. Oh, it's... Probably it's on the back of this scorecard. I mean, doesn't yeah. it say Patchog like every year in the 80s? Patchog yeah. Vanguard, Patchog. 40 Thieves. Patchog. Right, right. Patchog. Patchog. Yes. Patchog wins that day. Yeah, on their way to, uh, I guess that would be their sixth state championship. Yep, 88. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
guess they want to get the track completely dry, curb to curb. The rope post there. Well, Any place the sun could hit outside of that tree line is dry on its own. All the way back to the sea lattice start, sea host start. Couldn't have trouble back at the campsite, I imagine, with all that shade. You know, I could see if we were running sea ladder guys having to go that wide, but for B ladder, I think we're ready to go. I mean, come on. Whose truck is is really veering left or right here? If you veer that far in B ladder, there's got gonna bigger be, issues. There's gonna be people bailing a lot yeah. of different yep. directions. You got bigger issues than finding the safety zone. That was pretty impressive, Paul. Yeah, that was pretty good knowing those. I was there. Records. That was good. Lived it. No, but you know, there's iconic numbers in the sport, the numbers that you just remember. Cause 1242 they, they, was yeah. always one. 750, 1242 were always the numbers. See, being I would have never guessed 1242. And then East Meadow was 848 for all those years until they reset the record. 48 or 46? I, Could I be 46. Could be 46. I thought it was 58. And, and that 613, that, that 613 was, by West forever. Watch out, watch out, Fred. Uh, Paul's going to pull no. the blue magic marker and start putting stripes in his head again. Didn't Amityville run that number two? Willie Vollmer? I wonder if they – I thought they did a 613. But, yeah, I know Wes Sable held that record. Yeah, that might be before 88. They might have retired shot. that Yeah, one. that could have been a retired record, exactly. I mean, the numbers there that stand out to me, you, you know, the 750 doesn't really – That the doesn't stand out so much for me. Ladder, that yeah. 901 in C-Ladder stuck there for a long time. 2023, Leonard Hurst of Buckets was there right. for a while. Yes, definitely. That three-man ladder number is the one that's the iconic one to me. I mean, because it's 1988, and then it, then it goes to 1998. That's a 10-year record right there. Yep. So. And that's that's nothing changing as far as equipment or anything right. like that. That's just physical. Right. right. That's just all physical. Three-man ladder. Let's all get physical. physical. Better sneakers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. Take it easy there, Olivia. Lighter sneakers. Well, the, the biggest uh, innovation to the the contest actually were the uh, the timing lights. You know, so a lot I of guys. I think that's actually why they retired the record. Yeah, it could be. A lot of guys in the 70s that could have probably ran some great numbers, or even the 60s. Uh, didn't they Didn't they all have to leave at the same time? Wasn't There, there wasn't even a call-up. I feel like they just had the kind of patch of fans. Oh, there was a flag. A flag, there right. Was a flag. They had that, to run had on to look the flag. Yeah, they had to look at the flag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking tenths. Yeah. Seconds right there, you know? So, you know, once they in innovated that, and that's part of the reason why the three-man ladder record went down so much from like a 6-4 to a 6-1 just in one year. Probably little known, but Wes Sable runs a 6-11 in 1974. Yeah, that's... Okay. Uh, as a hand time. Oh. It's a hand time shot. Right. Warren so, in his prime. Which is probably right? going on the flag as well. So, uh, electric time. Yeah. What's that number? Uh, yeah, you might be flirting with this that five. <laughs> I, I, we got to research this a little bit, but according, I'm looking in the record book right now. According to this, it was run on April 16th. What the hell were they doing on April 16th? Are you kidding me? <laughs> April 16th. That's not a typo. 74. Is that one of those? Like maybe it was out back at practice. They did it. Like they just said they mailed it in. It's like yeah. Greenport or something. That, that Could shit, be. Is that shits on? <laughs> maybe <laughs> the original. <laughs> Shats on. Oh, Shats. For, for a Schaefer. For a PG-13. No, no, no. You can say shit. I got it from you. <laughs> hey, we're ready to go here. Come on. Got a dry course. Everything looking go. good. Your, your radio team is ready. <laughs> it's good to, to get a chance to just uh, reminisce a little bit, though, about some good times. I think we invented a new game here. Na name the state records the day of, right? <laughs> Sounds good. There's not too many where you're going to have that kind of day. <laughs> Who broke that 1242? I think that was Wes Sable, right? 1237 no. and Hatcho. 1235. Oh, then they retired in 89, yeah. correct, and then my sample did it at Hempstead. Yeah. Well, yeah. You are correct. actually, St. James ran at 12.33 right, so in Hicksville, 
and was not tested. In 1972, uh, Amityville runs a 613. 13, that's the number I thought. On the yeah. July 4th drill, I guess, at Hempstead. Yep. And, yeah, all those records are retired in 73 based on the time and equipment change. Gotcha. That's and that, that, that was the old Oyster Bay. I'll give you another one. Willie Volmer. Iconic. Right all team captains report to the hijack this time for meeting with the chief judge. All team captains to the hijack at this time for meeting with the chief judge. Another... Another iconic time is that Rough Rider B Ladder 527 from 1958. Yeah. Now you're talking that lasted forever. Dog beater. That gets thrown out. And oh, then, it gets retired, I should and say. And then the old urban legend with that is, they, oh, they, the tires they, bounced well, over the Well, they jumped on the, yeah. on the running board, according right. to Harry, and they popped the tires. <laughs> <laughs> and ran a 520. What was the record before that? That's the question, right? It was big. It was like 550. Yeah, so and right. it was like no joke. I mean, when you like, take three tenths off of a B Ladder yeah. record. Some of the bigger jumps, yeah. you always kind of... You don't see that too often. I think Pump had a big jump at some well, what's point, the, didn't what's it? The, yeah, what's that, the, the record? Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your hat. Motor Pump, how about this one? I know, in 1973, what's the record? 660? Yep, by... Great Neck? Yes, it is. And that stands from 62. Uh-huh. So what were people doing in Pump I don't know. Those years? But that was... The, the Flukes broke it, right? Six, they they ran a 6-1. Yep. It goes from 660 to 6-1. Yep. And that was the old ladies and gentlemen half holding second. your hats, right? I'm sure you heard that story that's growing huge. up. That's huge. That's a half a second. Right. Do I have that correct? Though? Yes. I, yeah. That's I don't know word for word, but I think so. Yes. And he said he took a huge chunk off the record. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Adam's texting me. Amityville set the three-man ladder record 613 in Hempstead in 72. The record was reset for 73, and then West Sable matched that number in 76. Right. And so then, and then that stayed the record. That so that so it was 6:13. But then you said 6:11 was the hand time record. Yeah, hand so. time. Lenny yeah. St. James did have that pump record, 5:72. That's got to be 89. It is 89. 90, right? They yeah. said it in 89. Right. And then you guys, you guys ran that number in the state drill like three times. I we think. actually, um, we ran that run officially three times. Right. One was the 89 Watertown non-state. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't so sanctioned. It wasn't really a state right, drill. Right, right. Uh, I think we did it in Ridge once and. Maybe out at uh, Hagerman one year. Crazy uh, part is every time they ran it, the hose got shorter. <laughs> Still ran a 72. 96 and a half. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the way down to 89 and three quarters. 572, though. But no, then you guys talk about motor pump. I mean, watching West Islip and what they did years ago at uh, Lindenhurst with yeah, that no. motor pump shot just... <laughs> blew everybody away. Yeah. I mean, even them. They, Including they, them. They didn't know that was coming. <laughs> Including themselves. That's right. It's, it's one of my favorite uh, favorite runs to watch was that one. And 547, right? Oh, my god. Still the state record? Yeah. I mean, That's crazy. if you're going to do it, Lindenhurst has got that burst we all know about. You get that first punch of water and um, West Islip getting it done. CI tying it a couple years ago. So that record is co-held now. It's funny, though. You think about shots where, like, you know, I, I guess you could say, and I'm sure West Tyson would admit it was an unexpected run from them. Would you agree? Uh, they had a pretty good team, but yeah. I don't think they thought they five would run 5-4. Four four. I mean, that's a, that, that number hasn't been – it might not ever go down. It's You know what I mean? That's heavy. You can only do it at certain spots. And, but we haven't even been close. I mean, this year yeah. has not been a motor pump year. No. Um, have we had any fives this year? I don't even know. I think, I think earlier we, in the year, didn't we? Did we? I'm Lindenhurst. not even sure. Listen, I have a whole topic about that, but I'm going to leave that for you guys for later, about five fives and motor pump on the same day. Little What's that? For that. I don't hand, hand, hand time know. record in B ladder. Uh, that is a great question. I don't know. Not today, but back. I guess it's, no. I guess it is still today. I, I, I guess West Sayville with Warren, but I don't really know. Yeah, it's uh, no, Albertson. 
Alberton. 5.30. Low post. Yep, and North Belmore both ran a 5.30. What year was that, Paul? Wow. 56 for Alberton, wow. 57 for North Belmore. So that tells me so that. 5.3 in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. That tells me that the electronic equipment's been working well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, what's going on in buckets? Why have they been using hand time in buckets lately? These are all brand new bucket barrels right. made this year, and some of the things inside the sensors, I guess, weren't. And they had a, they instead of just using them and then having maybe not work, they just fixed them all at one time. Okay, what's and the deal now? They're going. I think they're electric. ready to Actually, go. Actually, they thought using a flag was cooler. Yeah. Right. Until you run a 1970. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how anybody could have done that when they were using the flag. Yeah, I was going to say, when we used the flag, uh, it's pretty nobody shady. was sniffing too much. It's pretty shady. In terms of big numbers. The meeting at the Hydrant is just uh, dispersed. Hopefully we'll what, get some information I about the tournament. I wouldn't want to be the guy in the flag. No, I know. That's well, what do you got to do? You got to look at all three senses. Dude, what's, the, what's the actual... Awful spot. What's the, what are the logistics okay. of when you're supposed when to... When you end it? Yeah. But when the water comes in a consistent flow... Outside the pipe, there's a oh pipe on the side. Goodness. So, but it's so funny because it, when with the county drill, we're doing the it, and the teams are now lined up for the resumption of the B-Ladder contest. You see, resumption. you yeah. see water spurt out, Beginning. but you can't throw the flag. You're like, and then the guys like, oh, we moved, and they're like, right, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Let's get it right for the state, right? But by the fourth team, or, or after actually after the old-fashioned teams ran, I mean it was pretty consistent after that. It worked fine. So the first four teams got to go on a breakdown somehow. Yeah, yeah right. it worked fine in. The last drill we yeah. had, and I think it, it worked in the old-fashioned last week, so I think we should be okay. Uh, we might get back to racing here, boys. What do we got? Who's in the lead here? I mean, we've only run three man ladder. I'm like exhausted. one race. <laughs> Feels like forever ago, right? Yeah, they have the Doesn't whole it? track dry here, folks. I mean, curb to curb, full length. Um, like trying to think they may have stretched this out more than they had to, but... Um, Give you a little sea ladder results from the sea breeze drill. First place, Henrietta, they're 3 for 3, 982. Second place uh, goes to Main Transit, they're hanging mm -hmm. in, 1054, and then 1060 for Point Pleasant. So Henrietta, 15 out of 15, looks like, at the beginning of that day. Flexing their muscles a little bit in the latter yes. contest are the old Henrys. I'm looking forward to seeing them at the State Drill, man. I, I mean... That, that tweener team, that, that monkey wrench team. Listen, it's not just them. I think Point yeah, Pleasant, Pleasant well. too. And I'm going to give you one is just you're just not seeing, but these nice of cousins. They come uh, out here to run uh -huh. B and COs today. It's why it's you want to talk open. about throwing a monkey uh, wrench in there. The theme so of the day is question marks. Who's got it? Who's taking that lead? Teams are dealing with injuries. New guys in new spots. Those two contests yeah. are being in the top five. So, <laughs> Paul, have, have you gone out and watched them practice a little bit? Uh, been, you know what's I coming here? I haven't actually been there, but I've been speaking. I actually spoke to Chuck while he texted me this morning. Yeah, they're uh, they're serious. For those and two races. Whether, right, whether they can win a drill, you know, obviously you're not going to win a drill based on two races. I would imagine. However, you become that monkey wrench and you affect the whole drill, uh, state drill included. They have it in their uh, mind that something. they're going to score 10 points in those two races today. And we've seen them over the years, you know, the last decade, decade and a half, they've been, if not the most consistent, um, one of the top three or four most consistent in those races. Look, 10 for 10 at the 2014 CI invite, 10 for 10 and 12. They've won B-Hose in 2011. They won B-Hose in 2013. Are they so, hoping to run more? Yeah, I, I believe so. Just, uh, I, I guess, C-Hose on type of thing? Just no ladders? Or? No, no. I, I mean, they just don't have the manpower right now. I mean, they're really running a skeleton crew. Uh, they got guys coming back? I don't know how many more. Refresh my memory on the uh, climber's name. Pat Dunn? Patrick. He is. No? I don't know if he's coming back. Oh, I, so didn't, I didn't know that. That's a huge personal monkey wrench for them. Okay. Sure. So, 
But that being said, if they can come out and make noise and be in COs, they're going to affect the turnout of the drill. I yeah. mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, depending on how many points they can take, that's, that's another team that's not going to get that point or two. So. And that, that's um, why... That's why the state tournament's so great. And, you know, there's been always fun conversations on the side about having to qualify for the state drill. Uh, no. And, and it's because of those monkey wrench teams. I guess maybe they qualify anyway. But, they would qualify. But you don't know. You know, you know. you don't know. If you're not out all season, then you finally come around. Like East Iceland. You know, I'm sure every team can think back, especially the competitive teams, think back to a year where some team came in there in, in a certain race. I, As a Wildcat, I think back to, I think it was 79, uh, Manhasset Lakeville didn't seem to to my memory didn't run um all that many races that year or, or that many tournaments took first place in b hose cost the wildcats a point they lost by a half oh. and it's like you know where'd they come from you know right. who even let them on the track right. you know and uh, again i was just a kid then watching but it was like a- any team can do it and uh you know we talk about these upstate teams as well and p pickers having a really good year henrietta coming on strong now at the right time of the year so um, all of them are going mean, to be a force to be reckoned even with. Even like a main transit. Okay, here we go. Go. Run the beat all the Beating the state records 4.82. <laughs> and it's held by West Sable. All right. You heard a beat truck. Where is progress? Line, number one in your program. Your host for today's tournament. The Hoverhose from Central Iceland. Tell us about it, Rob. Is it really happening? I think we're good there, Len. So we'll get our host for today. Don't oh, forget CI winning this drill. Five points. Oh, up at 6.30, correct? They're yeah, winning for three on. hours now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holding that lead for a long time. Yeah. All right, David Miller, after a couple of drill absence, uh, first-year climber, done a really good job so far. Yeah, I'm curious, to, I'm curious to see how he comes back after being absent like that. Somebody asked him before, was he practicing? Was he practicing the whole time? Uh, Somebody had asked him. Juan, you might have asked him. So. Who? All right. Had David Miller oh, been yeah. practicing I, the whole time? Did you get a real I didn't answer? Get a real, no, I didn't get a real clear answer. All right, here goes Danny Jackson. He rolled off the line. He now hit the 50. Just outside the 6. David Miller's on. The ladder's laid in. Does a real nice job. Smooth B ladder shot there. I, I thought he lost a lot in the momentum. Yep. A lot in the momentum. Didn't catch that whip. There wasn't any, I didn't think. Lazy grab. Yep. Looked good getting in. Lazy grab, but... Thought his mount was good, but the ball was there. Right. 5.46 by 46. 5.46, and he worked all the way, folks. He, yeah. You don't want to work in B-ladder, Lenny. <laughs> you want to get thrown up the ladder with that whip, and I, maybe he didn't catch it, but you could tell by his grab it was not his norm, normal strong grab, at least that I see in three-man. Uh, you know, lazy, kind of floated towards that top rung, but he got in. And I think that well. goes back to what Lenny's saying. He had yeah. to work the whole way right. to get there. Right. It wasn't like he was thrown into the arch where you're thrown past yeah. the top and you yeah. grab it. And it kind of came up. It slowed down, and then it went again. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't smooth. Might so not, it might not even be his fault. I mean, who knows what it is. But now let's, take, had to throw it let's to, look at from the other point of view. Yeah. 5.46 after how many weeks off? Yeah, right, exactly. All right, so. Exactly. Twan, so, again, we're, we're talking um, got potential. racing terms right uh-huh. here. Go ahead. You know, the whip and working yeah. and stuff. What, what does that mean? When you get the whip, what does that give you? Uh, the first two or three steps, you're up? I think it gives you the whole way It's up. almost effortless, uh, the last couple? Yeah, it's, it's one, two, and you don't even think. You're just gone. It's almost like you're floating up It's a the flow. Right? It's, you're you know, being thrown up the ladder yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. Almost like turbo boost. You know what I mean? So, turbo boost. Yeah, a little shout-out to Knight Rider. So, <laughs> yo, so that 5-4, listen, a 5-4 has not won this no. contest. I mean, like I said, the slowest time since 1990 is that 5-23 from last season. <laughs> 
So uh, I'd like to say that that five four is not going to win this contest. No, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be shocked. The money. I wouldn't be shocked if it doesn't score. Yeah, it'll, it, I can see it scoring too. But the way B-Lad has been run, I thought B-Lad is making a pretty good comeback compared to the last few years overall. Yeah. And maybe Kopech's one of those teams. All right, Yellowbirds have been given a track. Kopech, the winner of this contest, with a 5-10, 2011, as you said earlier, Billy Holden. One of five different teams to win this contest over the past five seasons. So no back-to-back -back winner in this contest since West Sable in 09 and 10. Good-looking crowd. I mean, these stands are pretty much packed. All right, here we go. Kopech, get through the light. They're in the break. Pulls out of the yellow right on a perfect ladder line. Climb is in. Ladder's getting up a little Did a hell of a job. That ladder really Look. twisted, but the climber followed it all the way to the top of the arch. Squared his shoulders, and he did his job. Time for 5.94. 5.94. I thought the drop lacked a little bit. I thought they kind of stopped it maybe too much. Once again, didn't have the mo, and maybe that threw the guys on the back of the truck a little bit off because they definitely didn't go in together. Yeah, I had them 2.97 in the ground, and I was right on with the overall on the 5.94, so I'm imagining my number was right there, but, yeah, not the, the dick time that I'm looking for. Both the dick times we've seen number-wise, I'd say, would be on a slower end from what some other teams are accustomed to. You know, you take two tenths off that dig time, you could potentially take up to four tenths off the overall time. Twan, when you guys you were know. doing your thing uh, back in the day with the Hornets and all, what were you looking for as a dig time in B-Lab? I like two sixes. That was probably our number. Uh, you know, it always seemed like, well, how did it always go up faster in practice? Well, our number was faster in practice than in a tournament, even though it was the same shot. It was always weird with your thumbs. Yeah, but yeah. Two sixes was always a good range. Because you do a two six with a two four climb, and there's your five oh. Okay. You know? So you're saying two six. I can remember. The flukes, and again, it was when I was a kid sitting in the stands. Seemed like they were two four, two three yeah, you at know, times. It, it, right? They used to brag about that two four all the time. I mean, yeah, I mean, you didn't want to see the guy the next crazy. day trying to walk around. Yeah, yeah but if you're going two four overtime, yeah, how good crazy is your two four days? Right, you know where's I mean? the consistency? Right here, yeah. But I remember two thirty something. Crazy. I mean, uh, and that, that's how you run your four eights, like West Saber. You do your two three with a two, two five. I don't line. know how many fours two, the four, four, two four. I think they were pretty consistent with Sable, two fifty five to two sixty five. They, they dug pretty warm when yep. they were in there. Absolutely. And Michael, they had that B truck dialed in. Right, with a yes. with, with a they two 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 fifty and it and it wouldn't hurt them. It wouldn't hurt them. All right, Selden Slowpoke, they're in the break. A little deep. They're gonna be underneath Ooh, the arch. That truck, truck did not stop. Looked nope. to me like the truck slid. No time for Selden, outside of the And this is exactly what you were talking about, Rob. The weather conditions, the moisture on the track, how many teams are going to slide through. You just well, saw it happen. You don't slope. see Selden oh. run B-Ladder too often, you see. I mean, I don't think they ran it in their own drill. You know, it's... Ladders have not been the thing they've been concentrating on, so I don't know if that truck, as you say, Rob, well, is dialed number in. seven on your programs, the Rickonings from North Baltimore! We right. say it a lot. You can run a truck and be hose, and this is what your point was earlier. You can run a truck and be hose that's not dialed in because a guy can break at different spots, get off at better speed, however you want to run it. But when you're running B-Ladder, you better have it set up right. You're all holding the same You can dig 260 under control. You can do 260 with your hair on fire. <laughs> Big difference. Depending on the truck. Got that right. So, but when you can get that lower number and have some control with it, you have that B-truck dialed in, that's when you see the teams run the heaviest numbers and consistent. Yeah, we were always jealous of watching West Saber. We'd look at the watch 250, and they're getting up and they're walking back to the truck. We were two, we were 260, and like a bunch of cripples. Yeah. Everybody gets <laughs> up hurting. Everybody gets up hurting. Yeah. It's, uh, Bring out your dead. <laughs> we got North Belmont on the line. Air and the tires, the yeah, brakes, right. so many components go Absolutely. into it. 
But when you got it dialed in, you never want to change anything. Once you got it right, you don't want to change those nope. brake pads. You don't want to change those tires. <laughs> you know, God, it's never going to be the same again. Yeah, right before the state, you got it, though. That truck looks like it's facing a little bit towards uh, the I'm north, thinking no? the same thing, guys. I was going to ask Twan. He's a little closer to the middle here. Yeah, I see it, too. But I'd like straighten to it right out. I'd like to see a 5-5 five five at these guys. Just outside the perfect ladder line, oh. Clem is in, missed on his third step. Quick recovery. But I'll tell you what. Him a real good drop. The old windmill. You know, JoJo would always say your second step is just as important as your Time for North Belmore. 6.79. 679. A lot of disappointment. Right, number eight, your programs. The bandits from Farmingdale. So we can see from the top of the arch, we thought North Belmore was maybe shading a little bit north. Uh, here at the uh, start line, but straighten it right out. They were still in a granite 283, um, but not the end result they were looking for. Yeah, no, I, Joey Corcoran looked a lot, very frustrated there. I'm telling you, I, they had some mo. And I thought the drop was really yeah, good. So did I. I'm You're surprised right. 283. I thought it would be a little quicker. Yeah, than me that, too. But, you know, but that's where everybody runs it today. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, he windmilled his second step is what it looked like. And, you know, you get on, with, you, you mount and you get on, but that second step, you know, because that ladder at that second step is pretty much at a 90-degree angle. You have to make sure you get that step, and then it's smooth sailing from there. Very underrated step. Not a lot of, uh, you know, doesn't get a lot of mentioning, but JoJo would always say that. Make sure you get your second step. And that's what went wrong in the North Bibb so Belmore shot. Farmingville there. Bandits on the line now. This is a driver that'll give it to you. Held that break a little bit. Ladder's coming off to the right. It's going to hit the yellow. They're going to get a no time. Yeah, no time for Farmingville outside the safety zone, rule 1302. Right, like that truck overloaded. He held it so long, he couldn't get out of its own way right there. He got in a break, and it almost has a transition to come out. It was almost All like right, a pause. All right, programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Okay, Port Washington looking at a 546. That's the number to beat right now. Do we have Kyle climbing? Uh, I was just thinking yes. the same thing. Kyle's climbing. Kyle Lewis climbing for... For Washington. Yeah. So the 5-4, that's definitely in their wheelhouse, folks. Uh, yeah. And then some. They're looking at a uh, great opportunity here. You know, Kyle obviously not racing last year. Comes back this year. I believe they've already put it in the 5-4s, maybe a 5-3. I don't really remember. A Hunter Drill, Nassau County Drill. But this team, you know, with the four guys on the back of this truck, they've run a 5-0 before. North Belmore invite a couple yep. years ago. He's flirted with the four club. Yep. They're looking to uh, improve upon that 5-4, 5-3. See if they get into 5-2s today. I think they'll be happy with that. A couple issues with the truck lately. Oh, I didn't know Getting that. Getting it out of its own way, the new okay. brakes, a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, we'll see they hopefully they are gonna. They got it all straightened out. We'll know in about 4.5 seconds. Well, <laughs> you Roadrunner fans, they are uh, in their white pants and old school white jerseys with the blue sleeves. All right, Danny Salerno. Got him on the line. Two revs, ready to take him away. Comes off the line, through the leg, and the break just inside the 50. Laddie went in hard, Kyle missed on his mounting step. Quick recovery. That ladder actually I thought went down really well. Yep. The ladder whipped up, yep. and he just looked like he missed getting in. Time for Port Washington, 6.71. 671. Thought he let him go real well. Yep. I thought it set up to be a good spot for him to get on the ladder. And he just it looked like he really right just missed that wrong. The Iron Man from Riverhead. He just airmailed it. I don't know if he was expecting through. it to be a little sooner down or a little later. I don't know. But I thought, that, like you said, Rob, I thought they did a good job right there. Ladder moved a little bit right. When your climber's on the left side, sometimes that ladder kind of veers away from you. And now you're not only getting in straight, but you're kind of getting in sideways a little bit. I don't know if that's what happened, possibly, but... 
good. Like you what, said, uh, good catch, Twan. What was yeah. the number in the ground? Land, do you have a number? 310. Interesting, because it looks slow. It looked quicker than that. You, you want the right line here, Lenny? I think so. <laughs> I, I can't see the light, but yes. Uh, <laughs> Big Bill from St. James sitting there with his uh, straw hat. <laughs> I know he's listening to us. Big Bill's a good 10 feet off the line, you know, right? Wow, yes. close to the line. I'm not going by that. At least he's behind know, the line so he can see the line. Hey, uh, a little getting, nod. Getting the nod, there you go. Give us a little nod. Riverhead Ironman, been given the track. I thought that was Richie for a second. Yeah, they're like twins. He's going to rip you out of that seat in about two seconds. And he wants the hat. Schwarzenegger and DeVito. <laughs> and then kind of just paused, waited for Ladd at the arch, and then finished the shot. 292 in the ground. Time for Riverhead, 7.147. On the line to be number 12 on your programs, the Flying Dutchman from West Table. What do you think the effect of the humidity? I mean, it's thick out here I was right just now. thinking that, too. You know, it's thick. funny you mentioned that, because I... Since Selden's shot, you know, it seems that the teams have been putting it in the spot where they want to be, yeah. you know, for the most part. But the number doesn't come out right. I know. So, I mean, the I truck's know. laboring in uh, there? Maybe. Or, uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't take much to cause it to go from 2.7 to 2.9. Well, if Lenny gets a 2.90 right now, I'm going to say his thumb's broken. Uh, uh, right, Lenny? <laughs> Do you want to push the buttons? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all no. you, man. I, I'm the color guy. You know, you, you don't walk to the front. <laughs> stand in the back like you've been doing it. I've been standing right here. Check with Mr. Mara after this one. How's that? It's like me calling a hose contest, Lenny. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. West Sable has the track. Billy Holton off of a sweep at Riverhead. And the opportunity to be the winner of the CIA invite B ladder for two different teams. Ooh, right, that's Miller. a good question. Here we go. And they had to really lunge to get in there, didn't you think? They did lunge. Actually, probably lunge further than they need to. Yeah, you're probably right. Four. Time for Wasable. 6.29. 6.29. You heard some extra noise in the background. Right, now is Billy slapping it around. The Blue Jays from Sable. 2.84. They had a lunge to get in. But like you said, Rob, they probably <laughs> did an extra little bit of lunge they probably didn't need. So when you, you know, I mean, you had 2.84. If they go straight down, you'll load two sevens right there. Staircase. Is that how you guys normally run a rob? Did you see anything different no, than what you, you usually do? New digger this week. Okay. You know, it's uh, rebuilding a little bit. Uh -huh. you, know, it's, you can't just dig 260 right. with somebody on the back of the truck for the I first thought, time. I thought the truck gripped and grabbed. and. I thought the I truck stopped <laughs> really well. And I mean, Bill, Billy was on it, on and gone, you know, about second or third step up, maybe I third quarter. I think he just flat. I think he just missed, but I mean. Could be. They, uh, the truck stopped well. He was probably about 52 feet, mm. 53, just outside that line, and you know, did no, what it said. The truck did stop well here. We'll see what the other trucks do the rest of the Yeah, contest. I want to talk about that after this run and the truck stop, and none of us are drivers, but uh, okay. Sable Blue Jays. that around a little bit. Blue Jays still looking at that 546, 594, top two times. All right, Don Corkery, behind the wheel. Let's see where he puts his Sable Blue Jays as they come through the light. Did a break right into 50. Pulls out hard just inside. They got a staircase. The ladder kind of walks one way, brings yeah. it back. 
little bit of a wild ride for the climber. Yeah, he was short on the break right there. Bing, bang, in and out. 283 in the ground, but he did push his way through the climb. Yeah, I thought they had a lunge to make it, too. These trucks are stopping. Time for Sable, 6.70, 6.70. I think that answers the question from earlier. Well, really so, Rob, in your opinion, what does it mean, uh, the dampness and all? Do, do the trucks stop better? they stop worse? Are they sliding? I, don't know if the, I, I was concerned that the trucks might not stop as well, looking at these last couple teams. To me, it looks like the B trucks are stopping like they normally do. I'd seen in the past when I was we were with Hempstead, I never drove, but even here, usually drivers tend to bring their marks in a couple of feet because the track does stop so well. So adjustments are made here compared to what you see on other tracks. Yeah, but, but B ladder. I think the C trucks yeah. are completely opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. All right, so that's something we'll uh, continue to monitor here in the yes. humidity and CI. Well, there's no Lindy, so. Our most consistent yeah. B ladder team on the season. Most Dudley, consistent B truck team. Dudley Moran here. He's outside the 50. All right, the diggers had to take an extra step. Yeah, it's and the same thing, man. These trucks are just stopping. Yep. No time for North Lincoln Air South Side of the safety zone rule 13 276 in the ground. These for trucks North are Lindy. just stopping on a dime. They had to jump to get into that patch, and everybody then is out of sync, and there's the result. But and their ladder split the safety rail here at the top of the arch, folks. Half of the ladder was in, half was out. But Talk about having a a, no having your radio on back at camp if you're running number 40. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do provide a service. Huh? The Islanders so, from Roslyn Heights. I said, you mean we do provide a service at yeah. some point? <laughs> a lot of teams veering we right with the ladder. That. They might tell us we're not allowed to do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. A little advantage, right? <laughs> do we still have to whisper during buckets, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. That's we have to whisper during buckets. Okay. Unless you're on the track. Gotcha. What's making all these ladders go to the right? Uh, they're all lunging. Just somebody's yeah. not. Yeah. They're just out of sync. I think that's right. just a luck factor that they all happen they to go all one way. Right, yeah. See what Roslyn does. What was, the, what was North Lindy in the ground? I think they said 276. Yeah, that, that's 276. And that's, that's with a huge and jump that's his to get fastest there. number all day. That, you know, that shot was smoking. Now, when you've got a lunge as diggers, it's really tough to stay. You you, you yeah. want to go in, you and your fellow digger at the same yeah. time, same spot, nice and square, ladder straight. And that's tough to do when you're reaching to try and make yeah. that yellow line. Tough, yeah. tough for the climber, too. You might have to do that. Like, it flattens out back there because you're pushing that ladder yeah. forward. And you might have to take a half step to get in that ladder. Right. No Rosalind. extra half step. Flying the American flag on the ladder rack. Here they go through the light. Looks like they were late on the break, but the truck, I don't think, had too much speed on the perfect ladder line. Climber in and up. It's going to be a low six. When, when, when you don't come off and go straight down, it's going to help you today. They yeah. ran their regular shot. They ran it into the pit. 3.11 in the Five, ground. Right, it'll be a low six. Six point one one six eleven. Second place shot. Third place shot at this point. The first two teams, CI, Copeg, both in the fives. On the number 19 on your program, the Hicks from Hicksville. That was not an easy ladder to climb. Uh, you know, very steep, but the climber making a great effort to get to the top, and uh, you know, I'm sure they're happy with that. I see them kind of high-fiving each other down there. You know, so that that's a good building shot for the Roslyn Highlanders with a 611. You know, now it's just let's get a little more consistent, bring it back a little bit. Looked like the truck slid, and uh, that's what made the ladder so steep. Well, I think they would, no matter how that truck stopped, they were going to yeah. take three or four steps with that ladder before they dug it. Which, in this scenario of going on right now, that's probably pretty helpful. If they're yep. used to it, then they're all in sync. Yeah. Not the way you're going to get a 5-2. No, but but you finished the contest. 
Good job of them getting to the top. Hicksville Hicks take the line. This still got to look like an open window to them. And you know, with a point and a half already up on the board, they got to say to themselves, come on, let's just finish this shot. Exactly. And as I said during the three-man ladder, it looks like they have their full team here. All right, here go to X. He was bicycling with not with any ladder on them. Use 278 in the ground. That'll be a low five. It's close to Central Iceland. It's in the neighborhood. Let's see what... Five for Sixville. Sounds excited. 5.33. You saw Dougie give the... Did you see what he just <laughs> did to us? He was just flapping his hands because that's what he was exactly, doing in the right. Exactly number 22 on your programs. The Minutemen from Manhattan, Whiteville. So just what we spoke about, they saw an open window. Yeah. But a 5.33 with a huge amount of room for improvement. And the reason that happens is because simply the ladder got away from him. Now, is that a thrower issue? Was there too much mow? Who knows? But great job getting to the top by Dougie Chiz. In their situation, getting off the truck, they actually went right down, and the truck was in the right spot for them. But, hey, look, that's great for racing right there that they have their full team. I hope they keep that team for the next three weeks because they are a team that can play that contest and the next contest with their new C-truck. So, Hicksville Hicks back and fully staffed on the board right now. First place in B-Ladder. All right, that 523 from previous years is sticking out. Yeah. Is someone going to go get it? Manhasset running a new climber today. All right, might be tough for them, but let's see what they got. Come the minute, Outside the 50. They just make it inside the patch. Climber missed getting in. They just inside the yellow. Climber uh, finishes that shot there. I mean, you're a good, look at that, two inches away from that yellow line. Yeah, they were a group that did go straight down. 284 in the ground for the Minuteman. That climber didn't look like he wanted any part of that third rung. You know, first we, got off. we miss Lindenhurst. Lindenhurst not running. The pass is from Cacho. Lindenhurst not running. They haven't run yet. I don't know that we missed them. They haven't run yet. I don't know. You know, Lenny, you talk about the climber maybe not wanting to get in. You know, you start to pick things up in your peripheral vision as you run this contest, and maybe he didn't see that yellow line, you know, uh, at his normal spot. And sometimes you think, oh, am I too short? So you kind of not, you don't get on it because you don't want to get caught by the safety rope. As know? a climber, are you, you know? are you concerned with the lines, Twan, or are you just focused I, on that third rope? You know, I'm not overly concerned with it, but it, it, it always crosses my peripheral vision, you know, and it, you have to know your, uh, your placement on the track. And so if you don't see that there, you know, then it becomes a safety issue. You don't want to... Climb that ladder if it's going after that safety rope. No, it's one of those things you, you don't want to see it yeah. necessarily. It's more of the throw is job there. It's kind there. of they stopped, I think. But Cutshaw right. Panthers. You just pick up on Cutshaw coming through that timing light. They're outside the 50. Holds that break. Just a couple feet inside the 6. Ladder went up real slow. Climber gets on. Just finishes the shot. 3.13 in the ground. Nah, 3.13 in the ground. A little slow clean. getting it in. Time for Cutshaw. 7.24. 724. On line number 24 on your programs, the Wolves from Iceland. All right, coming in Iceland, we're about halfway down the program, maybe a little bit more. 533 by Hicksville, first place. 546 from Central Islip. And the only other five is a 594 from the Copac Yellowbirds. Islip Wolves, at any moment, a great moment, Islip Wolves. Step to the line. 518 at the 2013 CI invite was first place, run by these Islip Wolves. I think they just said, hey, let's just dial in a 520, guys. Yeah. Let's still step it back. I don't know about that, but, uh, I mean, listen. I'm saying no. He's coming off a great climb at three-man ladder. Not Saving in terms of an overall, overall time, but what he did to save that shot and get points, points was yeah, so impressive. The guy's so talented. Fun to watch. Yep. 
The future Mikey of Weldon, right? real important here. He gives them the opportunity, put them in the patch, somewhere in the neighborhood where they like it, and let them try and beat that 533, which is more than within their wheelhouse. Here he goes, Mikey Weldon. Let's do the time and life. He's right at the 50. Leaves him hard. Land is coming off to, to the right Man, line. Man, nice living. job. That's going to be 733. He wow. did a nice job saving it. That truck went from left to right down the track. 281 in the ground. I'm talking maybe a 5 0 here. That's five. I'm thinking 5 1. All right, sir. That was heavy. 5.08. Oh, Paul in the house. I'll tell you what, man. That, I can't believe he got in on that. That ladder was smoking. The shot was smoking. That was an awesome shot. All right, shot. number 25 on your programs. The termites. I don't do it often, Paul, but I got to give you creds with the naked eye. 5-0, you called it. <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, dropped them perfect. I mean, yeah. they went straight down. There was no lunging involved right there. But if you when did you see it? You're over there, Twan. I yeah. thought when Mike left the line, the truck jumped left. Yeah. And as he drove down the track, Dude. he drove right, and they ended up on the right stanchion. If you're facing the yeah. track right here. But he saved it. He almost gave it the little shift. The old Michael Mara uh, shifted over he so did. it doesn't get the no that, time that, right that was, there. It was just it was an awesome job just climbing that ladder. At Getting any moment. That, that ladder had so much speed to it. At any moment. Great right, you high pump. Yeah. And bring the truck down. Leaves earlier than the yellow. The diggers had the lunge. Climbers in. He slowed down. I think he was afraid yep. of the bang when that ladder lunge. was going to hit the arch. Got to try and climb through that if you can. Looked like he collapsed, Rob, when the when the ladder did hit the arch, just collapsed he into the ladder. He saw it coming and he, he stopped. He did it. That's just a little bit of inexperience there. I will say, great job not losing your hands. He kept his hand on the ladder, which actually kept him going. Uh, it was more of a safety thing. It's more feel. You know, when you feel a ladder getting away from yourself, you can still climb it, but it's just going to be a little bit more practice needed by, by that climber there on the new high park. I thought tournament. he did a really nice yeah. job of getting in. He was in. His first couple steps looked good. If anything, like I said, they got to move that shot up a little bit. Yep. They were a little short. Diggers had the lunge just a touch. Well, yeah. that, that could be that's a problem with everybody right yeah, now. So you know? We've seen that kind of be a... I like that he took the Main visor off of contest. his helmet. You know, at the Hunter Drill, we were mentioning how he was wearing a visor over his helmet. Uh, Frankie Sonnenberg and I kind of spoke with him after and recommended that he take it off. It's good that he listened because it gives you more of a peripheral, you know, when you're looking for that yellow line. Track sense. Or your track sense, yep. exactly. So, yeah, I like the way he got in. Yeah, yeah, that, that climber could be pretty good, man. I, I'm going to look forward to New High Park over the next few weeks, see what they could do with that. Uh, Bayshore staring at an 08 Top three times. You think maybe Josh Kaysen heard our conversation before about the four club? Because <laughs> my man was on and gone. That was a pretty shot, man. 508, that'll be the first 5-0 run at the CI Invite since 2009. All right, that's going to put that 23 conversation to rest for us. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, uh, this is a team that can run some right. B-ladder right here. Let's see if Kyle Coy behind the wheel, takes it away. In a break, leaves them hard. They're just outside the six. Skippy's in, missed his first step, kind of bicycles. Regroups, going to be a low six. Let's get the ground there. 280 in the ground. Right, 281. So Kyle bringing him in. I thought, well... Time uh, for Six. Point zero five, six zero five. That truck just—it's—it's <laughs> it's like on ice skates. I know right, from experience. Number twenty-seven on your programs. That's tough to run when. This could be North America. That's a good-looking new truck. So I mean, when you—that truck, as you see it come under the arch, there's no truck that passes under the arch faster than the Bayshore Redskins. And that's, that's an issue because it just doesn't grab the road, and it probably hasn't done it for 10 years. The setup on it, it just, it, 
it's hard. Can you run that truck the same way in BOs? It goes back to your conversation, Rob. It's freaking great. It's You're flying through. You know, you run it. Drops are okay. So hard to run a hard B ladder shot with the truck setup. What do you mean the truck setup? Like the front tires being it's, more narrow? It's just, that's part of it? I'm, honestly, I'm no mechanic, but all I know is jumping off the back of that thing for the last God no many years I did, B ladder, killer. To try to run a good shot. Like Gets away from it, though. North Merrick with the truck. They're in the break. Those guys did a hell of a job. Climbers in and going. Nice hey, I'm going to give a clap for those guys. North Merrick coming out of the box right now. You want going for it. Holy right God. I'm telling you, look at the ladder dig. Those guys went straight down, and the guy mounted it and had a decent climb. Five, 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 six, one, zero, zero. That's a holding point five. right here. Six flat. Last time that truck ran a five, I think Big Bill was on it, right, Bill? Oh, he gives All us right, the wave. Number 28 on your program, the Buckeyes from Sterling. Yeah, you know, so kind North of interesting. Sorry, Lynn. You got North Merrick, and North Merrick was teamed with Merrick, and they're back-to-back. Yeah, -back. They yeah. split this year, yeah. I don't, and they're running back-to-back -back here today. I don't Maybe know they were hurrying up out of the way and running six. I don't know much about their history, but is a six flat their team record? I'm going to say no. I don't know. Did they run fives long ago? I don't uh, yes. really know. Okay. Yes, they did. I'm sure Merrick did. I don't know about North Merrick. Uh, I, I, they they did. They, that driver, uh, Paul Wilders, That's at one probably point was a uh, pretty good climber in gotcha. his own right. Okay. I don't know what the number is, but I'd be pretty surprised if it wasn't in the fives. Okay. He was running six fours and six fives and three-man ladder but that, back uh, in his talk day. Talk about just going for it, Paul, like you said. Like, <laughs> new team? What? But I, let's, I let's go. Just, just let her rip. They looked in but control. Their basics were really good. Yeah, right. The way they got off the truck to dig the ladder, yeah. in sync, ladder up, climber yeah. mounted, and yeah. it, it wasn't the fastest climb, but right. smooth. It looked very technically sound. Is that, uh, is that top five right now? Have okay. there been five fives yet? Right. That's fifth place right fifth now. Fifth place. Oh, Merrick Buckeyes, Empire Hose Company. Here they go. They the really took an extra couple steps. Yeah. Oh, that ladder hit the arch climber, really collapsed into it. It was tough for him to uh, yeah. to take that back. There's that flat ladder, you know. You just don't know where that mountain run's going to be. 306. Five, for the guys. 7 .4 .8. 7 .48. Line number 29 on your program. Rebels from What's our top five, Foley? It's going to be that 08, the leader, Islip, then 33 by Hicksville. 46 CI, 94 Copeg, and that six flat by the Stump Jumpers from North Merrick. Looking right here at Levittown, you got Brentwood, West Hempstead, Hagerman, and Deer Park. So if you're North Merrick, you're back there. Two two hands have nice. crossed fingers right there's, now. There's some happy commissioners right now yeah, right. in North Merrick. They've, Heck yeah. they've made a good investment or investments. They might and, back uh, a sea truck off the trailer and surprise us in a couple right. minutes. And the team is coming so. through. I do not think so. The team is showing that they're serious, and that's good to see. Uh, not only did they get support from their district, but they're they're showing that they're serious. And, and if, oh, it's serious. And if for nothing else, they have a two-team buffer to get a trophy, right? Because CI not taking trophies today. So that could pump them up to, if that's what they want, you know. I'm sure they'd rather have that Obviously point. Obviously, they'd rather have the point, no doubt about and, it. And a higher trophy. That's right. <laughs> Levittown Rebels, here we go. They're even talking yep, about it. They're yep. kind of giggling about how they just got inside. That was kind of, it's kind of fun when you see that, <laughs> making a little bit of fun of themselves. But, they kept that shot safe enough to get it. Overtime. Overtime. As I say that, Whammy. I forgot we haven't had overtime. That's right, all year. Now you have it. It's true. All right, now Brentwood. You know, this is like musical trucks right now. You know, the quorum, and then uh, that's Brentwood. 
good to see the trucks out there, guys. That's what we want. Keep the beat trucks uh, on the track. What, what? Huh. On the line of the number 30 in your programs, the Tigers from Blackwood. So Tigers are on the line, correct? Yep. yep. Is that Quorum's B truck? That is Quorum. Okay, so they're a merch team. Is that what's going on? No, they uh, no Quorum sold it. They sold the yep. B truck. Yep. They bought it outright. And uh, again, Kept folks, if, if you're just joining us, uh, had a little rain delay here in Central Isla, but right now the sun is uh, shining. I'm not going to say brightly, Thank but we thankfully. can see the sun on the track. Let's keep it with like some this. shadows from some trees. Yeah, it's uh, actually bearable. So if uh, you thought you weren't going to make this drill, uh, you still got lots of time to go. We're still in B ladder. Come on out and uh, enjoy a good drill. Stands are pretty full right up into oh, yeah. that last set of stands in the rear closest to the Hobo they, Shack. They really do well here at CI. They promote well and, and they do well. And here we go with the Tigers. Right inside the 50. Held the break a little bit. Ladder kind of goes to the right yep. just a little bit. They bring it back. Slow Twisted. and steady. Uh, it's probably going to be an overtime. <clears throat> Again, you know, Rob, it just looked like everything was in slow motion there, kind of, once they Even got the into truck. the patch. Yeah, everything just... I don't know how much practice they have or if they have new guys. It just seemed to, to be a step off. But they didn't take anything back. Great Great shot. Yeah, I'm gonna give nice I'm gonna give Darty and Rizzo credit on that. He does a nice job. Both of them stick it. They stick it. I mean, I thought the drive by Kenny was excellent. They they went straight down, but Doherty did a hell of a job. Five, 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 seven, Doesn't beat that Hicksville shot. Your attention, please. We have two important announcements. The first one concerns the call, which is about to be... In terms of because West Hempstead shot, I thought it looked really good. It did look good, and you know, it's a good confidence booster with a, you know, backup digger. A great shot for West Hempstead, doing it for Johnny right, today. He didn't look like a backup They're gonna there. Go he did a no, he job. did a great job, he exactly. Job. So yeah, he's been in the game for a couple no, of years, No, no doubt. He's an old-fashioned guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great shot for them is going to keep you them You say that like it's a bad thing, Paul. No, Come on. No, he's you must right. have pulled a cart in your not, day. He's not used to that drop, I don't think. And uh, Hageman Gamblers got the flames on the hood of the beat truck. Takes it out slowly. Ooh. The weirdest drive in B-ladder I've I seen almost, ever. I almost think his foot came off the pedal. Uh, I was just going to say the same thing. might have slipped off. I think his foot came off the got pedal. Got on the gas and then almost like came to a stop as they crossed the timing line. And then he got back on it. So 362 when they put the ladder in the ground. And what Time for Hagerman. 7.93. 793. What these uh, guys. Line number 33 in your programs. The Bucks. We don't know if you could hear it or if you're watching it at home. Looked like Louie hit the gas to come off the line, and then there was a pause. And, and as you guys said, I, and I think you may be right, maybe his foot slipped off the gas pedal, and he got back on it. Not something you see too often in B ladder. So you, you know. uh, we had Harry miss the brake pedal. Right. That, that wasn't uh, too thrilling. Some that didn't, that didn't feel so great. In the 60s, we had a guy stop at the hydrant <laughs> instead of during C ladder. <laughs> Uncle Vinny, that's a good. I think that, that happened to us at Hempstead. I think, you know, back in back in when he was really doing it, when his knee would come up to his ear before he hit the brake. Right. Yeah, it went right to the floor, but he missed the pedal. Oh, hey, slipping off the gas is way safer than missing the brake. Yeah, you know, you, you that know, felt good as we were all under the arch. You know what's important about the four guys there, though? They stuck with the shot. You know what I mean? Bela had yeah. your drive is going to get off the the gas and then hit it again. Yeah. In your mind, you're saying, uh, we're still running a shot. <laughs> You know, well, it's a good for them to 
continuing the shot. Uh, to you're the right, Twan, and the four of us, you know? we've all jumped off the back. But yeah. that's the last thing you want is something new going through your yeah, mind that's right. on the way down on the truck. Like, you're focused in on what you have to do. Yeah, and all of a sudden, right. where's the gas? Where's the brake? And oh then my once God. he steps on it again, you've got to say to yourself, all right, we're going. Yeah, we're getting off got this way, truck. A little storyline. Deer Park stands in the way of a trophy of North America right here. Here we go. I love how he drove it. I love how he drove it. Lad hit the arch hard. Climber missed his Man, he moves that back a little bit and gives them just outside the three-man ladder. I, I thought the speed, I, thought, I liked it. 272, one there of our go. best dick times this is what we say. Day. You want to play, pick it up. 6.93. Uh, and as Twan told us, that helps a climber usually. You right. get that momentum. If those two uh, diggers go on the ground together. And, and it's a 270 past the three-man ladder line. So you can move it back a little bit with the same speed. Take a little off. Yeah, that's it. All right, so that's going to that 508 by Islip, which we talked about, is going to be the first place. Islip's going to have eight points after two contests. And again, I'll say but Hicksville playing with them, five and a half. They got second right there. West Hempstead's going to have three. They're going to have seven. Move equipment. CI's going to have six. Results of the B-Ladder contest. First place, seven. five points. Number 24, Islip. Second place, four points. Number 19, Hicksville. Third place, three points. Number 31, you looking at those stump jumpers down there, Artie? So All right. So North Merrick. Uh, quite a collection. Like the following for their donations for the trophies for today. We going through this, I guess. Okay. The East Tyson Fire Department. The Bohemia Fire Department, Riverhead Fire Department, Port Washington Fire Department, Northport Fire Department, Bridge Fire Department, and to Dr. Gregory Krumholz. We thank them all for their donations towards our trophies for today. So North Merrick is squeaks out a trophy themselves if we're talking trophies. And they have a contingent of guys. It looks like yep. the B-Ladder team plus yep. hanging over. I, I don't know if they know where to go to get the trophy or anything right <laughs> yeah, now. They haven't made a move. Jumpers down it's a good there, problem though, right? they need to figure out. Yeah, Absolutely. Listen, congrats, North Merrick. I'm actually, I live in North Merrick, in case anyone didn't know that. I mean, Hempstead. Town of Hempstead. That's right. But I uh, know, congrats to uh, the Stump Jumpers there grabbing a trophy. Didn't grab a point. See, I'm not taking trophies today, but... But hey, listen, my, my congrats to Isa Wolves and Josh Cation. 508, it's the first 50 to be run at the CI invite since 2009 when CI ran a 507 and the Yellow Hornets ran a 509 for second. Remember the tie spun that day? I yelled at you, you were on the radio. Anyway, I listen. see I see more than five uh, North Merrick stump jumpers down there. There's, well, they just started closer to 10, yeah. I mean, and, and again, kudos to North Merrick. I mean, you got to—they're going to get their trophy. You got a group of teams though that have jumped out to the lead, including Hicksville up there, West Hempstead, Islip, and CI, all five and a half yeah. above after two contests. So yeah, listen, we've been talking for a while. B Lad is over. We're going to be back in a there's, few. There's a lot of teams C playing ladder. chase right now. Quick commercial break because we're almost ready to do C Ladder. We'll be back in a few. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. 
With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. 
Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado bailout systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Thinking about them right now, Looks like they had a little mishap, maybe in Sea Ladder. A couple guys are uh, maybe hurting a little bit, so we're just thinking about them. They should be fine. Yeah, get well, Sea Breeze. Yeah. Keep an eye on Group Me. As soon as we get some uh, information on the Northern Drill, we'll bring you that information. And we'll keep you updated as well with uh, the Sea Breeze stuff and talking to Jeff Champion up at the uh, the Western Drill. That is the voice of Artie. Welcome in, Artie. Yeah. Fresh off his plane from. Yeah. Where were you? I was down in Florida. Florida, very nice. nice. Yeah, Welcome back. So CI, I mean at the CI invite last year, the winner is the hobos at 8.95. Three, three previous, oh. no EI jumped EI, in there, yeah. and then EI also goes back to 2011. So it's been EI or CI or yeah. O, or is it EI CI EI EI O? And West Table for like 50 years. And 100 years before that. Yes. That 2011 EI, I think, is Josh. If you go those heavy numbers. Correct. If you go back to a string of like three in a row. Okay, so like we talked. Hammer, we talked yeah. about. We talked about maybe the who was going to climb two teams with a uh, four. Two, yeah, no, to win. Billy Holton could win B ladder with two different teams. Josh oh, has the right. opportunity to win C ladder with, with two, two different, different teams. teams. Right. Looks like we're ready to go here, guys. Right. He didn't win East with East Ice up in B ladder, but no. But now we're in C ladder. Now we're in C ladder. So yeah, no, no, yep, yep. I was just double-checking there. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if anyone's done that before, huh? CI, Danny Jackson, ready to go. We'll try and give you the cone times after each shot. Here they go. Danny Jackson kind of truck fades a little bit. He brings it back to the middle. Little fly break at the cone. Leaves it right in. David Miller's in. He's got a great climb going. Good grab. Nice that run right there. Good drop, boy. Mo, hot off at 874 at the Hunter. Right, not what do we even have here? Nowhere near that B-ladder, Mo, right? That's what you do with some momentum, CI. And let me say it. Welcome back, David Miller. Yeah. The hobos have missed you over oh, yeah, the past yeah, couple, couple weeks. weeks. Right? But look at the difference a little momentum makes. That was the drop right there, but he had great momentum. Yeah. And look at how his climb looked different. If you think back to B-Ladder, what it looked like. Yeah. He had the look on his face there, get to that top. Yeah. Good shot yep. by the Hobos. And, you know, fresh off their 874 at that Hunter drill. Now they go 886, back-to-back eights with David, obviously, running. Big shot to start this uh, yeah. contest. Setting the pace. Got a weird quiet that just kind of came over the crowd. Yeah. They were like so loud a minute ago. An eerie silence. On. Eerie silence, yeah. Uh, waiting on the officials to give the track to the Copec Yellow Burge. Fresh off a fifth place finish. Yep, one point on the day. 
I'm sure they'd like to keep that momentum going here. Follow up their uh, fifth place with a... I'm sure they'd love to run an eight here. Sure. Looks like we're just about ready to go. I don't know that Kopex put it in the eights ever with Billy. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. No, that seat so. truck wasn't working like right. that. Right. I believe his first eight was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's ago right. Yeah, that's uh, right. He made the eight club last right? week. Yep, at Riverhead two weeks ago. Yeah. Five Kopech. ones with Kopex though. Yeah, many of them. Yep. What was the eight? I oh, will talk about it in the shop. All right, it goes Kopex. Nice ride right down the center of the street, right through the car. Then a break a little bit. It's gonna be a straight ladder. Climb is in. He's gonna have to work hard. Tell you a nice job. Hell of a job with a straight ladder. That's as fast as you can climb a straight ladder right there. When the officials have to grab the top rung and you make it to the top, you know it's a good climb. It actually might be a little inches. bit backwards. Yeah. Nine, 9.51. The climber saved that 9.51. If that goes back for points, that's that's all on the climber right there. 3.54 to the cones. So beat uh, the such a nice cone time. Really good cone cone. That's a really good. Real good cone number four. Big. Thought he carried a lot of speed inside though. He was really on that on the brake pedal. Yeah, he got on hard and yeah, but if you he could couldn't see, had to leave him when he did. Otherwise, they weren't making the. Uh, if you could work that contest back a little bit, yeah. say keep that speed going past the cone, and then work that brake out a little bit. I mean, they're gonna be real happy. They're they were they're about eight, six, seven, eight feet away from. If he can get that ladder out there and climb the way he climbed right on the yep. straight ladder. I wonder if it, you know, he saw the truck get a little squirrely towards the cones. Kind of a little bit of a little bit of steering going on by the driver. I wonder if that impacted the It almost the, like uh, when it got point. to the cone, it, it shifted a little yeah. bit left. Yep. The yeah, whole truck yeah, jumped yeah, so a little bit. It came down straight, got to the cones, moved a little bit. All right, Lindenhurst here. Didn't no, run. no, this is Selden. This is looks Selden? like Lindenhurst, but it's Selden. And they're, they're pointing at the hydrant. I was going to say, we said uh, Lindenhurst didn't run B ladder. I'm curious to see if they run C ladder. But they're just allowed to run wherever they want? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. All right, Selden, like you is said, he pointing the at the hydrant a little bit or not? The truck definitely looks like it's coming off the line, not straight. We say that a lot. I wonder if that's just a thing. Maybe people don't realize the truck it. Is Who just knows? Off yeah. In general, but we'll see if he corrects it. Because if he doesn't, he's gonna run maybe, on a good see ho shot. Maybe it's deceiving <laughs> from up here. Oh, that was great. Yeah, he corrected it. Straighten <laughs> it out right away. Just off, just before the cones. Takes him right at the yellow. A little bit of a staircase. Climber almost kind of got his shoulder into the ladder. I but give he did Dave, a nice job. I give Dave Palmer a good. Uh, Good shout out right there. I thought he gave him a nice drop right there. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the cone time was, but. Time for Selden. 10.69. 370 to the cones. The climber just maybe got in a little tight to the ladder as he was making his way up. He had the shoulder pads on, almost like the shoulder pad caught the ladder at one Yeah. On line to be number seven on your programs, the Rinkadix from North Belmore. Uh, North Belmore's got a point and a half on the day so far. What, they got them B-ladder? They got them three-man. Three ladder? Yeah. Okay. Remember B-ladder at the bottom, of he that's was right. bicycling a little bit. That's right, that's right. Hey, look for a bounce-back shot here by the North Belmore Ricky Dink. Again, Joey and Shawnee Corcoran running together consistently now for a couple years in a row. That's that climber and their thrower. Speedwagon 2000. <laughs> Still in business. <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. They love the they truck, do. yeah. Listen, Ralph to this day says it was the best stopping truck that he's ever driven. Yeah. You know, it stopped better than any other truck. I know they're happy with it. Yeah. What does Ralph know about stop? I don't know, man. I mean, it was probably the, the extra weight in the front end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, before we had the accident with it in, 
Yeah, it was, was dialed in. Yeah, it was, was four. Really I, I always say everybody. Could bring that in really he deep. really could. It, it was perfect. The way everybody that loves their sea truck till they get a Raboli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they realize, wow. Yeah. Really? Well, look, 10 out of 10 and 02 with the uh, Speedwagon 2000. Toot toot. Sorry. You can kick me out when you're ready. Man, it's all good. <laughs> Go smack a bit. All right. North Belmont into the cones. Under the lake. Excuse me. Get down. Nice and straight. Good I first half. His but you know what? If they can just bring that ladder yeah. out, yep. bring it halfway to that yellow, yep. the, the time is going to come Nine down. Nine point six nine nine sixty nine. Ladies and gentlemen, nine. before I introduce the next team, the centralized Fire Department would like to acknowledge one of their members that just finished serving in the United States Armed Forces, Sergeant Javo France of the United States Marine Corps. He's a, he's a member of the Centralized Supply Department, Engine Company Number 2. He joined the department in 2007. He enlisted in the United States Marine Corps and served from 2011 to 2016. Sergeant France served our country in the Mediterranean Sea, assisting our troops in the ongoing fight against ISIS the Central the Fire Department is proud of Jarbo, and they welcome him back to the department. Welcome, Jarbo. Thank you for serving our country for giving us your service. Is it winter in Mediterranean? Number eight on your program is the bandits from Bloomingdale. Is it winter in the Mediterranean? Well, he's wearing, he's got a long sleeve shirt on and long pants. I'm bro I'm boiling up here right now. <laughs> Call me uh, Bill Bandits. I've been given a track. Now, here's a truck. you got to always look at the cone time right here. The first one last year. Oh, wait, oh, no time. They're gone. Hold it up. No warning at all, but here they come. Comes out about 160. Got to get a break on. It's going to be hot. They are underneath the you saw the wheels come off the ground at that off that no line, right? They were on the two back wheels for a good five feet off that line, man. We didn't mention before North Belmont's cone time was 370. And that was 344 to the cones. Washington. Had they got a time, they would have been in a penalty. Yeah. I think after tournaments they should just charge for rides. People might jump on that. <laughs> three four. That, that was, was listen. That was uh, Oyster Bay Rough Riders 1950. That was right three four. Yeah, over the yeah. line, you know but what that's three forty four with the back tires dripping the light. Yeah right. <laughs> and there was no. Never quite. They didn't waste any time. They were on the line to get the white flag and it was like no revs, just go. Last year, Paul and I were out at Hagerman's track when they were practicing there, and the first shot of that, we looked at each other we like, oh my. Yeah, that thing freaking motivated. You have to kind of like rein it in. It's so he was getting off at 170. Yeah. If it runs 344 in ladder, in hose, it should run oh, like 335. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll be gonged. You gotta get off at like 170. Well, think about it, if you're lifting the tires in ladder, the right. hose is where you lift your tires. You got right. all that weight hanging back. Right. This weight's over the top. All right, Paul Washington, tall order, 886. 886 still the number. Yeah, Paul Washington's still looking to get on the board. I think that's right now that's their concern. Let's get yep. the, get the yep, day rolling. Yep. Get some points at a lot. Is you haven't scored in the first two. Yeah, you kind of want to get off the snide. Yeah, one of eight teams that had a chance to win it all last year, going into buckets in the state championship. 
So definitely looking to get on the board here today at the CI Invite 2016. Kyle Lewis climbing. Looks like they're all on the Ryan truck. There's a red, so I was wondering what that might was. Might be pushing yeah. that one minute. Yeah, that's yeah we, saw, we saw that in uh, Take longer last than drill. most. Yeah, all right, here come the Roadrunners. Danny Salerno brings it right down the middle. He's off about 165. Kind of parked it a little bit. Kyle Lewis is in. He's got a good climb going. A little slower towards the top. Yeah, I think they got, they got to bring that run out. He's got to give them the momentum. Yeah, so ate it up the first half, lost his mother second nine. half. Time for Port Washington, 9.46. 946. 61 to the 361 cones. to the it's cones. An, report. An, another one of those runs. If they could put it back towards the safety mm -hmm. line yep. and let Kyle use that entire momentum and ladder, they'd be better. Number 11 on your program, the Iron Man from Riverhead. You have to make your own momentum with a shot like that, and that's yep. kind of what he did for that first half. It's hard to carry it through all the way to the top. You saw the second half of the climb. He kind of had to really fight it on his way up, and he had that, you know, not as full of a powerful grab, more lazy grab. Yeah, I don't know if the and truck just isn't reacting and getting out yeah. of the way, but see, thought was, he could have went a little earlier. Yeah. I didn't see where the spikes were. The outside three men or inside? I didn't look either. They were I'm just outside, outside. Just yeah. outside. Yeah. But Juan, with no momentum. Tougher to really carry your momentum oh, no the second doubt. half the closer you get, right? No doubt about it. So and now it really becomes your, all on you. And even the, the grab gets further away from you, too, because you're, you know, it's more straight up than it is on an angle. I Riverhead. And when you're Kyle's height, you know, I don't know what type of run spacing he's using, but it looked like he really had to almost reach for that grab, you know. Yeah, I think they, they're running 21s, I think. Yeah. 22s, yeah. 21s. Right. I, think, I think that's a ladder V or Spencer port right there. Really? All right. Riverhead Ironman have been given the track. Eight and three nines up there so far. <laughs> Ironman can put up here. They're off. That truck faded a little bit. Sort of close. Kind of a double break there. In between the yellow and the perfect ladder line. Smooth climb. Not going to make the nines. But a smooth shot for Riverhead. Time for Riverhead. 10.53. You watch you watch CI run and does that double break, you know, that chirp, then he breaks it in there, or even Ice Up might even do it like that. It looked like maybe they were trying to do that, but when he hit the break, I mean that truck stopped. I mean is that the new way of doing this contest now, well, I mean, I now that you see the hobos doing no, it? No, I don't know? think it's the new way. I think there's right. only two guys that, right. that can do it very well. But right. it seemed to me that's looked like what he was trying to do. Right. But that truck stopped. Right. It didn't chirp, but he stopped it. I don't think that's an easy thing to learn. Right. You know, and like I said, there's only two guys that really do that, that settle that truck down hard out top, then let go of the brake pedal, let the truck settle down itself, and then get on the hard brake. And that's obviously Mike with Islip and Danny centralized. Ah, right, West Sable looking to get on the scoreboard. It's yeah. got to start somewhere. That's Samo going in B. Michael slipping three-man ladder. Leads to an 0 for 2. West Sayville, much like Port Washington, looking to get on the board for the first time today. All right. Really got to get that 886. Now you'll really be chasing. They'll get the double digits if they hold it. What was the 8 you ran last week, Rob? 899. And so that was Billy's first 8. So the newest member of the 8 club in Sea Ladder. That's a little bit more crowded than the 4 club, but a club nonetheless. Frankie Miller breaks a pass on Hydrant. Right to the cones. He gets on it hard. Leaves him hard. He's got momentum. They got 
climb. Straight ladder, boy. That is a nice climb by Billy Holtz. It was a deep Very and straight nice. ladder. He did a hell of a job to stay with what, it. It was deep. He stuck with it. Kept his speed all the way throughout. That was Nine impressive. For what's Nine point one two nine twelve. Three fifty-eight to the cones. Line number thirteen on your programs. The Blue Jays from Looks like the one side of the, the right side of the ladder was really not even touching the facade of the arch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, different digger there. on there. Yeah. You know, but that, there was a lot of speed getting in there. For, the, for whatever end. reason, right, Billy had more uh, speed yeah. at the top, you know, on a ladder like that. Not uh, easy to do. It was a good shot there. Truck-wise, I don't know shot, if the you know. hard break might have been a little bit late, but they yeah. had a lot of speed. When he let them go, they were still moving I thought quickly. they had a lot of speed past the cones. Yeah, I thought The so truck too. stops. Pretty well, stops though. Well. Yeah, he, it stops he, real well. He stops brings late. it to the cones. Yeah. He doesn't. I thought he went over the cones. Yeah. I looked at it. Yeah. He was looking to his left at that yellow line. I thought Frank was. Yeah. I thought him. I saw him like peeking left, going, "Oh, I got a little, little bit of steering down the track. Out. Maybe. I gotta, gotta go get now. out. Gotta maybe, go now. Maybe a little steering down the track too. Maybe I don't know. A little bit. I don't little know. Bit. Yeah. All right. Uh, I looked up halfway Blue through. Jays? Yep. Outside the perfect ladder line. Climber does a nice job. He, we've seen that for the last few yeah. years. He, he climbs pretty well. It's just not enough momentum to get something happening. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's enough stop where they're all at Nine the sink. Nine One zero point three four ten thirty four. Three seventy one. Line number fourteen on your program. The Preston Akers from North Lindenhurst. We talked about before the drill. You know, question marks there, Twan and. and North Lindy was one of them where, you know, is this going to be the day? Well, they better get on a horse right now. Yeah. They got a little catch-up to do. Yeah. It's got to start somewhere. You know, and, and, and Sea Ladder hasn't been their best race so far this year. Maybe today's the day it gives them a little punch, get going in the right direction. Yeah, North London Earth, of course, they had no time in B Ladder. Hit the safety pole and stanchion, is that what you call it? <laughs> Not a, <laughs> that's an audience word. Is that something on a target? Stanchion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Scott Rice behind the wheel for... Big shot here for North Lindy. Again, Just like West Sable. Three contenders. West Sable, Paul Washington, North Lindy. Not on the board yet. Uh, you know, the tournament feels a lot further along because it's already 4 o'clock almost, but only in sea ladder, so... <laughs> <laughs> a long way to go. Long rain yeah. delay before. Rice doing a lot of driving. A little bit. Nice climb there by Ducky Fallow, though. Yep. That's going to get them on the board. Time for North Lindenhurst. 9.17. To be third, third place behind West Sable and CI. 16 on your programs. Highlanders from Rosslyn Heights. 3.58 to the cones. So we've only seen that one 3.40. 44 by Farmingville. <laughs> everybody else has been Copex 54. Everybody else has been 58 or higher. It looked like Scott doing a lot of steering coming yeah. down there, man. He jumped left, come back right. Even through the cone, I thought he was steering too yep. much. Yeah, be curious as to his take on it, but normally it's never good when that driver's got to work that hard. On times these seat trucks, they can pretty much stay straight on their own. A lot of we've seen a lot of ladders inside, really the ideal spot where these climbers want it. 
Like I said before, the B trucks yeah. traditionally stop well on this track, and the C trucks yep. tend to slide a little bit more. You get that little bit of, I remember you cleaning the tires off, you get that little bit of grit on your hands, almost feels like sand. Yeah, marbles. A little bit. Skating. <clears throat> Rosalind's got the track. Right, let's see what the Highlanders can do here. Hit a smooth B ladder shot. Takes him away. Coming up to the cones, off about 170. It's deep. It's gonna, oh boy, you better stay in the break. All Never right. got in the hard break, I didn't uh, think, right? A little not late. At all. I, I got nervous for a second that there was going to be no break, to be honest with you, the way it looked up here. But yeah, got in it late, and it kind of gave us a weird image up top. Yep. No time for us, and outside the safety zone rule 13 0. I was afraid he was going to take it away from. Yeah. Usually you could that see it in the problem. driver. The driver's upper body or his face, his looks, when you go Correct. into the hard break, right? You know, it was smart. He had no change. It looked like he was still at the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah. run. Right. New driver this year, obviously. Sean uh, going to car place. Right? Yes. So. I think, Phil, right. I think Phil drove last year. Oh, did he? My bad, Phil. Okay. But, yeah, but like you said, smart not taking it away from him. On the line, number 19 on your Good program, sense there. the Hicks from Hicksville. Ah, big shot for Hicksville right How here. How many points we, we Hicksville's have Hicksville's got five and a half. One of those four teams that have kind yeah. of separated themselves from the pack early. Five and a half, I mean, and they got the equipment here right now to get <laughs> something done in this contest. The equipment, the manpower, fully staffed Hicksville Hicks. Two out of two terms of scoring. Here we go. Fades left. Oh, all right. He's got to bring it back a little bit. It looks like he compensates okay. Did a break. Came to a complete stop. Not with Doug Chis needed as a climber. He does a nice job climbing, but yeah. Yeah. it's going to be a, a 10. See some Time for Hicksville. 1-0.11. 10-11. 76 to the cones. Lennon not running again. The Minutemen from the Hassan not running BNC ladder today. After a good showing last week. Well, what do you think is going on with that? Could be somebody missing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a couple weeks ago they had that same issue. They didn't run ladders. They were short guys. Hey, guys, while we have a quick two seconds here, just so you all know, Friday night, this Friday, August 5th, 6 p.m., State Old Fashioned Drill in Merrick. Come on out. Watch the State Old Fashioned. Thank you, Jay Podoski, for that text. Old-fashioned state championship time already, gentlemen. Huh? Again, that's in Merrick, six o'clock. August is upon us. Manhattan Lakeville has the track. All right, Minutemen about ready to go. Perfect ladder line. Climber got in on his first step. Second step kind of went through the ladder. Once again, he missed uh, going for his grab. I think he did the same thing earlier. Sounded like he spun the tires. Overtime for Manassa Lakeville. Overtime. <laughs> All right. So for your leader in today's drill, the Isa Wolves is going to step to the line. Eight points out of the first two contests. 508 and B ladder. B73 the cones for Islip as we uh, uh, for who just Manassa. And the storyline here with Josh is that he could potentially become. We think the yeah. first climber to win sea ladder at this tournament with two different teams. East Islip, 889, he was the climber. That was 2011, East Islip Guzzlers win this contest 2011 with Josh climbing. 
I was looking back. I wonder, you know, I don't think Tommy Bramski's done it. I don't have a lot of late 80s stuff, but no, they didn't win it with the Yellow Hornets. It's got to be. If he does it here, he's got to be. From what I could tell on the score sheet, back to 90. That no yeah. climber has ever won this but contest with two but more different teams. For the moment, yeah. they have eight Tournament points wise. leading the drill. Right. Looking to extend their lead or at least keep pace with the Hobos who are putting some pressure on them. You know, you say if Islip has that day, if Islip ever has that day, man, it's going to be hard yep. to beat. And, you know, first two contests, maybe that's their day. We'll see right here. Hobos right. potentially going to 12 points if that 886 holds Go. up to five. Thank you, Al. Bringing them down the track. Just outside the close. Bicycled a little bit. It was there for him. Yeah. It was there for him. Gave him a nice ride. They gave him a good ladder. Time for Iceland. Potentially going to 12 points here, guys. Isip's going to be stuck on eight. You know, the only team left to kind of keep pace right now is West Hempstead, who has seven. Well, there's another team that needs to, needs to break into the points. There's a pretty wide opening right here. Maybe not 886. Maybe it will be. Who knows? But <coughs> definitely in the Again, range of the 9-1. Yeah, what would you say? The fourth team this contest, right? That yep. were in the final eight yep. last year. The Elite Eight. Bayshore Redskins looking to get on the board. As it gets a little cloudy again. Yeah. Look at that, moving in from the south. That's <laughs> good. Right. Here they go. Bayshore bringing it down the track. Just outside the close. Hard break. It's going to be a straight ladder. Oh, they're outside the safety line. They tell you, I thought, I thought he faded left and maybe no because time he was fading. Sure hard break. See the I mean, frustration on him in the it's, seat. You know, you got to be frustrated at that point. You got no points in this drill, coming off a tough riverhead drill, nine-one, which you can definitely run if you just lay one in there. Right. Three sixty-one to the cones. That's just something was weird. I thought he faded left. Actually, when he came into the hard break, he was not in the break patterns that we see here. He was the least. Yeah. If anybody's further left, you could see his marks. He's as far left as anybody. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why that happened. Maybe that came into play. Maybe he thought he was a little outside and he got the hard break late. I don't know. It just seemed like he was on the hard break a little bit late. I and mean, all that could start all the way up at the top. If he spins the tires up there, right. you tell right. him we're going to be knows? deep. It's just, uh, well, they're going to be able to make that patch or not, you know. He had yeah. to let him go. Yeah, yeah, he had to Couldn't try. stay any longer. Absolutely. And he couldn't let him go any earlier. They would have been ass over elbows. <laughs> all right. 
Levittown, Levittown Rebels. Levittown Rebels, yep. Kermit the Frog leading away on the front of the sea truck. And he breaks the light. Here they go. <laughs> Kermit breaks the light. They're off about 175. They're off to the right side of the patch. Big time. The Looks like the climber went down as he got off the truck. Oh, there he Now he's back. They were right. down. They came down the opposite side of Bayshore. They come down outside the marks on the south side of the track. Climate just trying to walk his way up to that top rung. Overtime for Levittown. Overtime. So with Brentwood, West Hempstead, and Deer Park left, if Deer Park's running, I don't even know if they are. Maybe not. 9:51. There'll be a no time for Levittown. The climber never got onto the ladder on the third rung. about that? I actually thought he did. You I, know what he did? I he don't think stepped I, on the plate. I know and that's he the rule, it. but he I don't. He stepped on the plate and passed right, it. Right, that's that plate. He's about below that far it. below. He steps below on the plate. Yeah, that's exactly. Because that third right, run. Because you're not getting in on that right. fourth step. Essentially, it's like a fourth step. You don't even think about the it. The second point. step is really, you know, on the metal ladder. Yeah. At least it did. Line number 30 on your programs. Ra the race. Tigers from Brickwood. Maybe the maybe be like the fifth step on the third. A record run was not wasted. All right, Brentwood, 9.51 is the number. Not, so a, not all a bad sea ladder day, you know, 9.51, all right. Well, I know, it I could don't, be better. I don't think what it should be no, at this point not, of the year, but, but, but all those teams you said that hadn't scored are going to jump in right here now. You go, Paul Washington, West Salem, North Lindy. Not what times they wanted, but they're all going to get on the board. They're going to get an interesting. And yeah. they're not going to be horrendous points either. Two to go, maybe three, right? Well, it's I don't see Deer Park, so it's just going to be West Hempstead who right. can make a difference here. Uh, yeah, West Hempstead can make a huge difference and keep the running. Doherty digging here as well? Yeah, that's right. Half a Doherty? Correct. Brentwood trying to beat that 9.51, get themselves into the top five here. Teams take a lot of time at the line here today. <laughs> All right, here they go. Passing that hydrant, comes off real early. Comes to a complete stop. They're right on the perfect ladder line. The ladder didn't have any momentum, any whip, any so the, the climber had to movement. push it. They were fighting as hard as they could just to get it to the arch. Thought I heard something rattling in the truck. Yeah. It was the GoPro. Yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> the other guy. One, three, point one five, thirteen, fifteen. On the line number thirty-one on your programs, the Westerners from West. Uh, West Hempstead has seven. Now with Islip getting nothing in this contest, they're only down one Islip. Tied right now with CIA 886, but if they want to stay in the running for overall or put themselves even in a better position at the end of the day, right. they need to put up a little shot right here. Yeah, and it do. doesn't have to be spectacular. I mean, the difference between first and second, 886, 912. So if they beat that 912, they're happy. Absolutely. You know, that's going to give them 11. Staying in the game. 12-11 going into C-Hose, but... See what they could do here. Again, John Doherty digging today. A lot has been spoken about Jonathan earlier in the broadcast. All right, looks like this will be the conclusion of our Sea Ladder contest. Yeah, it's a big West shot Hampson here for West Hampstead. Kenny Brome, traditionally one of your better drivers on the street here. Yeah. I thought he drove a great B Ladder. <laughs> Him and Craig, they, you know, he drives it well here and Craig gets on. They'll, they should get in the morning. Right. Here he goes. Through the light. Tony Collins off about 170. Off back a little bit. Oh, man. He's real happy with the drop he gave in there. He got on he got on a break a little too hard. If you too guys hard break early. can see the film at home, and there's a picture of Kenny Brome coming in. 
Talk about the picture of, oh shit, disgust. <laughs> what did I just do? 3.63 in the cones. Probably not really happy with yourself, but you know what? You got somebody new on a truck. Might have been trying just to take it, uh, just a tick off. I don't know. Maybe. I've been speaking with Andrew a little bit. I, I don't know if Ralphie's just in a little bit of a, I don't know, a funk. Maybe it's, he's not himself. That's what I'm hearing. The I don't know. I, I, haven't, was gonna say, is I haven't been around to observe. I don't know. But they weren't officially running even C the C truck today, so I think that's a decision they made last minute. So Ra Ralphie, that's, that's, that's from your son Andrew, by the way. I spoke with him on the phone before the tournament. Ralphie, <laughs> Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Sorry, my bad, Kenny. I'm terrible with names, bro. I do it all the time. Thank you, Artie. North Lindenhurst, fourth place, two points, we get third place trophy, number nine, Fort Washington. Fifth place, one point, we get the fourth place trophy, number five, Cope. North Belmore will get the fifth place trophy. All right, at the end of three contests, that, that, that win there by Central Islip is going to put them up uh, a handy four points over second place Islip. So they got 12, Islip's with eight. West Hempstead stays with nine. Then you go down to Hicksville. Seven, seven. Oh, sorry, seven. Then you go down to Hicksville with five and a half. And West Sable, four off their second place run right there. So it might have been a nine, 12, and that wasn't an eight, 890, but he got the same points. Four points for the Dutch. They're finally on the board. North Lindy finally on the board with three. Port finally on the board with two. Now we got a running race. A lot of racing left. Five contests to go. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back live on Top of the Arch. You're listening to the CI Invite 2016. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. 
Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. All right, everybody, we're back live here at the CI Invite. I believe, what did we say, the 54th annual CI like Invite? That, Paul, something like that. Uh, waiting for Seahose to start. They've uh, they've dampened the track at the nozzle line a little bit. A little bit at the hydrant. Did that ever affect you at the hydrant? Did, did you really care? I mean, it's usually wet there. And By that's, the time What we, is that, your last step or two? Yeah, if you're not running, well, that's an important step, buddy. But if you're not running, oh, you if you're not oh. running number one, I mean, it's going to be wetter than that at that point anyway especially usually here at CI, but 
That being said, no, you prepare to run through the water. I mean, it's going to be there. That's part of it. So when you say run through the water, you're saying your body's got to be under control 8 or 10 feet before you get to that hydrant. You don't want to be just planting one giant step and, God forbid, the foot goes out from under you. Well, you know what? It, it depends on actually the surface of the track, the amount of water on how you would run. Sometimes you would just want to run through it because there wasn't going to be any stopping. Whether you could have 20 steps before it, you were going to slip if you gave a hard stopping step. So you'd probably run through it a little bit. Or if you know a track stopped and there's tracks that stop, no matter how much water's on it, you just run, you run, and you plant your foot. Now, anybody that watched you run over the years, I mean, you were Don't very successful. Them. Very successful in the way you ran. But yeah. you seem to carry a little more momentum through the yeah. hydrant than, than most hydrants did. And, you know, reach back for the handle, and your body at times went past the hydrant. Mm. Well, the state record is 11.93. And it's held by East Iceland. First team online to be number one in your programs. Your host for today's tournament, the Hobos from Central Iceland. Yeah, I always like to run with a little bit more moment, uh, momentum at the at the tournament, you know. So, yeah, you'd run through it. You'd run a little harder. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you get to the hydrant, you got to have your hand out straight. you got to have your plant foot in the right spot, no matter what situation you look like. And that, that old word, control, you need to be under control. I thought I was under, you know, I, I feel my body, and I was able to, I know what I could do. I wasn't like, no, see, no I'm doubt. backing you, uh, in here. You put up some, some big times, and uh, again, just, uh, again, I think the word is control. You need to be under control. Everyone's control is different. We have like a little, it's, I don't know if you want to call it what a haze right now with these clouds, and it's very humid here, Paul. It is crazy. Uh, anybody watching uh, online can see it's uh, overcast and humid. And CI, uh, very fortunate that it's their track. They know what to expect here. And we hear Danny Jackson revving up that truck. And it's not the first time they've run on a humid uh, afternoon or evening. And they run love running leadoff on their track, as they have always done, as back, far back as I can remember. Maybe it goes back to the beginning, 54 years ago. But, uh, and they've always done very well at it. Leading today's drill, 12 points, up four after three contests. 630, 546, 886 is their slash line. And the track's ready. I just saw Billy Miller give the wave from the hydrant. So, uh, Central Islip ready to take off here in Seahos. Does look a little more ominous than it did an hour ago, if you ask me, though. A little darker. Get through a couple of these contests as we're waiting. Guys are on the back of the truck. Uh oh, who's walking out there? Is that Pete? Where was he going? Pete Savage walking out a little bit. Now we're ready to go. Back to racing. See eyes off. There they go. Oh, D jumps way right now. He's out in the middle of the track. Danny gets it under control. He's bringing it at the hydrant. Let's it off. Oh, yeah, he's deep. Chris Murphy by the hydrant. Now he's got water in the hose. But, man, that was a wild ride right there, no? He jumped the curb. Then he ran out to the middle. I think he might have overcorrected, and God only knows that's not hard to do when you're driving a truck going about 70. And uh, he brought it back, but a hard break of the hydrant. He just ended up a little deep. I don't know if we're getting a going time on that. Time for Central Iceland. 14.74. That's not good. 
that's uh you know paul you you described the run and it was um something that you never want to hear especially if you're on the back of the truck but it was curb to curb it was yeah, left mean, side, right side, and well, we maybe could, I'm exaggerating. It's what we call curb to curb when yeah, you're on the when back. When you're on of the, the truck, back, you know, a like foot it. or two off yeah. seems like curb to curb. But yeah. um, Danny uh, struggling a little bit with the truck and um, tried to bring him in, dropped him a little deep, I guess, at the hydrant, and yeah. uh, they couldn't handle it. Yeah, he tried that double brake still, but I think when he finally got on the hard brake for at the end there, it was it was too far gone at that point. All right, so the hobos have left a window open right now. For all other teams, um, we see looks like the Copake Yellowbirds lining up, and uh, they're going to clean their tires and set themselves up for their best effort here in the Seahawks contest. I Copake currently with two points. We're going to have a uh, we might have a little small delay right here. Oh, see, now I'll eat some of these. Ah, see. You guys have been begging for food. I see cookies showing up. Who, can we guess? Is that, is that bread? Are you allowed is, to have it, Lenny? No, no, no. No, no cookies? No, no, no cookies for me. <laughs> That's all right. I'll be skinnier than you someday. That's okay. I'll be happier. Look, I'm looking at this cookie right now. really happy. Look at him. Stuffing his face. Right? Stuffing his face. Look at him. I think we're doing a little bit of work on the cone light right here. Just what we don't need a delay. Does look like a cone issue. Who's that? Richie Ligon down there? It looks no, like Rob Riley uh, walking oh yeah. in. That's not him in the middle? No, that's A Rock walking over there. It looks okay. like Pete Savage right there at the cone. My apologies for uh, Paulie's chewing in the background. No. We will try oh, and five uh, keep this thing going. But the officials definitely have an issue with the cone light at the 150. Yep. What's this? What do you think that is, Len? Chocolate something. Didn't stop you from stuffing it in your mouth, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I touched it. And he puts it on the wood table that's been who knows where. You know, you know how many, who knows where that table You know how many spilled beers that clean this table like you can't believe? <laughs> Poor Meredith. <laughs> right. Oh, plenty of meeting. Phil. Filler. All right, here we go. Copaig Yellowbirds cleaning off their Hello, tires. Number five on your program, the Yellowbirds from Copaig. Cleaning off their tires. And, again, Copaig is a team, and, Paul, you've seen it. Um, you know, we go back, you know, to the 70s, 80s, whatever. This is a team that's really come on in the last 10 years or so that – they take everything serious. They really care. They pay attention. They, I, I think they study video. They must because they've gotten better and better each year. And they get as much credit as anybody. I mean, when you, lo when you lose Vinny and then you lose Billy, and you're still putting out a product that's right on the cusp of top five, I mean, I give those guys a lot of credit. Not easy to do. Yep. Big ups to Copig Fire Department and Fire District. And uh, here they are on the line for Seahose. I like his lineup. He's tight. To, he's real tight. See if he keeps straight line. He does. It's approaching the cone in the hydrant. If you can drop him, good. With speed. Oh, man. Just passed. They had some speed going past the hydrant. He just went across the face of it a little bit deep. They were probably the same area CI deep, 
But in this case, they didn't go what you were saying curb to curb beforehand. Time no. stoppage, 15.34. It was definitely cleaner on the way down. Um, 53. The run overall was cleaner on the way down. However, they couldn't uh, couldn't make it happen there at the hydrant. 53 to the cone. I think that's the, they ran a 53 and a 54. I mean, truck-wise, they got to be happy. You know, maybe they only got to work in this week because that wasn't their numbers weeks ago. Maybe they just need to work back it out a little bit. They should be all right. I mean, he made the attempt. I give him a lot of credit. Running that close to the hydrant, he was able to get his arm out. Just went across the face of it. Had a lot of speed. Look at that old hobo with the cowboy hat. See him pushing that roller pull. Yep. yep. He's doing a fine job. Willie McCarthy centralized the Pobos. How many years has he got with them? Well, more than is, you and I can count, right? Absolutely. So Willie always giving back to uh, to his department and to his team. Um, <laughs> holding that roller like he's the like he's the man. He is. And he is the man. He is. Yep. All right, Selden Slowpoke's going to be up next. Two teams ran, two teams passed the Hydra. So Selden with a good opportunity here. Uh, again, real yeah. good uh, experienced driver, good equipment. These Put up last that first number that somebody's got to beat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, good Hydra man. and mm -hmm. We could light something up right here. Let's see what the Slowpokes have for us. I thought their hoses came on a little bit last year. They that would be a great opportunity for him. They definitely did. Rich Cotty Jr. at the hydrant. And oh, he goes towards the curb. Now Dave straightens it out. He's going to have to bring it in a little bit if he's going to be deep. He's back, off, and water in the hose. He's going to take a big target hit right here. Oh, they have trouble at the nozzle. It's almost like the breaker couldn't get it off, panicked a little bit, and then didn't give enough time to the nozzle man to... Put it all together. It looked like a good stick. Uh, they struggled definitely at the nozzle end, and uh, it cost them. Time for Selden. 19.39. 1939. You know, being... Uh, uh, on the line of number seven on your programs, the Rinky from North Selmore. Being a guy that worked at that end of the hose race uh, for many years, sometimes you, you're just not connected with the with the breaker, the nozzle man and the breaker, and... Whether it's the nozzle man maybe wiggling the coupling or the breaker man not getting the coupling completely off before he tugs. And that can just be a disaster. It's almost like I thought he was in panic zone. Like he, he turned the coupling, took his hand off like he had it off, and then didn't get back there in time to give his nozzle man that shot at it. Right. And we're talking about a half a turn, folks. We're talking yeah. about But you have to and grab it correctly. And way less than half a second. And way less than half you a second, I think. You have to grab it correctly. And if you don't twist completely and you tug on that coupling, well, your nozzle man's in big trouble and um Appears that's what happened there. All right, we're uh, going to head into North Belmore. The Rinky Dinks, I like where they're lined up, man. I, I, I would have to say if, if I'm – I might line up a little bit out in the track right here only because if you look where they're starting, when he's in the gas, he's actually on the inside of those uh, track marks. Sometimes you get a lot of dirt down there and your tires tend to spin. The beginning of the race, you kind of want to stay inside the marks of everybody else and then fade in, as you see a lot of trucks will do with the hydrant. I'm with you, Paul. He's inside of most. Yeah. However, this truck has been running straight, straight. and true. And uh, let's see what the... Uh, hey, if he can run it through there and he can yeah, end up where he is at the hydrant, yeah. I think they're in good spot. Point and a half yeah, so you far like today. Yeah, you like it tight. I mean, you ah. like the tight. This to me would you be... You think he should start out further and drift and in. And drift in. But this would... It's a phenomenal if he keeps it there. He's okay. He's in the tracks. Right here is where it's going to be. But it looks all right. Let's him go. Oh, truck. Fishtails. 
When they got off the hydrant, the truck fished. And unfortunately, it fished those guys a little bit away, and they were past the hydrant. Now he hits the target. All right, so we're talking about a fishtail, Paul, and it's, it's awesome how we were just discussing it, and we'll, we'll listen to the time right here, and then we'll talk about the run. Time for North Belmore. 16.39. So 16.39, I think it was a 3.59 to the cones is what we're being told. But just just what we spoke about, Paul, I mean, he brought it in straight as could be, but right at the end, a little bit of a waggle right. or a fishtail, and, and that'll throw a hydroman off. Just when you needed it to be straight is when it was it, right? On your programs, the bandits from Farmingdale. So if it's going to fishtail, throw me into the hydrant. Now, they didn't have a lot of room to be thrown in. And they were deep, so that might have not have worked for them. But it just and it was a hiccup. It wasn't even a, a, like a fishtail that j- gradually rolled down the hill as sometimes they and do. I th- and I thought it was late in the break. I in other words, it's like when they had jumped they off, been, almost had they off. been off, um, which I, I think they could have been, um, might not have affected them. But very end of the break, I don't know if it caught yeah. that little bit of water or that damp spot that we're looking at know. right now, but it might have caught that right at the end, and maybe they rode the truck a little too long. Whatever it was, it was a good timing for the rinky-dinks, that's for sure. All right, Farmerville Bandits now take their spot on the start line. We talked about this truck earlier. It went, it went, ran 44 to the cones in ladder. Normally, you'll get a little uh, faster time in hoses. So they got to really uh, kind of reel this truck in a little bit here. Yeah, no real numbers on the board yet, so an opportunity for the Bandits. We've spoken about the the Bandit C truck uh, last year and this year as well. It goes. Uh, He kind of rolled it out. It looked like now he's at the cone. He's bringing it in at the hydrant. Let's him go with room. He's got water in the hose. Good target hit. They're going to leave this track being happy. He's got nozzle on. Oh, he's just below it. Just below the target. You you laid it out there, Paul. Uh, Nice drop at the hydrant. Farmingville, 13.95. 1395. I thought it could have been a little warmer at the hydrant. However, it wasn't. Um, on the line to be number nine on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. I thought Eddie was cautious at both ends, but uh, that gave them an opportunity to put up a solid shot. And uh, unfortunately, the Nozzleman missed the flap at the first one. 64 to the cone. So we're talking a two-tenth difference compared to Ladder. So you know he was laying out of it. He actually had got to bring it to the cone this time, but you're right. When he was in the break, I thought it was a little slow at the hydrant and a little back. But if, he's bla- if he blasts the target, they're probably low 13, 13-1. I mean, it was a pretty good miss, almost maybe a second. You know you know the race. Uh, put it on a hydrant, throw the stick, and hit the target, you know. You hope that the uh, driver delivers you in a fashion that you can have a competitive run, but all you can do as a hydrant man or all you can do as a nozzle man is do your job. So the nozzle man did his job. Well, unfortunately, he didn't hit it with the first drop, but... Nozzle man did his job putting the nozzle on, and the hydro man did his job putting the stick down. You don't always get that perfect shot. All right, with that, we're going to look at Port Washington. Port Washington off the schneid last contest, two points with a 9.46 in C ladder. They were not happy about it at the time of the run. And, of course, just for momentum-wise, three weeks from the state tournament, I'm sure they wanted a better run. But here's their opportunity. Track's just about clear. Still wide open. I mean, 13.9. Not normally a placing time these days in Seahoes. So I'd consider this wide open. You would do that in your sleep, right? 13-9. You, you, well, you were upset if you ran it. As we learned with Patrick running, I mean, they ran a 12 after he missed. So if you're running a 13 straight, you can figure it out. You can uh, 
see where Paul has lost many nights of sleep thinking about a certain team. <laughs> Not at all. Enjoy competing. What do you think, Artie? Almost. All right, bringing it straight down. He's just about at the cone. He's out there out of the gas, at the hydrant. Leaves him. A little bit of momentum. He's got water and hose. It's going to be about the top. If this truck was moving, he drops him real nice. He knew he was deep. He doesn't get the nozzle on. He had the opportunity to do it. Probably had the opportunity to get three shots at it. I would say two or three shots, uh, Paul. But you're right. Danny brought him in deep, but he did a nice job of completely killing the truck, and they had enough time to go down and get it off. I'd say a good two, three shots at it. Time for Fort Washington. 18.25. 25. You never want to point a finger at anyone, but the nozzle man's got to put the nozzle on. And that's his job. Uh, Artie, well, you're back with us. What do you think? I thought he handcuffed himself. Yeah. I thought he did it to himself, to be honest with you. I thought he handcuffed himself. I mean, I, that's the way I viewed it from here. I thought Kyle broke it pretty clean for him. I mean, we had time to set up. He took the first swipe, and when it didn't click, he started to have that... Yeah. Moment in his head, like, I got to get this on. OS, here it comes. Yeah, and uh, and then he handcuffed himself on the second. second he had round. a good run going. I thought the hose lay was nice. And a 354 to the cone yeah. with that drop. I mean, they were going to be okay. I thought Donald did well at the hydrant. I thought the breaker man let the hose flow down the track. And yeah. everything that you want um, just didn't uh, finish it. Again, uh, I always said as a nozzle man, you put the punctuation on the sentence. You're going to put a question uh, mark? You're going to put fancy. a period or, or an exclamation point? And um, unfortunately, that was a question mark. Yeah, I thought Smalls did a real good job getting off, getting, you know, right there. Real aggressive with it. All right, and now we're going to go to Riverhead. We keep saying this. Wide open. Still wide open for the Ironmen. 13.95 by the Bandits is your uh, deal. So it's game on for the Ironmen. like we have a little bit of rain in the offing. As Fred was saying, 5 o'clock, maybe thunderstorms here. Here comes Riverhead. He's keeping a straight line, moving into the cone now. Now he brings it into the hydrant a little bit. Break. He's out. He lets him go. Real deliberate at the hydrant, but he does have water in the hose. It's a target hit away from taking over first place. Nozzle on. Ah, oh, he's low also. All right, Paul, you're a hydrant man. Tell me about that nozzle hit. Uh -oh. How crazy can that drive you? Uh, really crazy. Had him 807 on the stick. What was the stick? It's a low 13. I, I don't know what. 807. 807 on stick? That's not so great. That's not so great. So they're 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 a second down in the contest before it even starts. You're talking 13-2. Yeah, he if he it. if he really hits it. But two things. I mean, one, he's angry at himself. You could see his own frustration when he didn't hit the target. That was one. Two, I think he's been doing a great job running hydrant for them. Uh, but uh, can I just say this, and, and, and it's, it's kind of a criticism. If you're going to end up trying to run a 12.5, which, you know, that that's a, just a number. Okay, say you want to just run a 12. You definitely need to attack the hydrant more. Is he deliberate? Is his arm out? Is his plant foot correct? Yes, it is. But his speed well, and momentum. I mean, his, his running through that hydrant. You're not going to place in a big spot if you continue to run the way they just got off the back. Uh, but th th that's truck coming into play a lot. Uh, I think he's got to learn to let him go harder. 
I mean, you got to take what you have. Okay, you're Riverhead. You want to place in a tournament. You want to run a 12. Let's say you want to run a 1290. You know that's what your truck does. Then you need to get your truck in and out a little bit quicker. So and you, you have to run through that hydrant. This is what I was talking about earlier about running through the hydrant. Artie you, and I were, we're making it. we're making eye contact on your last uh, uh, comments. Is it the driver didn't leave him with enough oh, mo, or he's got to let it flow more? In other words, you get off the truck. Sometimes you're pushing off the bar because you know you're deep. Yeah. Sometimes you let it flow because yeah. you're a little back. Um, what, what are you talking about? I believe it's a combination of all. I believe the driver has to drive the truck differently, harder through the hydrant, a, a faster off. Maybe but you need to practice that yes, way as that's, well. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not just, saying just today. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying he's got all the technical things down: the arm out, the plant foot, the looking, the st- he's got it all. But if he hits the target, they're running 13-3. You know, you got to run. You need a half a second more. So he put it on in 8-0. Some of that's truck. But he needs to put it on. Think if he puts it on 7-5. Now you're running 12-8 if he hits the target. There's the difference. He's got to attack it. Uh, hoses by Paul. Pay just, attention, just folks. Saying. Make some notes. I'm just saying. I, I think no, you're, I'm, I'm on, uh, on line got, with most of what you're saying. He's got more than half the battle down because he's technically really sound. Now he needs to increase the speed. All right, we're looking at West Sable. Another delay, I think, in the cone light right here. Yeah, these delays with this way this clouds look. Just going back to, I heard you saying before, I was jumping back on, you were saying, you know, Port Washington, three weeks from the state tournament with their run, getting points, blah, blah, blah. Two tournaments in between there, though. Yep. Both in Nassau County. Hempstead, North Belmore. North Belmore falls back to their regular week, the week before the state drill. So, you know, Nassau teams have the opportunity to still of two weeks to refine, get some more tournament runs under their belt. Suffolk teams can go, but not Suffolk County points, so are they going? And you won't see as many, right? Yeah, right. but they could still go, Artie. Yeah, I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. You can go. still go, but how many are going to make that commitment to going? <laughs> well, a lot of it depends on the outcome of today, today as well. Correct. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, as a team, you got to be keeping those weekends open yep. and saying, which one are we going to go to if, if we need to get oh, another tournament under I our belt? I think you got to go to – I mean, if you're picking one, you got to go to Merrick. I think Merrick's track surface and racing facility, if you just picked it up, it's similar to Main Transit. I agree. If you're a racer and you're a lifetime racer, are you really dedicating any of the weekends to anything but racing? I mean, you know, to say, well, gee, we might not go to Merrick because of whatever. Or, you know, it, it's August. Showtime. But you also, I, I, listen, to me a lot depends on your team, what, where you're at it as far as senior guys, experienced guys, and stuff like that. What's your health status? You know, those things to me got to yeah, come but into play. Uh, what you said, Artie, that's more senior teams. That's teams that are um, I look like West Sable, guys. West Sable sitting here with uh, three, uh, four points after C letter. Bringing it in at the hydrant. Oh, he's off. There's a lot of stopping steps. Man, he tried to. Now he lost the coupling. Michael Mara running nozzle at the top. As Joe Quinzer is on the DL. Hits the target. But, boy, I give Billy a lot of credit. He tried to stop with everything he had and still went by. Leaves it wide open again. But we talked about this earlier with the sea trucks. They just go through. I have nothing but respect for... Number 13 on your programs. The Blue Jays from... Every one of the guys on that truck, but uh, they did not look polished at either end of the hose race. And um, no disrespect to them, but... I don't think he had opportunity if, at the hydrant. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. And then Michael struggled a little bit on his end. If there was water there, I'm not sure if the nozzle would have been on right. in time. But uh, uh, West Able putting out their best effort, but um, it's not going to be enough right here in Seahose. Well, they, so they need to get a couple of practices with that group. 
The Sable Blue Jays come to the line. This this contest, boy. Capital U Glee. Capital U Glee. Wide open. So if you're a team that wants to get back in the ball game, take advantage of it here in Sea Hose. We're almost about halfway through the Sea Trucks here, and not pretty. Sable Blue Jays will try to take advantage next. Tracks clear for the cork. You were good. All right, here come those Blue Jays. Goes Pades a little bit to the middle. Now he's keeping it down the middle. Slowly brings it back into a really nice spot. And he drops him. Little, little, little soft on the drop. A lot of hose back in the hydrant. They come up short at the top, and they're not going to have enough time. Paul, it was a sweet drop at the hydrant. Looked a little deep at the nozzle end. Don't know if they had a chance to get that nozzle. Well, I said earlier, I still look back there. Look at all the hose at the hydrant, and there's a bunch of, like, wiggles in that hose. So all that's going to be footage erased from the top of the room. Overtime for Sable. Overtime. All right. North Lindenhurst, will they be the team to start Seahawks? 371 to the Cones. Artie, uh, you know, I, I know your brother's really strong on the hydrogen, and you and I have been All down right, the other end. 14 on your programs, the Pistonakers from North Lindenhurst. What was your feeling on that? I mean, to have such a, a limited chance to get it on. <clears throat> well, I think, <clears throat> so like you said, I mean, they came up, the hose came up a little short on them. I think also that part of his, the core kind of really was dead at the hydrant. So you're not getting maybe that true lay out of the truck where, you know, a lot of the hose then just dumps as Wally got off the truck. You know, uh, way back in the day in St. James, we used to go with the call, both at the hydrant and the nozzle end, which is rare. You don't see teams doing that. But we would hear our hydrant man call and sometimes call late, and we would say, hey, don't kill the truck. Again, as a nozzle man, hey, we need a little momentum coming out of the hydrant. You know, the driver's got to get me there. And uh, if, if I'm... <clears throat> the cork driving that race, and that's the way I'm going to drop Wally. If that's the way we're, we have to run this contest, I'm going to drop my guys back with more speed. Give them, I'm going to move the truck back and let them really run onto it with speed, almost like B.O.'s, mm. then try to bring them on top of it like you would normally do in a, in a C-hose drop. So their physical ability um, to get under control and do their job, and, and, they gotta, and you're still giving your nozzle man and breaker a chance to do their job. they got to stack that hose a little tighter. Pull it down the track. All right, here comes North Lindenhurst. Three points coming out of a uh, C ladder. They need one. Chuck straight. Right where he wants to be. Let's see if they're deep. He's out. Chris makes the right hand turn. Water in the hose. It's going to be up top right here. Breaks it. Nozzle on target. There's C hose for you, everybody. We're going to get That's this race started. Textbook, folks. I was. If you watched it on a camera, if. Uh, Fred, Fred's doing his job as he always does. It was beautiful. One, two, point four, six. 12.46. 12.46. And they did it almost right? effortless. Shot you know? 12.46. 51 to the cone, but you are correct, guys. I mean, textbook right there. Have a line to be number 16 on your programs. Highlanders from Roslyn Heights. I mean, what what could you do to change that run? I, I don't know. The driver brought it straight. The Hydra man stick down, quick hands. Nozzle man on the target. I wouldn't, it was want, I wouldn't want to change any of it. I mean, that's first place by by a monster right 12, now. 1246 all day long. Last year is when it was base road with a 12-3, so 12-4 is going to be a player. 
the way these sea trucks are running, maybe running through right there, I mean, that was your fastest sea truck as well, but fully under control. Yeah, I mean, I was in that riverhead a couple of weeks ago, but again, prior, I thought that truck sounded much better than it had to the last couple of times I've seen it. Nice and straight down the uh, down the course. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that was that was perfect right there. All right, that's your first place shot by about a second and a half. You know, again, talking to you guys, a uh, couple of hosers from way back, it's just so smooth, right? I mean, that's what you do at practice. That's all you want to do. I just ran my run. I put it on a hydrant. I put yeah. the handle down. I put the nozzle on. I hit the target. That's it. That's what you're uh, not paid to do. <laughs> I like it. All right, Roslyn's about ready. 12-4-13-9. Huge. Big gap there, yeah. Gap. A lot of window. A lot Huge. Of room. Huge. We got a bottle collector. We had somebody collecting cans and bottles behind the uh, arch here. He's been moved. Now he's out of there. Ah, here comes Roslyn. He's got a good lineup. Let's see. Yep, keeping it straight. Nice job. He's real. Oh, now he fades a little bit, a little squarely. And he goes by. He's deep on both ends. They might yeah, just turn that water off because it's totally deep at both. Don't even break ball. it. Pull it to the side. Nice job by Roslyn. Not putting water all over the track. Totally deep More at time both ends. For Roslyn. Ready to complete the contest. Rule 13-04. Just as they came into the end, he started really driving a lot, and then he was right past the hydrant. All right, Hicksville's going to be next. Let's talk a little bit about Hicksville. Five and a half points. Tough time in sea ladder, but, man, with this sea truck, can they get back on it? We just said huge gap, so why not? At this point, it's no. just put no. it on, put it right, on. Number 19 the Hicks from Hicksville. Just go. I agree, Paul. Just complete the run. Run a practice shot right here, and you, you're going to get some points. Just going back right there, just getting the, the cone time there, 41. Really? Well, then that, that works into his drive, and he just he wasn't able to stop it at that point. I was just going to say the same thing. Perhaps it's a little too hot. That truck's running hard, or he blew the cones. Oh, yeah. Hard to tell from where we are, folks, up on the arch, but um, definitely deep at both ends. And now they, they were 76 here. Hicksville was 76 in C ladder with this truck. I, I just don't feel like he's been able to get comfortable in that seat yet. Right. With it. Um, you know, driving that other truck and just used to that other truck for so long. Whether it's the way it pulls out on the line, something he's not getting used to. Well, now would be a good time to get used to it because uh, the prescription here is put it on the hydrant. Put the nozzle on. Hit the target. We said that in B ladder, Win and this prize. team came up and performed. So. Win yeah. a prize. Uh, again, I mean, it's wide open right now for the Hicks. If I'm them, I'm just going to just run a 13 flat. Just, you know. A what? Just run the 13 flat. Oh, I thought you just, said a 15. No, 13 flat just to, you know, put something up there, see if it sticks. Doesn't it seem like these? Each this is taking a long time. Am I wrong about this? Yeah, I mean, we said this. You get no, Paul. No, no, it's taking no a patience. long time. Yeah, it's it's dragging a little bit, but they come the hit. I'm beer. talking about between runs. Yeah, beer, yeah they're giving beer us sales were down a little earlier. Fusa All right, now he's got a good line. Here he is. If he keeps it straight, he's real good. He's at the cone in a nice spot. Let him go. Let him go. Oh man, it does a oh, he does a nice job. The the, the slack man goes. He gets the nozzle on. He doesn't. Oh my God, slack man goes down. He still gets water in the hose. Does a nice job by himself. 
and the Nazi man doesn't get it on. So, Plenty Paul, Paul, take us back through it. I mean, uh, the hydra man and the slack man, they got off together, but the slack man looked like his head was a little forward, stumbling and bumbling a little bit. Talk about it. I thought I thought Time, this... Hanksville, 19.37, 1937. I thought the slack man held on to that bar a little too long when he was about to pull out, and it pulled him forward. And that'll get your head going forward, and we all know uh, Artie you as well. Because from East once, once the head starts going forward, oh, the rest over. of the body's going to follow, and it's usually not pretty. We haven't heard that from uh, Bill Rouse all year long. Next team on the line is East Islip. So East Islip Who? trying to put a monkey wrench into the entire works, Who? coming out with their two best contests only today. They do have a couple of new guys. The uh, dragon for them is going to be Mike Otten, and breaking is going to be Bonds. First time off the truck of the tournament for both of these guys, so see what they can do. Chuck says. You no. think they're going to be patient, or they're going to no, 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 out no. There? I don't think they are patient. Are we at looking all. at an 11 here, or what? If, I don't think Chuck and Eric have patience in them. No. Which I understand. You know Tommy does. Which I understand. <laughs> Game on. It's just fine. And there he is. He's lined up in the typical East Islip spot, but boy, with a heavy shot from East Islip, just put a huge monkey crimp. In what everybody was thinking Jay over Skidmore the next month. Jay finalizing the adapter and giving them the green light so the with East Islip Guzzos are ready to rock. With all that being said, it is very difficult to come out, not mid-year. They're coming out mid-day after a rain delay. They've been sitting around for an awfully long time. They're, these two are coming out over a year. Yeah, and they haven't run it over a year. Right? They didn't run last year. Yeah. And you doubt them? But what if? And you <laughs> doubt them? No, I don't doubt them at all. Shame on both I know they ran some heavy Shame. times this week, so Shame. I don't doubt them on all. Wow. Shame. All right. Let's There's a the kick. Happens. We're ready to go. Revving it up. Place is a little silent seeing what East Lakes is going to do right here. Everybody's thinking Tommy's the same thing as us. Tommy's pushing it down. Here we go. He's just over the cone. He's got speed. If he can get it, just passed. Too much. Too much. You could see it. Looked like he tried to plant at the hydrant pole, and he just couldn't plant hard enough. And, you know, he was already passed. You could see where he went to the cone. I thought he went over a little bit. Time for East Iceland. 16.73. Sigh of relief for a lot of people right there. Looks like Linnerhurst going to get back at it. 21 in your programs. The snail from... Uh, guess what? Guess who's coming back harder in Bejos? Yeah, no doubt. I right, give you a little rundown. North Lindy, 12:46, and then we do leaps to Farmingville at 13:95. And uh, unfortunately, I have to give you the rest of them. But after that, third place would be 14:31, 14:74, and currently 15:34 is fifth place. So wide open. Hey, Linnerhurst didn't get to run BNC ladder, so they could use a couple of extra points right here. Three words. In my sleep. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we still got some runners. We still got some runners coming up here. Isla, Bayshore, New Eyed Park, West Hempstead. Yeah, that's all teams that can run 12s. Yep. Teams that can nail it down. It's typical of CI since it's been repaved, though. These C trucks are deep. Deep, deep, deep. Looks like we're almost ready for Linnerhurst. It's got to be tough for the snails, too. You take off two races, including a rain delay. 
It's just a long wait. You go back to CI winning that, that state drill in 78 with no C-truck. 82! Artie, I thought he hang on, hung on a little bit long. The breaker did, which brought him down the track a little bit. Line number 22 on your programs. The Mintman from Manhattan, Lakeville. Found his way back. It was... Riverhead will be getting a rerun. He found his way back to the coupling. It definitely affected the nozzle man, but uh, pretty good hit, all things considered. Yeah, I have to, you know, 1282. Do I feel a little rain? 1282. Um, it is raining. I don't think it was going to beat North Lindy even if he blasted the target. I don't know what the water on was, but not a bad shot. I, Kenny, two swipes on the nozzle. How many times have we seen it today? Most guys have been taking two to yeah. three swipes. Let's see Let's see somebody do a clean. He cleans it up. He's going to have a better target hit. But, again, it's not beating the 46. No. But I, I like the hose lay. I, I thought it was, you know, driven well. Uh, nice shot. I mean, now, you know, they're looking at a 1282. Well, let's run B and C ladder. Some of the numbers you ran last week, you would have got points. Those numbers you ran two weeks ago, you're getting points today. Yeah. You're sitting, wow. well, you could be sitting with 10 points right now. They're going to go watch that video, and the breaker is going to see. He was a little bit deep, and he definitely affected the nozzle man a little bit. Yes. There. But uh, nice save and a uh, pretty good shot. There All right, a, Manhasset's about ready to go. There is a little bit of spinning yeah, yeah, coming down. Yeah, feel it. Just has to stop for another hour. 59 of the cones for the snails. All right, here comes Manhasset. Now he's bringing it in towards the hydrant, as you can see it on home if you're watching the video at the hydrant. And uh, let's go to Coupling. Uh, guys, just point. forget it. Just forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Don't bother. He let go of the coupling. If you're not watching it, the the slack man actually dropped the hose, and because it wasn't All right, gentlemen. because it was not attached to the hydrant whatsoever, All that sea truck ripped that hose down the track. Now, Paul, the, the slack man's supposed to let go of that at some point, right? To, uh, to let that hose lay out straight. I was actually down at a practice that Manhasset was having on Wednesday, and that's a new slack man. And uh, the, their biggest problem was that he wasn't holding on to the hose in either of the hose contests. Letting go, not under his own volition, but it was being ripped out of his hand. Volition? Yeah, use it Ooh, anytime I, you'd I like. i got to look that word up. You can use it anytime you like. But it just got ripped right out of his hand. And you could see it right there. It wasn't correct. Line number 24 in your program. 23 in your program. The Panthers from Cutchall. You know, folks, we got uh, Sean Sweeney up here helping us out. He was a... A big part of this radio crew back in the day, and good to see him back in town. Sean, do you know the word volition? Volition? You've heard it used. Okay, you won't use it, though, right? It was used correctly. <laughs> All right, under well, under his own, that out. what he wanted to do. Like, what he, you know, you know what I mean. Ah, it looks like we're ready for Kutchog. Still wide open for the Panthers. I mean, 12-4, 12-8, 13-9. Come on, Panthers. It's game on. Trying to look in the puddles. I don't see anything incredible, though you do see that little spritz. Here comes Kutchog. Fading a little bit now. He brings it. Now he keeps. He's out in the track a little bit. Has to make a big right-hand turn. Just can't get over there. Now he's got water in the hose. And even the nozzle man, Lenny, is way out in the middle of the track. What do you think? 
Yeah, it's not uh, your opportune spot to be hitting that target from. I mean, you got to deal with what the driver gives you. But no, he was uh, close to the middle of the track. Time for cutoff. 28.25. 18.25. It was not of his own volition to be out there, I'm sure. Um, I think he used it wrong, Lenny. I with that, Islip's going to step to the line. 24 in your program. The world's from Iceland! with an opportunity right here. The, the Hobos currently have a 14 sitting in the bank. 12 points overall. Islip four points down. Hold on, we just got a text. We got a text, yo. Yeah, oh, geez. Where's Merck? Volition. The, fa the faculty or power of using one's will, as per Paulie, laugh out loud. I was correct. Yo. Yo. I was correct. You Take it to think the bank. Whatever, you think whatever you want. Thanks, Merck. Yo. That's that's your source? You're <laughs> trusting Merck? Of course I'm trusting Merck. Longtime racer, Ranger fan. Those are the guys you trust, Lenny. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> All right, Islip just cleaning up a little bit of the wet spot up here at the top. I did see maybe a protest sheet floating around. See, uh, there is a pro uh, rerun for Riverhead be coming. Yeah, but that's not the protest sheet, I believe. No, I, I mean, we didn't get a reason for the, for the rerun either. <sighs> Paul's uh, mentioning the wet spot at the top end. We'll go from there. I don't. That's not the rerun reason. I think it's more cone light. All right, track's been given to the Islip Wolves. Down four. Complete cloud cover right now. If we could just keep the rain I think, out. I think Paul really summed it up, folks. They put up a good shot here. They're right back in the drill. 12-4 would be an incredible shot. North Lindy's leading number. All right, here comes Islip. Mike's got it on straight line. Over the cone. Now he wiggles a little bit, but they're at the hydrant. He's off and water in the hose. When a big target hit, they're going to be players. Nozzle on. There's a target hit for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's going to be in the ballpark, I believe. You're going to hear it Bill Rouse time. Time! Told you. For Iceland. One, two, point three, seven. Twelve thirty-seven, and that was a target hit to remember. That's some sea hose right there to uh, to take notes on. Paul, you talked about it a little squirrely coming into the hydrant. Bring us through it. Uh, he was definitely squirrely, but by the time he got to let him go, he was in the right spot. You guys, I want to hear from you guys because both of you guys are jealous of the lack of water lost right there at the target. I can tell you that. <laughs> now he murdered it right there. <laughs> That uh, doesn't get much better than that. But, Artie, you kind of liked it that way, right? You, I mean, he didn't have a lot of time because of a little oh, extra driving ooh, that had to be want. done and a great job by Mike Welton. I'd rather but it was click, that. look up, and hit it. Yeah, you know, that's, the water was ideally, right there. Ideally, I mean, that's the way I always felt. That's the way I wanted it. You start getting that little bit extra time and you start aiming, you you got to be – I always felt you get your best hits when you set up and started to lock out because you're setting up thinking you're knowing where it is. And when you murder it, that's because you set up correctly. Click, turn, look up, and, and the water's right there, and most of the best nozzlemen out there will do it that way. Those boys would love to put that one in the bank and keep it for the next month. All right, here comes Dwight Park. Nice line to the hydrant. Now he's out a little bit at the hydrant. Let's him go. Right hand turn. Just goes under the coupling. Now he's got water in the hose. 
Just went under the coupling. Target. What was the cone time for ice up there? Didn't we get that? Time for new high power! With penalty! 17.53! Ooh, 42 to the cone, so they really pushed that. Let's see if we get an ice slip cone time, I'm just curious. Alright, Big Shore's gonna come to the line. Let's take a look at the numbers. There is a 1237, a 1246, and a 1282 by the Snails. On the line to be number 26 on your programs, the Redskins from Big Shore! Then a 13-9. That's your fourth place run. Sounds like Islip was 353. Wow, alright, right where they want to be. Right where they want to be. You know, we're talking about uh, the nozzle end of things, and Artie can chime in, obviously. You know, you would think, and the everyday uh, fan, I don't know, watching, saying, gee, if you have time and you can set up and you can lock in and all this stuff, but it's not really that way, Art, right? It's, yeah. it's natural to want to put the nozzle on, click, turn, look up, and the blast of water is right there. When you run your, you know, I, I want to say a hot getting off the truck out, but just like your normal good shot, like we saw in Lindy Run or what you saw Iceland, when you get off with speed, momentum, and you can get set up, you want the water right there because everything is happening correctly right. in your mechanics. We're not smart enough to think that long. That's uh, exactly. what it comes down to. It's bang, bang, bang. On uh, all areas. Don't think, just do. I think yeah. the winner of last year's Sea host contest with a 35. That would win it again today. Moles got it straight. Like his line, just over the cone. He's off. He's giving him room. Slipped. Alligator armed it as his, as his foot slipped, as his plant step, he pulled in the coupling and then had to double click it. Old alligator arm. So the alligator arm, explain that one, Paul. Well, alligators have really short arms, and if you short arm at the hydrant, Five, it's not going to be out there to put it on. 13.75. Currently a fourth place shot. We talked about missing and still running a 12. Well, they missed and ran a 13. Fourth place, and the, you know what? There's not a lot of teams left. So Bayshore would be, hey, they'll take it if they can get on the board. So, again, alligator arm, you're, you're reaching out to that hydrant. You're extending your arm. You're looking for that coupling to click with the adapter. I'm going to give you a scenario right here. Mole dropped him in a great spot. He was running in, placed his plant foot. As soon as he put the plant foot, this is what I'm talking about. When it's wet at a track like CI, you run through. You don't plant. He on the line for every run. Number 11 on your program. The Iron Man from Riverhead! What happened is he planted. That's not Riverhead on the line there. Right? <laughs> yeah. He planted. It's Merrick Buckley. And his foot slipped. As he slipped, he went to gain his balance. He pulled his arm in away from the coupling. But that little slip causing you to get your balance, it's a natural reaction, is what happened there. But when you get to a track that's like this and it's slippery at the hydrant, you tend to have to run through as opposed to stop hard. So the, the, the We have a light drizzle falling right now, guys. The, the money exchange is from... Uh, Team number one. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a protest from the centralized of hobos, and I'm going to believe it's going to go back to the cone. But I, because they had a mishap in their contest, if I remember correctly, the cone light is not necessary. It's in the rule book. All right, so you're claiming they did not get a cone time? Is they that did not get it. There was no cone thinking? light on CI's run. Okay. Or Rivet. That's why they're running. Sounds like the truck breaking up. Yeah, you hear Merrick. Yeah. 
off at the hydrant. He's got water in the hose. A target hit makes them a player for the bottom to know. The water they actually needed beats some them. real quick hands there. The water they did not have a chance. That's Merrick. Riverhead will be next. You know, we never like to point fingers or whatever, but that's driver error right there. I mean, he didn't give his nozzle man and his breaker a chance. I think a lot of it was truck. I don't think the truck's getting out of its own well, way. Well, again, I say truck. Uh, I associate that with the driver, but the <laughs> well, truck didn't get him there. Driver doesn't want to hear that. Drivers want to blame the truck. 17-91. Now we'll be on their line. Before they rerun, number 11 on your programs, the I'm from Riverhead. Now, I'm going to give you... General judges, we have a protest from Central Iceland. Rule number 1304, contest was completed in a competitive manner. It was completed, and we received a time. Riverhead received a rerun under the same grounds, running less than half a second, faster than us. General judges. All right, here's, here's how the rule one was put into the book. Do you guys I'm gonna, understand I'm gonna, that? I'm gonna, yes, I do. I'm going to give you the complete scenario. Here's the scenario of the cone light rule. If the cone light doesn't work and there's a mishap at the hydrant on the nozzle, in, in other words, if you miss the hydrant, got to go back and put it on, or if you miss at the nozzle, the cone light really is not going to help you get a point. So you're, you, you keep your time. If you come down the track and you run and you hit the hydrant and you get the nozzle on and you hit the target, the cone light didn't work, you have to get a rerun. And this was put in a couple years ago based on the fact that you're giving all these teams second opportunities when they blew the contest on the first shot. All right. So when you say you have to get a rerun, if you Even, hooked up, let me go ahead, go ahead, go. If you hooked up at the hydrogen on the nozzle end, if anything, it would hurt you right. because you came in hot. It, so it, it might penalize here you. Here it is. For Riverhead, it can go either way. They ran a 13-9. They get a rerun. Then maybe they can do better. Riverhead, if they run a 12-2, is getting a rerun whether they like it or not. Exactly. So it doesn't work to your advantage. It no, only helps. Totally. It, it only helps, helps the other team. When maybe. teams didn't complete it because they fluked at the hydrant of the nozzle, it's in the rule book. That's not a competitive matter. There's no rerun. No, no, understood, understood. It's not going to help you. Um, and in the meeting when it was decided, that's how it was decided. Okay. If you fluked at one, you didn't get a rerun. So we will see what. When the that rule was passed. Did. All right, here comes Riverhead. See, they're actually taking points off the board here, not to their own doing. All right, he's got water in the hose. Can they beat the 13-9 up at the top? He's got nozzle on. He did it. I think, he did. Right I think he did. So they had 13-9 taken off on the board, not because they wanted it to, because it was points. And they might have improved it. Time for Riverhead. One, three, point five, two. There it is. So they shaved about four tenths off of their first time. And good job by the arm. See if they had a cone time. He didn't give me one. <laughs> Might be running again. <laughs> but now, now think if he attacks that hydrant a little bit more. He attacked well, it better that time. He attacks that a half a second faster. I mean, remember we said 8.0 to 7.5? You're running a 12.9. Half a second is, is a snap of the fingers. Just that much more. So it's going to be in interesting how the Rules Committee is going to rule on this because it is word for word in the, in the book. But, I mean, it's not going to go to the Rules Committee yet. I mean, just the officials, if they read the book, that's what I meant. Correct. I mean, it's the interpretation. Let's just, you, you got to make sure everyone has the same interpretation. And that's where, who's, who's the chief judge? How's he read it and interpret so, it? So what's your feeling, Paul? How do you think, how would you rule if you were down there? Unfortunately, I would have ruled just like it was ruled because he missed at the hydrant. 
it didn't affect their overall run. They were not going to score anyway. And there was big favoritism for when that went in by almost everybody. You can't see. And again, I don't think you can go back and say, well, and throw in there. Well, they were within a half a second of Riverhead's time. That's irrelevant. That, yeah. that could be Riverhead's team record. Right. You know? Right. You could run a 14-0 and beat Copenhagen Cubs, and that's your best shot of the year. And you come down and miss the Hydro on a 14-2. I should get a rerun? Well, you could miss the Hydro on a 13-7. Bayshore yeah. just did that. Yeah. Hi, uh, here comes Levittown. He's keeping it on a straight line right here. Looks like he went over the cone. Little squirrel. going to be high, tied to the Hydrant. Hey, he's got water in the hose. Oh, deep at the nozzle. And with their hose. Whew. Yeah, they were talking there to the way from a third There is water coming out of the dummy line. Yes, Never there is. No, especially the way it's pointed. He let him go really deep at the top end. Pointed across the north side of the track, so now it's really right where the driver pulls out. Oh, he's pulling out a little late right there. Yeah, but still Overtime he's got to go through that. Overtime for Levittown. Overtime. So Anthony calling... David Miller, who's the captain of the Hobos, under the arch right away, pretty quickly to talk to him. So obviously hear their voice of what they're uh, what they're looking to do. On the line, number 30 on your programs, the Tigers from Brentwood. Lenny getting a little play on the group there. Bonesy? <laughs> Bonesy? Yep. Give him a shout out. Um, just uh, speaking of Bonesy, Port Washington, just uh, Port Washington Roadrunners have their raffle tickets for sale today. So if anybody wants a raffle ticket, I just got a text from Doc Reese. Anybody want a raffle ticket, stop over and see Donald Doc Reese over in the Roadrunner camp. They'll be happy to sell you a ticket. Make sure their half ends up in a container and not what on the floor. Shill. And if you're smart, if He's you're smart, you parlay yourself into a Barber Solano dessert. Yeah. While you buy the $50 ticket, because huh. right now we have some chocolate chip cookies and like some fudge cookies up here today. That's not Outst- fudge. As her husband. I don't know what the. The is. other half walks wow. up. Are you stealing I mean, a cookie? Oh, oh my God! He just stole a cookie. Not allowed, he's not allowed to have them at home. Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. He's just got a diet at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all the guys on his team are like, yo, put that on the on the brake pedal. <laughs> uh, anyway, stop by, Port. Get yourself a raffle ticket, and if you can, wheel you away a dessert over there. Track's cleared. Here comes Brentwood. He's in a nice line right here. Now oh. he's even in closer. Let's him go. Long run. Water in the hose. High 13 is placing right now, folks, so... Water oh, nozzle on. Ah, I don't know if it's going to be in the money, but. Yeah, but I, good job. He hustled. He knew he had to work, and I give him credit. He went to work. That, that nozzle was on an eighth of a turn, folks, and he found the target as well. Great job. Time for Brentwood. 13.90. Well, could be in there. So let us give a rundown of the points. Islip 12.37. On the line of me, number 31 in your programs. The Westerners from West Hempstead. North Lindy, 12.46. Third currently, 12.82 by Lindenhurst. Then we're going to go up to a 13.52 by uh, Riverhead. Riverhead's 13.52 is going to be... Right? Fourth? Uh, And Bayshore holding in fifth, I think, with 13.75. 
Can't see the score. That's my guess. Scoreboard's down to our left. 13.75 with a miss at the Hydra. Is, is currently sure. fifth that's, place. That's, West uh, Hempstead takes job. their spot on the line, though. Out uh, is Deer Park back there. This could be the last team to yeah. run. I mean, I don't see him, but again, most teams sit, sit behind the corner there. They don't come We out talked about Jonathan Perot earlier. Jonathan, great Hydra man. Probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. All those big-time runs he's put together in both C-Hose and B-Hose. Mm -hmm. Had an accident during the week, and all our thoughts and prayers are going out to him and his family, wife, kids. And uh, we're thinking about you, Jonathan. I, I got to spend a little time with him on Wednesday. We were having a couple laughs down at Port's practice. and uh, You know, Paul, you're right. That's a guy that goes overlooked, uh, this West Hempstead team, and they've showed us some ladder contests. They always finish strong in buckets and whatnot, but kind of goes a little bit under the radar there, Hydra Man. Absolutely, and technically he's as good as anybody. Knows what he's talking about. Hell of a racing guy. I, West Hempstead, about to leave the line. Could be the last team here in Seahose. Kenny Brown wants a better drive than last time. He's at the hydrant. Water in the hose. They just got to hit the target up at the top. Nozzle off. Man, I'm going to tell Woo. you something right here how close this is. Looks Pat, good at Pat, the hydrant. Pat I know Brome stumbled a little coming off the truck. I'm going to, uh, I'll Go save ahead. it. One, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. One, three, point, one, three. 13, 13. It's a fourth place shot, but according to the rule book, the dead length's got to be out of the sea truck before the target is tripped, my friends. And even I missed, I missed that. He broke it before it unloaded from the sea truck. Your attention, please. The sea truck. The protest of Central Isa has been disallowed. All right, so finish your thought, Paul. The sea truck then, because he broke it before it was out of the truck. The truck carried the dead length away, and it dropped as the target was hit. I mean, it was bang, bang. Nobody, who's looking for that? Nobody. Yeah, good eye. I Nobody. Good eye. I didn't see but, that. But, man, uh, that's close. That's close. Well, West um, is going to take those points, though. That's gonna Good be news for West Hempstead. Nobody points. other than Paul saw it. Yeah. So, uh, Who was that running Hydra? Pat Cloudman? Do we know? Running Hydra? I didn't see it. I thought it might have been Pat. So this is going to be a big shot for Iceland. Oh, Five John, points. Uh, what's his name? Wachowski? Wachowski? <laughs> oh, equipment! Joking, folks. Joking. Oh. As he walks across the road. Contest. He's out there. First place, five points, number 24, Iceland. Second place, four points, number 14, North Lindenhurst. Third place, three points, number 21, Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points, Number 31, West Hempstead. And fifth place, one point, number 11, Riverhead. So Riverhead getting a point there on the rerun. Nice job. Congratulations to the Ironmen. Uh, that's a big shot right there for the Islip Wolves. They're going to take over the lead of the drill, 13-12. Halfway through our drill, Islip's got 13. Lenny, don't eat the cookies. You said you weren't going to eat them. Uh, CI has 12. You're on a diet, remember? CI has 12. And big two points by West Hempstead right there. That's going to give them nine. Then it goes down to North Linney, who had second there. They've got seven for the drill. And the Hicks still sticking around there with five and a half. Linnehurst gets on the board finally. They have three for the day. And West Sable's got four. So it's going to be an exciting second half of the drill, everybody. What's the top yeah, five? For the record, it was a half a cookie. Top five. Top five is Islip 13, CI 12, West Hempstead 9, North Lindenhurst 7, Hicksville five and a half. Nice. That's what we want. Tight tournament. We'll be back right after these words. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting drill team racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Stay record at 7.5. Five, and it's held by West Hempstead. West team on the line, every number one in your programs. Your host for today's tournament, the Hobos from Central Iceland. All right, as you've heard, everybody, we are back halfway through and the John drill. John B. Lynch, you still haven't come up here. John B. Lynch, come up here. If it's his wallet, find out how much is in it. I can be a John B. Lynch real quickly. You know, the skies are still threatening, Paul, but the rain is holding off. Yeah, uh, hopefully. If we can get B-Hose in, we'll be good. Yeah, well, B-Hose, you know, you got a lot, couple more teams running than running C-Hose, but uh, I'm hoping we get the pace picking up a little bit right here. Track's been given to CI. They want to get back on it. Their horse did a little uh, mishap in the last contest. And now they find themselves overall second place halfway through the drill. One point down to the Islip Wolves. Rain and Bayshore. When I'm here. When's, when's the last time that we had a drill this this deep where we're halfway through and it wasn't CR or West Sable leading? Yeah. In other words, Islip's the leader right now. We haven't had other leaders, I don't think. All right, looks like we're about ready to get the contest started. Here comes CI Hobos. Making their approach at the hydrant in the break. Off, hand out. Water in the hose. Up at the top, they creep on nozzle. And a little low, low left, but he comes back with a with a decent target hit. That was a good looking run right there, Paul. Had him 269 on the stick. I got him an eight flat. 269. Holy moly. What happened Nine. to twos? What's that to Iceland? 7.92. A seven has won this contest Nine. going all the way back to 2008. The from all the way back to 2008, a seven has won this contest, and most of those victories have been by those CI hobos or the coming up soon East Islip Guzzlers. Though Islip did throw a 770 in in 2010. Throw a 770? Yeah. That's a solid shot right there. When you look at it, last year CI ran a 771, but that 770 is pretty heavy outside of Patchogue's 760 when they won it in 2003, and of course North Lindy's. World-famous 7.50 state record-setting run here at the CI Invite. So 
I mean, we're talking, we just saw a good-looking run. It was a, a 7.9. You're talking 7.70, which we, we all know is a, a crazy hot run. Yeah. 7.50. 7.50, that North Indy run. Unbelievable. They don't get enough credit for that, maybe, if he gets, they should. I, I agree with you on that, Lenny. That 7.50 maybe may be the greatest, one of the greatest racing runs ever because the hose was worse. Think about it. What was it the hose you have today? That was, what, 85 they did that? Oh. When did they do that? What year is that? Give me a second. 85. That's what I just said, right? I know. <laughs> All right, it comes Kopeg. At the hydrant, he's off. He's Oh, he clocks the top, then he tries to save it. And he throws water, curb to curb. First time we've seen that today. He clanked right off the top. He set up real nice, arm out, but he hit the top of the coupling. He tried to get a quick recovery and then sent water to the other curb. So Kopeg, not having the day they envisioned when they got out of bed this morning. Correct, Paul. is going to be a little extra cleanup right now. Again, as you said, waterway right, curb. Curb to curb. And there's, there's only so much that the track committee can do. And um, Especially when the sun's not beating down on the course. Artie, perhaps you can deal with it a little bit better. I mean... You hydroman, Paul, you, you guys don't have to deal with it because you're already off the truck when the truck gets into that wetness. But, Artie, talk about what it's like when you hear the B truck hit that water as he's spinning his wheels trying to get you to your end. Well, you know you better get your ass busy up top if <laughs> when you're getting off that truck because if there's water in that hose, you're getting one swipe and one swipe only. You could hear it like when I, I remember running hydrant and hitting it. And then you hear the truck whined, boy. Yeah, and you up. just start saying to yourself, oh, I'll just drop him deep. Get him down there. Drop him deep. You're talking to yourself as the race is going yeah, on. Drop him did deep. Great. Did you say thank God? my toes through the front of my uh, shoes. Did my you problem. say thank God it's that's already, thank God it's Mike, Wel- Mike Welton and I got a chance here? No. I didn't get that far <laughs> in my conversation. I just said I was talking to Harry. But again, Tower folks, Mole. what we're talking about is now it's it's totally soaked. Yeah. Uh, across from the hydrant to the to the curb. Technically, and you only need about half that space. The, they cannot worry about But the about truck, this. when the, when the driver accelerates, he's gonna hit this wet spot, and the tires nine times out of ten break loose, and yeah. it, it, it definitely costs the uh, nozzle man and the breaker a little bit of time at their end. Yeah, Gotta keep our fingers crossed. I'm getting some text, and there's like rain all around us right now. There's rain in Sable. Oh. There's rain out going towards into. Uh, I don't think we're getting this track dry if it rains pretty good again with this cloud cover. Now it's uh, again, folks. It's very overcast. We're fortunate that it's not raining right now. Um, looks like it could be any second, right, guys? I mean, it's uh, definitely intimidating. We're going to try and get through the B hose contest and see where it goes from there. All right, Selden. Well, they're going to be the first ones to run with a little bit of water out here on the track. And perhaps if you listen in the background, folks, you may hear their B truck, uh, the tires break loose right at the hydrant, right as he hammers it again, right after dropping the hydroman and the, and the uh, anchorman, you may hear the truck tires break loose. Approaching. Way back. Yeah. I was about to say that's the way to do it. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Made it worse. Yep. You know, he's running, he's running a 33, so it's running down the track a little bit. He just put water further down the track. Now you have so much less area to actually get your tires on the, on the street. But I, I thought Davey, as the driver, did a pretty good job, guys. I, was about I didn't, to I didn't hear the tires break loose. I thought well, he worked his way you, through it. I was about to say, but I let him run first. Because I say it the way to combat that is to bring Overtime that whole run back. Overtime. 
is to bring the whole run back and really get off at speed and run into the hydrant fast. You're not going to run what well, we used to run, 2-1, two, 2-2. Two, two. You're not going to run that. You might run a 2-4, two, 2-5, two, but the truck will get its momentum exactly. going the, the tires are turning before already. you hit the right. water. But, boy, there is an awful lot of water. We're they talking need to get the blowers out. We're 20 now we're talking... The water is almost 25 feet past. It's 25 feet past the hydrant. It's 25 feet past. It becomes a safety issue now because the and this truck is this track is known to fish jail when you when you spin your tires at the hydrant and you run close to the curb. This this track you will get the fishtail up the top end. All right. So looking at North Belmore's B truck. They're already pointed to the middle of the track, right, guys? I mean, yeah. it's Probably obvious. Probably not by purpose, though. But, I mean, they are obviously pointed to the to the middle of the track. They may want to back off and realign that. So, I mean, the, the, uh, these, lot these rollers, factors, these a lot of rollers, things going on. These rollers can't soak up enough water. That the, the amount of water that just got laid down in two runs, they can't soak it up. With the... With with the cloud cover we have, it's impossible. No, Artie, uh, again, we give a lot of credit to our track committee, CI being one of the best, but they can get the puddles, but Listen, they can't make it dry. When you go back-to-back back at the hydrant like that, and it's a, it's a solid second to second and a half open gate going across, you know, it's not that quick, oh, I turned it on, turned it off, it went across the street. Well, you know, the other thing is um, it's summertime, and it's 85, 90, 95 every day. And the asphalt can absorb some of that. It can kind of self-dry. But like you said, when you wet it two times in a row like that, um, the next team, they got to deal with it. And the next team is the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. And, I mean, you can um, see their, their adapter yeah. guys out there. What, they're concerned. I, I'd call for I mean, I don't know. What, what I'm asking do? the chief judge to come out. You can drag your feet. You can I'm roll. asking. Okay, the, they've I'm called for the roller to come back out. I don't want the roller. And I want they're the getting judge. another roller. And, yeah, but how far do you go, Artie? I mean, you ran on wet tracks in your in your day. I did. How far do you go? How I many mean, guys are running with a 33 and putting more water up the street? What's the What's the conversation? Sorry, I was in a second separate conversation. All right, so we're talking about the, the wetness of the track, Paul. Uh, yeah. We had two teams in a row that really soaked it. I was we there for that part. We can see 25 or 30 feet of wet track right now, but what can you do yeah, as yeah. North Belmore Rinkadinks? What What rights do you have as a team? You can... Well, you could say it's not safe. I guess you could walk off the track. I will say this. It's going to be really hard for anybody else to run a 792. So the, the advantage of running first, and CI has used it to their advantage their entire life that I've been He just told racing. them, their adaptive man just told them to back off the line. Yeah. And I think it's the right play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you're allowed to do that for safety purposes. Yeah. Sure. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. You can say this is not a safe condition for my team. It's not. It's not a safe condition. It's also not a winning condition because uh, it's not a winning. The condition, chance of you being able to run a decent shot, when I mean that 820 and under at this point, really hard. If you're Who in the back of the pack, no one else puts water across the street. You might have a chance yeah. running the last three teams. Well, Who makes the call? Is General it the judge. chief judge? Yeah, chief, yeah, chief, judge. Judge. chief judge says, "Get out there, suck it up, and run." Yep. Yes. They Who, can. Is, who is our chief judge? Andy Ruck. He's right there. He's talking He's to talking their. He's talking to them. He's doing the right thing. That's a tough call. That's a real tough call. Listen, you, there's we got to use better judgment here. There's the water that's once closest, the water is more than 10 or 15 feet past the hydrant. The water that's closest to the 25 foot line past the hydrant. And now it's starting to rain pretty good. It's still not good. The yeah, water's starting to rain. We're just not going to finish this contest. Yep, we got a little drizzle coming down, guys. You're right. It's more than a drizzle. The smartest, honest move would be right here. Let's just look at the radar and maybe just go to efficiency. 
Because to have another hour delay, for what? We can see some teams covering their trucks already. They've got uh, tarps out. Who's got radar? We have radar? It's over, right? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, let's just go to efficiency. Somebody tell them before they give a half-hour delay. Let's just move on. All right. Well, we're going to see. I think Anthony's bringing up the radar on his little phone right there. Take a look at it. And our officials, they, they're on top of that game. Yeah. just seemed like there was a lot of dilly-dallying today. A little bit. This tournament bit. didn't run as... I thought the delay at uh, yeah. B-Ladder, I thought they dried way too much of the track to, to, to get it going again. But I just got a gander at the radar, and boy. A gander? A gander. Goes along with volition. Under, under, under my volition. own volition, I looked at the radar. And it don't look good. Now, uh, anybody, I'm sure if you're sitting home and listening and you're watching on TV or whatever, folks, you know it's not going to be good. We, I think we've been very fortunate to make it this far. Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, again, is a, it's a light drizzle. It's not much. But no, it's not. It's more than a light drizzle now, Len. Look at it. And look at the puddles. Yeah, it's enough to... Um, this track's going to be soaked in about two seconds. ...to make teams concerned. And Let's get efficiency going. Think it'll be that quick pull, or is it going to be or, your attention, please? We need all team captains. Well, they and might that's have to do that. going to take 20 minutes, and no. then a 20-minute meeting. Look at the radar; it's not 20 minutes. Uh, hey, I mean, it's pretty. I'm obvious. with you. I'll let the chief judge make a call, and let's all trust his opinion, and that's it. Tell him to come up and ask me. I'll tell him. Paul says. All right, so we only had three teams run right there. Really flushes away a 792. A nice shot by the Hobos, which they needed to get back on top. Don't know if they're going to get it. Yeah, no. I don't know uh, if Me that neither. race is going to stand and if they're going to lift the sanction and say we're not running B-Hos. At worst, you threw away three points for them. Nobody, they're not going to get four teams, in, especially yeah. with the way the track condition of the hydrant is right now. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's wet already. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what our judges choose to do. Looks like just, they call some sort of meeting, no? Just give you an update from uh, Western. Yeah. No hose times today. They had a pump failure. They will make it up next week in Spencerport. They run twice, right? They will run twice. They will run hoses twice, and they will they will not crown a winner today. Tough day oh. in the racing world. That huh? happened to them last All year. All kinds of stuff yeah. going on. So Are they, oh, so they're not running and not buckets or anything? Well, no, they'll they'll gonna run some other races, but they're not. There was no hoses, I guess no hose times, pump failure. So maybe they just ran buckets. They'll have to make up those four races then maybe next week in... Well, it's only six teams. In Spencerport. So you run twice, and then they'll crown two teams a winner next week. Or maybe one or... So, again, we're in a little bit of a rain delay, folks. Uh, waiting to see what the officials want to do. It, this started out as we had two teams in a row miss at the hydrant and be hose, which uh, wet the track not just from the high jump, but all the way up 25 to 30 feet. Now it started to drizzle, so we're um, looking at that right now and what they want to do. I guess Fred's going to take us to some commercials. Fred and Sean is his assistant, so uh, we'll be back right after these words. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Oh my All goodness, right, here we are. How many more commercials can we hear? Exactly. If anybody's out there still listening, it looks like we might get B-Hose uh, underway again as it, the rain. I'm sure wherever you are listening to, if you're on Long Island, especially Nassau or Western Suffolk, it's raining in North Shore, South Shore. But it's not raining here on Wheeler we, Road. We got a little drizzle, Paul, but we really didn't get you know pounded. No. I mean, they're no. still trying to dry the track from the first couple of teams that ran B-Hose yep. uh, at the hydrant end, but... And I'm sure the rain is coming, so we really need to get on a on a little bit of a gallop here and move this along. Yeah, I don't <sighs> know if everybody's on the same page you and I are, but I, they definitely I see are. a lot of standing around. All team captains to the hydrant. Oh, this All takes too long. To the Let the chief judge uh, make a decision and just say this is what we're doing. Exactly. Period. And you need to actually bleed that hydrant before they run. So. I'm sure, but I, again, the chief judge. Along with the um, with the host uh, department, make a decision and let's go. I think the decision was made. They're just telling them, but they can tell them as they pull up to the line oh, to go. They can announce <laughs> that right now. All right, so listen up. While we're waiting, I'm going to give you the rundown of the day up in uh, northern New York. It was quite a close contest. Three-man ladder, Copenhagen wins with a 696. And then Ellesmere with a 699. And that pretty much stated what the day was going to be like, that close. So two sixes out of the box from northern. Then they go over to B ladder. Ellesmere, 587. That's coming off the B hose record last week that they broke for the northern area. 587. Ellesmere, the winner of B ladder. C ladder, the Louisville Turtles at a 1099. C hose, Clayton. So when's the last time? Clayton. Clayton, the Calumets. When's the last time Patchogs C truck was a victor in C hose? Yeah, yeah. Because it was a victor today up in Copenhagen. I'm sure there's guys already looking that up, but uh, that's a very interesting fact. So Clayton on the back of the old 40 feet. Speaking of old 40 feet. There's one. He didn't know nothing. There's one. Um, so there's your C-Hose final. And then we're going to go into B-Hose as this is not aligned correctly on the thing. I'm looking for Clayton. 
they win hose they win the hose day. B hose they win as well. So C hose and B hose goes to the Calumets. So PJ's working it up there. Yeah, I know he's working it all the time. But motor hose too, the Great Bend Cobras. Uh, they run replacement 2010 was the first place shot. Efficiency, Great Bend making a comeback on the day. 10.52 is the winner in efficiency. Motor pump. The winner in motor pump is Copenhagen with an 8.62. And then in the bucket contest, the winner, I believe, was Great Bend with a 25.40. But the overall points for the day at the Copenhagen drill were very close. Eking it out with the victory is Copenhagen, 29. Ellesmere, without the luxury of a C-car, 25. Louisville, 23. Great Bend, 22. Clayton, 19. That's your top five. Carthage Nighthawks, 10 points coming in sixth. So Good that's to hear, a uh, yeah. close drill right there. Good to hear Copenhagen taking care of business up there. And if you didn't hear earlier from Western, they had a pump issue at the Seabreeze drill. And they're going to complete the drill next week. And each team will run twice in B-Hose, C-Hose, Efficiency, and I believe Pump. So they'll get two runs at it next week. So how does that work, Paul? They, That's they, just run. like I said, so Lenny. <laughs> you, no, no, no. So you come down and you run a race and you go, okay, this is attributed to last week. Yeah. And your next run is this week? Right. Okay. I don't know how they figure which is first or whatever they do, but it happened to them last year. They had done the same thing for some reason. But, yeah. So... Still a big meeting down at the Hydrant. What they could be de- talking yeah, what's, about. What's more confusing, the way they're doing things or the way yeah, we're doing uh, things here, Yeah, definitely our problem. Because now it's starting to rain again. So I we mean, probably missed a good portion of what would have been B-Hose. So, again, folks, what Paul's talking about is probably 30 to 40 drill team members, one, two, maybe three captains per team, with with our officials standing in a circle at the Hydrant, um, basically wasting time. Now they're walking away. They've made a decision. Not sure what it is. The teams are now breaking up. But, yeah, it's it started drizzling again. Yeah. Um, it's a more than a drizzle. Yeah, now now they're going to try to hurry up and get a little behose going. But <laughs> I don't even it's know. raining now. Definitely had an opportunity to squeeze behose in. Um. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, touch it, please. I bet Move the equipment. Going to efficiency. We're going to skip B-Hose and go into efficiency. All right. It's nice to hear that a decision has been made, a definitive answer. Now, I so, don't know if B-Hose wasn't canceled. Well, he said skip. What right. does that mean to you? I don't know. It means skip. You ain't getting no points. Well, let me come back to it if it stops raining. Skip, you know what? Skip means you could come back to it. I hear what you're saying, Paul. It's pouring in Bayshore. Yeah, I don't see um i don't see them revisiting bo's today anyway so no, that being either. said uh we have north belmore and several other teams that are on the line for bo's well, we assume they're gonna trickle down the track and put that equipment away and get ready for efficiency ci is going to have to take a nice 792 off the board <clears throat> due to the rain and so uh, it's going to probably take a couple minutes for these teams to come back around because some of these teams are going to be running first right. in efficiency. You would have to believe that Central Islip was one of the teams that didn't want to go in this direction yeah. because of the shot they put up. Heck but yeah. Reality is what it is. So um, 
It's just not going to happen. Uh, again, it's it's raining a little bit harder here in Central Islip, and, and yeah, I don't think most of these teams get it. At this point. Everybody's got phones and looking at the radar around us, folks. Uh, we've been very fortunate to be this dry this long, but. Um, and we're going to be fortunate to be under the arch. Yeah, as far as motorized minutes. contests, you uh, should still get motor pump in, which is always fun in the rain. I've <laughs> I've seen some. No, it's fun to watch. It can be fun. Fun to watch, my friend. Nothing's fun in the rain. Hey. You know, we say I say that, Paul. Talk about when you're at practice. Well, I'm practicing in the rain. When it's pouring rain at 6.30 or 7 o'clock when you're supposed to be running B&C ladder or B&C hose, did, did your team hang in there and say, you know what? We're running pump efficiency and buckets because yeah. in the tournament we're going to run these in the rain and we're going to practice them now in the rain and we're going to be that much better for it. I've been part of teams that yes and I've been part of teams that no. <laughs> they went back and... We're drinking some beers. But overall, you want to practice them at some point during the year because what if at the state tournament it's pouring during the – they're going to run those contests. And it's happened. It's happened. It happens. And it just gives you that much more confidence when you do run a motor pump or efficiency in the pouring rain to say, you know what, I've done this before. Does it suck? Yeah. But I've done this before, and I can do it. And – you know, to me, in motor pump, the biggest thing was keeping the back step dry. And the racing So my push-off. The racing gods appreciate it. So my push-off step was good, and you used to put a towel down or whatever. You Aww. need that first push. Really? You needed a towel? Aww. I needed a dry foot. Aww. But, uh, no, so we, we ran some low sixes. Was it, was uh, it a pink fluffy trails. towel for you? No, nah, it wasn't pink. Yes, it I don't was. think they had pink in those days. Yeah. But, yeah, keep your step dry. You get that good push-off, and... And you can make it happen. I can almost guarantee you the back step is wet in a sunny day when you load the hose and the water's dripping out. Is it that much more wet? Oh, it was. It was maybe it was half mental, but I oh, needed to know. Been full mental I you, needed to half. know. Now again, um, any pump nozzle man, and I know you ran it as well. <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys did it, but that right foot was Slowly. my only foot in the truck, right? You were. Did yeah. you leave your left foot hanging, right? Yeah. So you need that initial push-off, and you want to know that you got some uh, stable footing under there. So. How about your uh, first step? Did someone throw a towel out on the ground when you get first uh, hit the floor? Tito, get me tissue. No, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, but uh, Good. You wanted to know that the initial push-off was good. Yeah, there's no coming back on this track now as it is uh, changed color. Yeah, that dry well, color to that wet color. And definitely not going back to B.O.'s. So we got three contests to go. Let's just take a look up at that scoreboard one more time. With three to go, Islip 13, CI 12. Third place currently, West Hempstead 9. North Lindenhurst over the last two contests has got seven, so they are in fourth. And the Hicksville Hicks with five and a half hanging so, in there. So you got to believe Islip is uh, relatively happy with what CI did there early in the Behoes race. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't get a chance to do their thing, but... Say, okay, their seven is wiped off the board. We're going to start with efficiency now. Now, stating, you know, gee, can't wait for CI to run efficiency. Careful what you wish for, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, it should be interesting from here on in. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Five and a half points. So there's still a lot of teams. You still got West Sable, capability of coming down the track. They're sitting with four points. Uh, North Belmore, one and a half. Even Bayshore with three to go, three contests that they can run. Still full within their range of coming down the track at the end of the day. Though if anybody's going to come down the track, that's going to be probably pouring at this point. P 
people in the stands have made their way to the upper echelon area where they are undercover. There's a few stragglers sitting out in the rain, but why? I don't know. There is plenty of room. Oh, it's always good to see our devoted fans. And Central Islip gets plenty of them. Speaking of devoted fans, the uh, Wildcat Association is running the Survivor Racing Pool again this year. Always a big hit. In the past, we've had past champions such as Tim Nazowitz in 2011, Dow Ronaldo in 2012, oh, Richie Cotty in 2013, Dr. Jennifer Harrison Tansy in 2014. Michael just left us a little while ago. Hopefully you heard that. Uh, Corey from Copaig last year, and who knows for 2016. But uh, long story short, find any Wildcat or uh, probably any Redskin, for that matter, would be able to help you out as well. For $10, you pick uh, the teams you want to, uh, or not necessarily the teams you want, the teams you think will place in uh, each contest in the state drill. It's as hard and as ever right now. It's really tough. And um, this year especially, yeah, there's been a lot of... Um, Up and down. Yeah, mediocrity in our yeah. sport. So it's it's never easy, but for $10, um, you can be in it to win it. And in the past, the money we've made has been donated to different. Uh, when did it When did it get to last year? Fish Sea? Did it get that late? C-Hose? I don't think it's I don't think it's ever gone that far, Paul. I think Behose is where it went last year. Yeah. Um, Chris Coward from Bayshore could tell you more about it, but I don't think we've ever got into even Motor Pump, where people have picked a team hard. that is scored in each race. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting pool. And again, the um, the money we make, uh, we give away. We are a not-for-profit organization. This year, we're giving it to the Penny family from Bayshore. They got a lot of things going on over there, so we are donating donating it to Harry and his family. So um, anyway, uh, enter often, and uh, again, see any Wildcat or Redskin, and uh, have some fun with it. it yeah, be, it's not it a one-time a entry, right? You can put in five inches. You can you do like. as many as you want. Ten dollars, and uh, again, I have some up here on the arch, or find any Wildcat or Redskin and, and get involved. Wildcat Survivor Pool. Who is going to survive the 54th annual CI invite? Still to be determined. The rain has overtaken us here. For those of you listening around the state, maybe you've tuned in. If you are sitting around after the Northern Drill from Copenhagen or over in Seabreeze after their drill there in Western, which was cut a little bit short. Still not a lot of people running to get out here for it. I was just going to say that, Paul. I see CI loosening up a little bit as they are number one to run the efficiency contest, but other than them, uh, somebody's out there in yellow. Uh, Wait, is that North Lindy maybe? Manhasset. Manhasset, okay. But there's, there's only a couple of teams on the track, folks, and uh, like to see a little bit more and I don't know that the chief judge or anybody is pushing them so why not I don't know I don't know I think Anthony's enjoying uh, a little bit of hospitality at the hydrant right now but yeah you would think uh, that they would want to move this along a little bit it's for everyone's six sake o'clock. yeah 6 p.m. and we've run really only four races exactly that's less than a race an hour my calculations correct state drill i get it but um ci invite 25 years ago i get it but not in 2016 how angry were you what was your state of mind when you were in a situation where now the drills all you know kind of effed up you don't you didn't come out here you want to run your races you know you practice hard you want to run all, 
especially B and C hoes, you know. They never get rid of a fish or pump or buckets like that. They always get rid of the good ones. But what was your state of mind in a situation like that when it would happen? It gets really frustrating. We talked about it a little bit off the air before. Like, you know, you and I, more as fans now, say, all right, just do away with B-Hose and finish the drill. And some teams would say, well, you know, you can't do that. you got to lift the sanction. You're not running the straight eight and this, that, and the other thing. So we're a little more patient uh, maybe now than we used to be. But your state of mind, you want to get out there. You want to run everything. You want to do everything. You want to run every race. You got up early this morning. You loaded up last night. You want to get out here and run all eight races, put on the best show that you can, and uh, especially when you know, hey, B-Hose is one of my strong suits. I want to get out there and run it. I want to do this. Um, unfortunately, that's not going to happen today, so we'll see where it goes. I, I, as I say that, Central Islip is uh, taking the line now. For efficiency, the the hydrogen, it looks like they're bleeding off the hydrogen a little bit. So we should be ready to get going here. But uh, to answer your question, Paul, it's frustrating. I mean, um, everyone, I should say everyone, but all racers know. It's two, three, four nights a week you're putting into this. What is the efficiency contest. Same record is 8.40, and it's held by Central Iceland. First time on the line to be number one in your programs, your host for today's tournament. The from Central Iceland. So, yeah, 8.40 is the record. CI is uh, yeah. taking the line now. It's raining on everybody. I don't think we're going to see an 8.40, Paul, but uh, we may see a good shot here. Yeah, and I don't think yeah, right, those classic CI runs. Somebody should, what, what's the best run ever in a rain? I mean, it's probably an 8, but. You and I have talked about it before. Um, Not just I can remember. Anybody. I can remember on the juniors. Dragging hose down the track at a Lindenhurst drill. Lindenhurst is the one I remember. Puddles Listen. in the loops, like just you're just dragging puddles down Pouring. the road. I remember that. And those are the uh, we got these polyester like uh, sweat track suits, and if they got wet, they were so freaking heavy, and nobody we're all oh, they're all falling off us. It was insane. But yeah, there's been some times. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, it's not unheard of to run efficiency in the rain. But it, is it unheard of to run a fish seat well? Yeah, you know, you, you say that. What's the best run in the rain? Who knows? I mean... Yeah, it's not a stat to keep, but... 9-2 has got to be out of this world in the I rain, I would say right? if somebody's done it, I'm going to guess CI. The best one. It's not a hard guess. But uh, we're going to find out right now, folks. Yeah. Um, CI Go taking back. the line. The officials are... Giving their wave. Looks like Jocko's walking away from the Nas line. Looks like he's giving them. He didn't give him a white flag, but he gave him the wave. Think about before speed hose when you were lugging that heavy hose down. Those guys. Double jack. Right? 50s and 60s and 70s. That's when men were men, my friend. Wearing wool uniforms on a wow, hot you, August you day. You your men. What'd you carry? Three feet? I mean, what was the big deal? I wasn't running in the 50s, but somebody was. In their wool uniform. On an August 98-degree day. Sean Sweeney with us uh, pointing out some team walking down with a tent from the CO yeah, start. smart. Here come the hobos. I put my tent in my pool the other day. Water in the hose. Here they come. As usual, a hobo hose lay, which means straight down the track, water through at the target. The hell of a shot right there in the we, rain. We were asking for a best ever in the rain, Paul. We might have just seen it right there. Come Twan doesn't have that written down somewhere. Time for Central Iceland. 9.14.
9, 14. Not unbeatable, but maybe unbeatable in the ring. Line to be number 5 in your programs, the Alberts of Cope. So talk about it. Does a 9-14 become an 8-8-4 or yeah. something in the ring? Yeah. I mean... I mean, uh, when you look at it technically, what could have been a little bit better? Probably running into the hygiene, you get there a little quicker because you're just more sure of your footing, stuff like that. Maybe you get the hose out a step better, but, I mean, that was that was a good-looking clean run. It did. It looked really good. When you think about it, two good runs in a row, I mean, that B hose run doesn't really count for them, 792, but CI making a statement right here. See what Islip does as a comeback. Next team up is going to be Copeg. The Yellow Birds. A lot of umbrellas, and as you said, a tent. Back past the start line. Yeah, who was that? Was that who was that? Somebody with the tent. North Lindy, it looks like. Was it North Lindy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One step ahead. So what does that mean, Paul? You're not as soggy if you if you got your eight guys and they're not soaking wet, right? If I got to go out here and I'm not running for a little bit, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Let's bring the tent out. Why not? Why not? I mean, if you're dry, you're going to run faster. There's no doubt about it. So that being said, Copig Yellowbird's out the line. They're looking serious. Yeah, it looks like they're ready to go. 9-14, only number on the board, but it's a good one here in the rain. And they're off. Looks like a pretty good start. Hydra out first at the Hydra turns. Water in the hose. First length down. Second length. Looks pretty good. Let's see if they can get out this third lane. Aiming at the target. Oh, waves it left to right and then hits it. That was not a rain issue. Target issue. Wait for time for Copeg. 10.64. Selden should be up next. The last time I saw a hit like that, I think Tansy was on a nozzle. That one was a little bit better. So Selden comes to the line. No points on the day. Disappointing day for Kopeg. On the line of number six it. on your programs, the slowpoke from Selden. Kopeg's got to have dreams of top five at the state drill. And, you know, uh, what? What are they going to probably go to North Belmore? I would say they do. They've done it in the past. But you want to show up at the CI drill when you believe everybody's here, you know. This is usually the drill where um, if you're going to make some hay, it's right here. You're going to flex your muscles a little bit and say, you know, we're, we're serious. We're, we're contenders. We're yep. Yeah. Agreed. Uh-oh. I mean, most most teams make that their goal. Uh, again, being the last tournament uh, in July, usually, typically the last Saturday. This is where you you want to be serious. All right. Selden has the track. What do you think that lineup? That Hydra-Man's really in the middle of the track, which then scrunches the rest of the team together. He's got water across the track now. He got some water in the hose. He not did. enough. Not enough. It blew off. What do you think about that lineup? I know you guys have tried some crazy things and officially as have we, following you. But um, I thought the Hydra-Man being that far out the track. Overtime for Selvin. Overtime. He was out a bit much. It's a little um, uncomfortable for all the other guys. You know, uh, just what you said, Paul, you... One second, we'll let Bill on the line to be number seven on your programs, the Ricky Dicks from North Belmore. You know, we um we took a a page from the Patchwork 40 Thieves book, ran the nozzle man in the middle, it happened to be me at the time, played around with that idea to get better water out and be be straight on the nozzle. And I know what you're talking about, Paul Bay Shore, especially the first coupling man used to really swing out mm, wide yeah. to get that hydrant length out. Mm -hmm. So 
different teams try different things to get the water flow a little bit better. We tried um, that, that patchwork St. James lineup in efficiency, too, and we got rid of it pretty quickly. Well, the guy in the second coupling, he yeah. better be paying attention because yeah. he could take a pretty good beating oh, if, yeah. uh, if he's not on his game. We had, and he uh, better be quick because he's got to beat you down there to be able to get it behind you. Yeah, we had Mike Etzel Sr. on that, and he was he quick. was real good at it. He was quick. <laughs> yeah, he was. He wasn't the biggest man in the world, but he was fast. He was the fastest guy yeah, in his weight yeah. for a long time. So, uh, But that really can whip that second good guy Am around. I wrong about that? He's the best ladder climber with that body type I've ever seen in my life. Think about it. He had some heavy runs. Some strong legs there. Definitely. No, he's no joke. I'm, I'm not being, I'm not fooling around. I yeah. North Belmore, point and a half up on the board. They have water across the track. Now he's got water in his lap. Third try will be the charm. And there's not going to be a third try. Open up, gentlemen. You're up. Overtime. Completely lost the mark. After you get water in your lap, you just just walk off. It's an un, un, uncomfortable feeling. Line me number eight on your programs. The Bandits from Farmingdale. Farmingdale. You know, a lot of people will tell you cleanliness is next to godliness, but I don't think you want to be that clean down there, do you, Paul? Nope. I'll clean my uniform at home. The rain is annoying enough, right? You don't need the water gushing into your lap. When you look up at the turnout, well, you never really did that, right? Well, no, I was past the hydrant by that point. <laughs> Trust me, Lenny, there's plenty of times... I had water hit the other curb, and I never got a drop on me. It's not a good thing, but it's true. All right, here comes Farmanville. And they're off. I don't know if the turn-on woman might have broke the light. Let's see. Water in the hose. Whoa, that hose good was in here. Look at that blow up. Yep, yep, yep. Up at the top. He set really up early. He's at the in. wrong line. Oh, he hits it from real far he away. He pulled up at the wrong line, I think, Paul. Uh, I just thought he started creeping a little too early. But that could be your second place time. Time for Farmingville. 9.99. Second place. I right, Port Washington. Number nine on your programs. The Roadrunners from Port Washington. A situation where you don't run B-Hose hurts a team like Port Washington. B-Hose one of their better races. Efficiency has not been the way they've wanted to go all year. They had a couple new guys running out the hose right here. As some of the other guys are sitting around injured. Uh, we'll see. <coughs> Danny Salerno running hydrant still after all these years with Zack Attack. Turn on. <coughs> this is on the air. All right, Port's just about ready. Doc will do the call off. Robbie Lewis running nozzle up the top. After all these years, they haven't found anyone that's a little more fleet of foot than Danny at the high. I mean, my hat's off to him, all due respect, but you'd think with all those roadrunners. We'll see where Zach's at. Zach, you know, worries about his timing a little bit. He was pretty good the other night. They're off. And water in the hose. Bang, zoom. First length looks good. Second length, let's see. It's all going to be about targeting. It all looks good. Got to get behind him. Oh, Woo! he flipped it. I don't think it's going to be that 9-14. It should be right behind it. New backup, man. New nozzle, man. Time for Port Washington. 
9.45. One of those middle times. You don't know if it'll last or not. Line up your number 11 on your programs. The Iron Man from Riverhead. All right, 9.45, second place for the Roadrunners. Riverhead's going to come to the line. Not not the fastest water on. I mean, he's been about 3-3-3-4, three, 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 but it actually matches their team speed. So sometimes that can work for you. It's not going to run you an 8, but they got the most out of it with that 45. Looks like we're almost ready. Billetso looks like he's afraid to melt with that freaking umbrella. He's got, that's a big umbrella. He's already got a hat on. He needs an umbrella, too. You, right, wa you walked Riverhead. into that one, Paul. Here big umbrella. <laughs> big. Here comes Riverhead. They have... Oh, she missed the stick. I believe it's a she. She missed the stick. Now the water's coming downtown up at the top, waving at it, and they hit it. I tell you, it looks like Riverhead has a lot of young guys. I was going to say, that, that missed stick might not have hurt them. Yeah. Time for Riverhead. 1-0.23. 10-23. It wasn't help. a huge miss. Didn't uh, help. Line to be number 12 on your programs. The Flying Dutchman from West Sable. All right, this is a big shot from West Sable. Four points on the day. They would like to creep into that top five right here overall. Been a tough summer for the Dutch. Who would have thought two different bicep injuries, right? Crazy. Nine fourteen, nine forty-five, nine ninety-nine. Three top times right here so far in the top half of the scorecard. And the but you know, Paul, as you said, Wesave will be in dealt a couple of wild cards. Um, yeah. Well, this close. summer, and they just keep bouncing back, so hard to count them out. Absolutely. Count out West Sable? What are you, out of your mind? Out of your cotton-picking mind? Do it under your own, uh, right? With fair warning. Yeah. All right, um, and we are off. Approaching the hydrant, and, oh, we slipped, but he's got water in, and the hose comes out real nice for him. See what happens at the top. Michael Maurer running it out at the top, facing at that target. And he waved at it, and then he hits it. I don't know where it's going to end up. Mid nine. 9.76. 9.76. Not the target hit today, boys. Line number 14 on your programs. The Pistonakis from North Middlehurst. I agree, Paul. It looked like targeted. he was waving it a little more than he wanted to. I mean, you're coming in hot, and it's hard to just stabilize it and just point it exactly in one spot. If but, yeah, a little bit of left to right. It breaks up the stream. And yep. even if your first water's on the flap, doesn't mean it's going to be enough pressure to trip it. You, you give them Port Washington's hit, and it's probably the same little number right there, nine fours. Which then just go now jump forward. How good a shot with sea eyes here? Nine fourteen, right? I mean, geez. That was an acrobatic efficiency hydrant hit by Billy, didn't you think? Yeah. He slipped going in, gets it on. And he ended up 10 or 12 feet out in the middle of the track, right, <laughs> on his back or on his butt. It's not easy to do. Yeah, it looked like a poly hit. No, I go that tournament, way. Tournament. Or a kick Abelson hit. Tournament only, though. Yeah. Never did that at practice, but tournament only. All right. 
Sayville Blue Jays not running officially. Manpower. And we're going to go down to North Lenners. North Lenners has seven points on the day. They need this shot to keep up with the Joneses. North Lenners got the track. And they're off. Let's see if the tent helped them. Water in the hose. First length. Second looking, lane. Looking athletic. Roach and the Hydra, and they're coming in together, and oh, he's on the target. That's some dry people right I there. I think this is going to be right around port, maybe a little bit better. I think a little bit better from my uh, naked eye. Nice Ten, nose leg. Put off limit hers. 9.27. 9.27. There you go. A good Second shot. place. All about the target. Right, number 16 on your programs, the Highlanders from Roslyn Heights. You, know, you talk about that, Paul, all about the target hit, and let's face it, efficiency is what? Eight members running down the track. Everybody's got a job to do. We all know that, but it is about the target hit. Efficiency, if you don't hit it with the first drop, you're out. Well, hose lay, out. hose lay is awfully important, and water it's on. It's important, but. Water on number is huge if you're going to But if heavy. you miss the target, you're oh, out. It's over. You're out. It's over. Absolutely. Other little things can go wrong, and you, you can save it with a target hit, but. Efficiency is all about the target hit. Stay in line. Target. Little delay here. Yeah. What? We're joined. Uh, yeah, we're joined up here by some fans. Mike Tansy up here staying dry with us, but. Uh, Making a great observation. A lot of fans hanging in there. Oh, they've got um, that little Sticking cover. with the sport. Yep. Yep. And here comes Roslyn. Now, they're all crunched in by the hydrant, right? Which is probably even worse yeah, than that I was said a, before. There was too many guys in that little section right there to be successful. I wasn't sure through. about his approach and the way he was holding the coupling well, guys. It, it just didn't like look natural so to me. tight and compacted in there. Yeah, but it almost looked like, uh, again, you guys talk about those dinosaur arms or alligator Time arms. Or looked like he one was holding two back. Point zero one. Twelve zero one. As opposed to attacking it, it looked to be a little bit laid back. Big well, shot. Number 19 on your program, the Hicks from Hicksville. All right, Hicksville currently going down the track, but ended right now. We hit by an asteroid. Five and a half points. They need a shot right here. And they can run this race. It they wouldn't surprise horses. me uh, they got to see the them horses. throw a solid nine up there. I agree. 9.14, 9.27, 9.45. Top three times here in efficiency. Halfway through the scorecard. How about East Islip? East Islip waits around all day to run two races. One of them gets rained out. I'd be, I'd be about four cold sodas deep if I'm sitting at East Islip's camp right now. So the Hicks are feeling it right now. They have an opportunity. Push themselves up there with the leaders of this drill. You think about Hicksville over the last few years, go back maybe three, four, five years, they've run some efficiency shots that are almost as good as anybody else. Some big boys right there. They got some long legs. I was going to say the <laughs> same thing, Paul. We talked about them in three-man ladder as well. They got some tall guys, some long, lengthy athletes. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, not only three-man ladder, that helps you in efficiency buckets as well. So This is this for them is going to be about water on. I believe he'll hit the target because he'll get down there, but this is going to be about water on. They're off. Let's see where he goes with it. And he's got water and hose. It's going to be good. Setting up at the top. Water's coming through. He's got the nozzle out. Backup's there. Whoa. There you go. 
That's going to be in the money. Yeah, I think it's going to be close to Port. I don't think it's going to beat North Lindy's. Hosley. Time for Hicksville. 9.43. 9.43. Just ekes out Port. That's third place, but keeps his momentum going if you're going to look at the entire day for Hicksville. If well, they can stay with it. in your programs, the snails of Lindenhurst. I know what the water on was for Hicksville, but I mean, if you're going to compete with CI, I would imagine the water on is going to be a little bit better, and I think the hose lake can be a little bit better if you look if you're Hicksville. There was a little kink, so the water caught that hose up at the top, and before they got it straightened out, every little kink matters. In this you're race. 100% right, Paul. The way CI gets that hose out, it's just unbelievable. I mean, they, you know, obviously most of these kids come off the juniors and they know what the heck they're doing already when they're 12, 13, 14. They get on the senior team in their late teens, early 20s. It's it's like clockwork. All right, Lindenhurst, last event they ran was Seahose. They scored three points, so see if they can carry it through. Still outside shot, top five overall for the Snails. That'd be a, quite a backup to the this Riverhead. Is, uh, the Riverhead. Again, we, we talk about guys off the juniors and stuff. Lindenhurst has been running some good efficiency over the years as well, so don't count them out. And they're off. Hydrant approach, makes the turn. Water in the hose. First lane's good. Second lane's good. Looks like they're caught in the last lane. He's got some kinks there. He's on the flap. I don't know if that's going to even beat that Port Washington uh, Hicksville area. Yeah, I'm guessing 9.596 nine, yeah. to the naked eye, like I said, but we'll see. Time for Lindenhurst. 9.43. Whoa. 9.43. Right Long way off. I'm wrong. That ties. Line number 22 on your programs. The Minutemen from Manhattan, Hicksville. That's a third place tie now at Hicksville, so deceivingly, it looked like it might have been a little slower with that hose leg. Manhattan, Lakeville, another team that has run pretty good efficiency spottily over the last few years. Got some points in the state, I think, two years ago, right? seen a couple good target hits. Yeah, a handful. That looks like some kind of soggy wildcat back there in the white shirt, though, right? Oh, he had somebody stole his umbrella. He's looking a little damp. If that's what a wildcat looks like, I am no longer afraid oh, of wildcats. Oh, you want to see a wet cat. I am no longer afraid of wildcats. What would you picture that as? What is that? It's not a... Maybe, what is that, a tabby cat? What kind of cats are those? Hey, you're talking about my brother there. Take it easy. <laughs> Water in the hose. Oh, he missed the stick. Bang, zoom. Missed, missed the it. stick. Sean Fagan hits the wow. target. Wow, was he oh, over the line? He's way over he the line. He was over. We could see that from up here. <laughs> I said they were over the line of practice the other night. He uh, he definitely surged over the nozzle line. We could see it from There'll 75 feet. There'll be a from Manassa Lake, Bill. The nozzle was over the nozzle line. When water came out, it was over. See how he specified that? When the water came out. Well, that's the record. That's the rule now. Cut you off, Panthers. You know, Fred's asking a question, and I brought this up earlier in the year. I always thought, and I was told the rule may have changed this year, and I didn't make a. Line to be number 23 in your programs, the Panthers from. Perhaps I didn't make the meeting when they voted on the rule, but I always thought the nozzle had to be behind the nozzle line when the target is tripped. Should you surge over before or after 
the target is tripped. It used to be okay. Now, I understand that's changed. Yes. So if there's water flowing out of the nozzle, Paul, um, at any point, even after you've tripped the target, if there's still water coming out of the nozzle um, and the tip of the nozzle is no, over the nozzle line. No, because once the target right, is tripped, school me. The, the track, the, the, the run is officially The race over. is over. over. Right. Okay. Over. So, so if that, you should surge over water comes after. Out before the target's tripped. Right. No good. But if you surge over after, as the oh. hose stretches or whatever, yeah, but that's, that's it's still a good run. The target was tripped already. Okay. Well, I cut out Panthers. At the hydrant, it's got water in the hose. A lot of seeing a lot of female turn on people. Scott tees up top. Oh, hits target. I don't know if that's going to be a nine. Time for cut off. 10-0-3. Iceland. On the line to be number 24 in your programs, the Wolves from Iceland. All right, so Iceland up one. CI runs a 9-14. Can Iceland run a 9-14? Sure they can. They would love to at least beat that 27 of the knockers. Nine fourteen, nine twenty-seven, nine forty-three, forty-three, nine forty-five. Your top five inefficiency, and the rain seems to have let up a little bit. No, it definitely is not raining as hard as it was before. It is uh, more of a sprinkle now. CI actually ran in the rain. I mean, it was coming down, right? Advantage Islip. Let's see what they can do with it. Tracks theirs. And they're off. Approach the hydrant and water in the hose. Good first length. Good second length. Up at the top. Can they get this hose out? There it is. Aiming at the target. I think it's going to be deceivingly good because they can get down the track. It's I don't think a it's solid nine. nine. Uh, it's going to be a solid nine. It's going to be in that nine four range. I'm Time guessing. for Islip. Nine point three. Seven. 9.37. Third place shot. See them setting up right, outside, Paul. You know, different teams do things different ways. They stay on the outside a little bit. They hit that target on a little bit of an angle. Um, something we always uh, taught and coached was come in straight at it. So you're, you're lined up with it. But they seem content in shooting from an angle. One of the different things that is deceiving about Islip, and you can say it about CI, is the guys are so quick that they beat the water there so much that the run doesn't look like it's that good. And he hits the target, and it's like, oh, 9-3. That's because it wasn't bang-bang. They're down there waiting. Oh, yeah. You know, Tansy and I, we used to beat the water all the time, right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if he missed the hydrant, we beat the water, right? Yeah. Barely. <laughs> Come on, Paul. You never ran past the hydrant. Who are you kidding? I was an Osman for a long time, my friend. That's why they put you on hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> I probably ran Osman more than I ran hydrant. New Eyed Park. Water in the hose. Deliberately. These two guys are running. See what happens up at the top. And they're on an angle. Nice hit. Water on was outside the league of play. It's going to be a 30. Time for New Eyed Park. 1-0. 1039. On the line number 26 on your programs, the Redskins from Bayshore. Uh, Bayshore's got the capability of running in that 9-1 through 9-4 range. 
lot of legs. Been a quiet day again for the skins. Nine fourteen, nine twenty-seven, nine thirty-seven, and then two forty-threes round out your top five here in efficiency. In the rain. Look at D. Wicks out there. He's supporting the Wolves. Doesn't care if it's raining. Right? Where are the frogs today? No I'm going to guess they're frogs. in Carl Place, but... Well, they're not here in CI. All right, looks like Bayshore is about ready. Handful of teams left. Looks like Mole is pushing Billy off the track. Get the heck out of my way, white shirt. He's gonna my need team's a, here. He's going to need a running start if he's going to push him. Coin running hydrant. Looks like we're about ready. And they're off. Kyle out first. Frankie Sonnenberg looks like he's running nozzle. Water is across the track, at least to the middle of the track, as it's turned off right away. He clicked, but he did not catch the Yeah, it went, looked like he went right across the face. On the left, gentlemen, you have overtime. All right, next up, North Merrick. North Merrick with a trophy today. Right. Line number 27 on your programs, the Stump Jumpers from North Merrick. Talked about it earlier. North Merrick picks up a uh, fifth-place trophy in B-Ladder. With everything they've done lately to put together a program, good job. See what they can do in efficiency. I believe if you think back to the days when North Merrick, when the Stump Jumpers were running, I guess late 80s, 90s, early 90s, I had a pretty decent efficiency team, if I remember correctly. That was the contest they were the best in. Not that it translates 20 years later, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you're uh, you're dating yourself there, I think. I don't remember all that. Oh, I do. I, we, we, we stayed in the same or a corresponding hotel to them in, in Main Transit. Maybe might have been the first time up there. 90? We had a hell of a time. They were a lot of fun guys. You were, were jumping some stumps? They were fun. They... they, they, they Rented out the penthouse for the whole team, and they were all sitting It's just balloons coming out every night. Well, the they got some fancy new vehicles ah. as they come down here in efficiency, and they got the bright red pants and the black jerseys. And, and they got water in the middle of the track. Well, blue jerseys, maybe. Coming up to the top. Tickles it, hits they it. They finish the race. Miss at the high jump, but they complete. Next up will be Merrick. Time for North Merrick. 13.94. I mean, it takes a lot of hoots, but re wear red pants on a racing track, no? Who else did that? The Hornets, I guess? Right? I think Kutchog did it, no? Kutchog did it as well, okay. Roslyn. But North Merrick definitely taking things seriously. and. Actually, I like the color combo. Yeah, so do I. I like and it with the white belt. See the white belt? I like that they're all committed to it, though. Yeah, you know, definitely. They're not, uh-oh. Uh Got a little measurement going on here. Hey, they're really playing the game. Yeah. They, you know, they shouldn't they, they shouldn't bang them because the hose is very patriotic. It's red, yeah, white, red, and blue. white, and blue. That gets you an extra foot, right? Hydro length red, middle length white, nozzle length blue. They must be close because the officials decided to pull out the tape measure now. <laughs> that tape, 
That's not even close to the hose. Anthony's giving him any better for the doubt here because that tape is not even. It's going to be a no time, I believe, for North America. So patriotic. It's a shame. They must be uh, beat more than short. (laughs) They're not. They're not within an inch or two, folks. That's that's my guess. When you don't have to straighten out the tape and you're already not making it, you might as well be St. James's pump hose. <laughs> I want that tape right on the hose. This thing is two feet off in the middle, and all it has is an advantage to the drill team to give you more length. But it uh, doesn't I, look like it's going to work it, in their favor. Apparently, they're arguing their case. I don't know what you can argue at that point. Your attention, please. Oh, he's sitting over there wishing he had an ice cream. He's not saying anything. Bill, no time. Bill, wake up. I don't think he's getting it, Paul. Wake up. Wake up. Ice cream, man. Your attention, please. There will be a no time for North Merrick. The hose was too short. That bluntly says it all. All right, with that, Merrick. I don't think there's an argument. They are arguing it, but what is the argument? Look at Anthony's like, this is a mess of tape. This is a tape measure. Uh, what was St. James's argument all those times? What happened? How'd you argue that? Phil was good at it. He was loud. <laughs> all right. They've uh, put their tail between their legs, and they've climbed over the guardrail. And here come the Merrick Buckeyes. I think Merrick wore red pants. Merrick, they were red and white for a while. They, I thought they were black and white for the longest time as the Outlaws. That was the Outlaws, not the Buckeyes. They have water and hose up at the top. Let's see what we can get done. Ah, top man, top coupling had a tough time. These guys are really dragging some hose. Hits the target, but I don't know if it's going to be to 43. Time for Merrick. 9.90. 990. Like Levittown's going to take their spot on the start line. Nine forty-three, the number, Leonard. We got Levittown, Brentwood, West Hempstead, Hagerman, Deer Park. Yeah, it's not a a real powerhouse in the efficiency contest, but it is doable. West Hempstead. Number twenty-nine on your program. The Rebels from. Levittown! Ooh. Levittown coming into a little Van Halen intro music. I mean, if you're going to go Van Halen, you got to be serious, right? We're going to find out. Can they have an atomic eruption here in the efficiency contest? Just saying. Putting a lot of pressure on him, money. Come in with Van Halen. You better be serious. Just looking at them lined up. Everything looks good. The body angle is just telling a good story. Let's see what they can come through. All right. Ooh, there's water that hits the other curb. Now he's run out of hose. He has to pull it back. Nobody, of course, knows what's going on behind them. Now they all begin to look back and inch their way back as he's going to put it on. 
Is that another female turn-on person? Hold it up, gentlemen. You have overtime. Yeah, we see a lot of that this year. Is that year. the job description? Is that part of the job application? Female turn-on people? Just saying. Not the atomic explosion they were looking for, Len. No, not the atomic eruption that Van eruption. Halen brought them in with. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you always want to see the uh, the Hydra-Man hook up. Up but in your program, the Tigers from Brentwood. Ah, Brentwood, let's see, 943. I think Brentwood's been able to do that a couple times. As you said, Paul, we see more and more female turn-on people. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> I just made up my own joke. Anyway, so. <laughs> All right. Is that D. Wicks? Is D. Wicks dancing to this? But he was dancing over there on the fence. Who was that dancing? D. Wicks. Oh, boy. Who sings that? But who sings that? War? No rider. Here comes Brentwood, approaching the hydrant, and oh, he's got it. That was bang bang. If he yeah, can hit the target, the spray we got something off of that going the on. Oh, the backup man just gets behind him, little late, and then he shoots left. I don't think he caught more of an eighth of a thread there. The water was, was just bang, flying bang. out and hitting the uh, the Time pump for house. Brentwood, one zero point four eight ten forty eight. That was our bang bang of the day. On line number thirty two. Alright, so now we're back to looking at something here. West Hempstead sitting with nine points. Currently third in the drill. Three races to go. CI sitting with a first place shot currently. Islip sitting with a third place shot. Can West Hempstead stay in the mix? We shall find out. Rain is really slowed down as we're down to about drips and drabs here. Advantage West Hempstead. But then again, the team that ran in the greatest rain was CI, and they're winning it. Yep. Hobos had it coming down the hardest when they ran, and they put up the first place time. Didn't seem to bother them. No. What does an efficiency, right? Almost got the hose picked up here from Brentwood. Ralph Nichols Sr. taking a gander. Almost ready to do a call-off. Now he gets the okay from A-Rock. Actually, Billy. I think he's a junior at some point. I mean, I know he has yeah, a son on no, the team. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Ralph the third, right? That's how you Sounds go. about right. You are correct. All right. Westerners are off. Approaching the hydrant, and water is in the hose. Going to be about the target hit. We've said it all day. Up at the top, Gerard, and he's on it. So nice. I'm saying it's in the ballpark there. I don't know if it's a 9-2 or a 9-37, but maybe 40s. I'm with you, Paul. You're right in that same area. Um, it's going to. I mean, we have a bunch of teams right there. Time for West Hampstead. 9.51. 9.51. Out. Outside looking in with a 51. On the line of number 32 in your programs, the Gamblers from... Hagerman! See what Hagerman can bring here. They've been running fish sea since they were little kids. Hey, don't forget to tell them. 
two teams to go. Hageman and Deer Park. So Hageman, kids know how to run efficiency over there. Yeah, they know what they're doing over there in Hageman. Louis, uh, I'm sure, got them in a line. Congrats to the CI Hobo Juniors winning the Junior State Drill, right, last weekend. Haven't mentioned that at all today. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a pretty good finish. I, uh, I made it out to the drill, and the Hobos hung on, and Hageman with a chance. Unfortunately, a little problem at the hygiene and efficiency, but uh, came down to the last race, and CI hung on, and another championship for the Junior Hobos. All right, Hageman about ready. Two teams to go here in efficiency. As we are approaching six past 6.30 here in the eastern part of the United States. Call off underway. And they're off. Approaching the hydrant. They look like they got good speed. Water in the hose. Out to the middle of the track. Bayshore style. Old school. Going down the pavement box at the front. Oh, gets jerked a little bit. And comes back and hits it. Beat good the recovery. Water. He got yanked, but he pretty good recovery. He brought it right back. Time for Hageman. 9.79. 9.79. wearing the Cespedes. Wearing the Cespedes sleeve there. The iridescent green. So the, I mean, Hageman, you look at that, I think that's a water on issue. I think they could put that water on a little quicker. 9.79. Where are you going to pick up a half a second? You got to pick it up somewhere. Curious to know what their water on was. Deer Park, they've been sitting around a while. They ran three-man, they ran B-ladder, and since B-hose was rained out, they had to sit around the whole time. Be interesting to watch. I know their motto is to fear the deer, so here come the bucks. Can't see that side of the shirt. Ten years of it. All right, they get the okay. We're almost going to complete efficiency here. Call off underway. They're off. Approaching the hydrant. Water is across the track. It's not going to end like they wanted it to. And there's efficiency. So CI wild, wild colors going on there too. CI puts it box. out, first shot down, and they're going to go to 17 points. Time for Deer Park, 12.37. .12 That's your last team, everybody. So first place is going to be Central Islip, North Linderhurst, second place. This is going to put them in for a little run here at the end. Third place, Islip, and a tie for fourth and fifth with one and a half points each for Hicksville, which is going to help their cause, and Lindenhurst, which is going to help their cause. 17 is going to be CI. 16 is going to be Islip. Then it's going to be 11 North Lindenhurst. And then it's going to be 7 for Hicksville. That's going to be your top five as I just take a look at it. So that's uh, it. West Hempstead's going to have nine. With two races to go. 17, Paul, 16, 11, 9, 7. Paul gave you the rundown. Uh, I'm going to be bailing out on you, Paul. Uh, maybe you can get Tansy to pick up the mic over here. I have uh, a commitment to go see Casey Gruner at her graduation party. Oh, Big ups to you, Casey. They Congratulations. I thought they were committing so, you. We'll talk to you soon. Efficiency contest. First place, five points. Number one, Central Iceland. Second place, four points. Number 14, 
North Lindenhurst. Third place, three points, number 24, Iceland. Fourth and fifth are tied. The, each of these teams, by the way, move up one trophy. They'll flip for the trophies. Number 19, Hicksville, and number 21, Lindenhurst. Paul Washington will get the fifth place trophy. All right, so you heard it as we're going to get ready for motor pump. Two to go. This is a, a one-point drill for first right now. Seems to be those two teams are going to be the two that are competing for it. Then we got a whole host of teams looking at top five. You got North Lindenhurst, Hicksville, West Hempstead, Lindenhurst, West Sable. Who's it going to be? Top five today, everybody. Think we're going to go to a commercial, Fred? All right, we will be back. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. 
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. All right, as we get ready for a motor pump here, two contests to go. Just a little info on motor pump. If you come down the track and you run a five right now, you're almost 100% guaranteed to take points because any time a five has been ran in the history of motorized drill team racing, it has taken at least one point. There have been some really, really heavy motor pump days here at CI. 2012, 603, 607, fourth and fifth. 2013. 605 is fifth place. Four fives in front of it. There have been two times in history that four at uh, five fives have been run. Never has there been more. Fastest time, never to score. Islip's run in the 2014 CI invite is the greatest pump run never to score a point. 605. So run a five score point. Looking at the winners over the last bunch of years in motor pump. A 5 has won going all the way back to 2004 when it was a 613. And then before that, 1999 with a 614. Now, all of that can change today because you have a slippery track with the weather, the rain, which basically is back raining again, a little bit more than it was Next at the contest, end. We run is the motor pump contest. Stay record 5.47, and it's jointly held by West Islip and Central Islip. They did a hell of a job out of the efficiency gate, that's for sure. Right off the bat. Been a long time since the winning run in motor pump here at CI. 
was not a five. I want to thank all the people that have joined us today. Tuan Simone, Rob Noonan, Artie Suskind, Lenny Gombert. All have disappeared, by the way. As I am the sole survivor. Me and Fred. If you see us dancing up here, Fred will take the lead. Right, Fred? You're a dancing guy. Waiting for Mike Tanzi to come on. He's, he's, he's just sitting back there debating. You can either come on or go get us a beer. You got a choice. <laughs> Personally, I'd rather have the beer. I looks like we're almost ready for the hobos. You would think it would have cooled down a lot, but the humidity is through the roof. It is humid. Guys are taking their spots in the back of the hobos B truck. A lot of fans have hung in there. As the if you haven't been to CI in a while, they have put a covering on the north side of the track where you usually get beat up by the sun probably almost down to the last three rows of bleachers so top down to the bottom last three a lot of people are hanging in underneath here come the hobos making their way to the hydrant they're off and we have water in the hose going through the truck out the other side puts that nozzle on the ground he's really he was fighting it he had that nozzle pointing left and then he brought it back right it caught him a little bit right at the end Finally straightened it out. Time for Central Ice Cliff. 6.31. 6.31. On the line, if you have a five on your programs, the Yellow Birds from Copeland. All right, so CI leaving the door open. Somebody else. I mean, that, that's just, to me, a typical of when it's wet out here. You don't have that solid footing, so you don't have the confidence. And when he approached the end right there, had a little misstep. First shot towards the north stands. Brought it back a little too much. Overcorrected. Then shot it at the target. Kopeg would like to have a good shot here in motor pump. It's been a rough day for the Yellowbirds. Point in uh, B ladder, but on a 594. And a point in C ladder and a 951. Not exactly what they were probably looking for, though it's points no less. They would love to get back in the game here with a... Heavy pump shot. Looks like we're almost ready. They've given him the white flag. You hear the mic down there. You hear the guys now on the back of the truck. Copic Yellowbirds are about to make their approach. Here they come at the hydrant. They're off the truck and water in the in the truck out the other side. Whoa! They dropped the nozzle. Somebody I think stepped on the hose. And they were going to come up very short. Hold up, gentlemen, you have overtime. Nozzle ripped out of their hands up at the top. And one of the worst feelings in racing when you're out there leading the pack, running out front, holding that nozzle, and something goes bad behind you, and you still hear that truck revving, boy. You'd be surprised how much could go through your mind at that point. None of it good. All right, Selden lining it up like the adapters on I will say this I like the fact that there's very little sweeping going on at the hydrant considering it's raining now if you think back to the state tournament last time where you were in Deerfield and it was pouring and we were waiting for them to sweep the hydrant at each run as it continued to pour buckets so I like this pump might be run in a decent amount of time Selden approaching and delivered at the hydrant he's got water on and it's now coming out the other side of the truck not exactly the question mark they're looking for. He's fighting that nozzle, comes back, and he hits it. 
they just get that hose lined up all the way from the front bumper to the nozzle at the end, and that really helped him hit the target because he was struggling to straighten out that Time nozzle. 8.02, 8.02. On the line to be number seven on your programs, the Ricky Dates from North Belmore. All right, North Belmore is going to be up next. One and a half points on the day, all the way back to when the drill started. Three-man ladder, so they would like to take advantage of a little decent pump run here to increase their points. Probably not enough time left for them to get down the track at the end of the day. But you never know what will spark a team to do better next week, so maybe it's something they're looking for in motor pump. Just got a text from Kyle Stevens, formerly of uh, the Deerfield Hostbusters, living down in North Carolina, listening in to the drill. so great that people from all over get an opportunity to listen. Good northern drill today, Kyle, if you didn't see it earlier. Scores are up on the website, but it was a close one. Copenhagen winning. Uh, North Belmore has the track. Guys are just about ready to go. Revving it up. the Rickettings. Guys are off at the hydrant. The approach sticks it. Water out the side of the truck. Lined up real nice. And just a little bit low to get first water. Outside of Central Ice, they're probably the best looking team so far that's come off the back of the truck and set up. Time for North Belmore. 6.32. 6.32. And just outside the time of CI. Online to be number eight on your program, the Bandits from Farmingville. I'll tell you what, North Belmore with a, with a better target hit. They're talking 6-0 with that run, and maybe you come in with a little bit more speed, and now you're talking fives. The way they set up off the back of the truck, running the question mark, that guy on the front bumper, that hose was a straight line to the nozzle. If he just had lifted that nozzle a little bit, we were going to talk about a 6-0 right there. Second place so far, 632, but a nice-looking shot with room for improvement for the Rinky-Dinks. It's one of those runs, and all of a sudden it's all done, and they say 632, and you're like, what? That was 632? Man, we can do this. Farmerville Bandits will be up next. Marine is, uh, looks like it's lightened up maybe a little bit. Not that it matters at this point. I was going to say, where's Rob Noonan? But I forgot. He's in this contest now. West Sable got all the old guys. Not that you're old, Rob, but just saying. Farmingville. Lights flashing galore off the front of that truck is going to make their approach. At the time and light, attacking the hydrant, water, stick down a little late. Yeah, they're off to the side. Now he's trying to bring that hose over. Decent hit. He went right over the top, brought it down, and hit it. Time for Farmingville. 6.85, 6.85. On line number nine on your programs, 
the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Another decent shot right there. There's room for improvement with the Bandits. Next team up is going to be Port Washington, currently two points on the day. Port's going to run out a couple new different guys here on the back of the truck. give the officials a lot of credit they're all hanging in here as well some with umbrellas some not but these contests become very much geared towards a lot of officials work whether it's you know talking about rolling up the hoses and everything they're out there just like the participants and in this contest there's a lot of them standing behind the arch as they have to test the motor pump hose great system we have where it actually is put out of the way so the the drill can continue Ah, looks like Port's about ready. They've been given the track. 631, 632, 685. CI, North Belmore, Farmingville. Top of your scorecard, three sixes. Port Washington's about ready to roll. Making their approach. They're off at the hydrant. It's got water. Oh, he fell over. He fell over. He hits the he hits the target with one hand as Robbie Lewis completely falls over to his Washington. left. 7.74 774. I thought that was decent water out. I mean, if he on hits that target. He hits that target. They're looking at a pretty decent run. They had good water on, good water through the truck. Man, he falls right at the last second. One-handed. Hit the target. Riverhead looks like they're going to be next. Riverhead's run some real good pump in the last couple of years. The water on is a little slow for Riverhead, but boy, does that truck pump that water out. Riverhead sit currently one point. They scored on their rerun and see hose. Looks like we're just about ready. Men are on the back of the truck. Here come the Rivera and Ironmen. Two six threes lead the pack here. 31-32. Riverhead has that capability. One of those teams, you put a stopwatch on the water on, you're like, oh, and then you see the final product. You're like, whoa. See if they can put that little thing together right here. They're off at the hydrant. 
Whoa! <laughs> Gonna give it to the turn-on woman. Did a hell of a job in out there pumping. And he's on the flap. It's gonna be one of those where it's better than you think. I gotta give that girl a little bit of credit. She nailed that stick. Time for Riverhead. 6.55. 6.55. And boy, it looks like it takes them forever to start pumping. Right? On the line of number 12 on your programs, the Flying Dutchman from West Sable. You just want to take them and say, hey, let's put the water on a little sooner. Let's pump a little sooner. And, and run a 5-8. I mean, he's down there. He's on the nozzle. He could count to probably three Mississippi. One Mississippi. Before the water gets to him. Most teams are running. The water starts to come out and they go down. He's on the nozzle. He could probably get to three or four Mississippi. 6.55. That's currently third place. West Sable comes to it. Four points on the day. Understandable in the situation there under. Guys moving all over the place. A lot of veterans running in this contest. A lot of credit to the turn-on woman right there for the iron people. <laughs> the iron people. She did a hell of a job. All right, West Sable waiting for the white flag. Four points on the day. Joe Quenza in the stands to my left. It's got to be, well, I'm going to tell you from experience, it is heartbreaking when you suffer an injury like that, especially during the season. It is abs the things that go through your head. Feel for him, as I felt for Michael Mara. Here they come. Who's back? Good approach by West Sable, making their way in at the hydrant. It's banged. Oh, he's full, but he's got water on. They're at the top. Water out. Shoots right. Ah. Still right. He just couldn't get it back. Just couldn't get it back. Man, not the hydrant. Sticks it. Goes down. Water through the truck. Water out. Time for a stable. 8.92. 8.92. Shooting at that right stanchion for the entire time. Just well, couldn't get it back. 14 on your programs. The Knockers from North Lindenhurst. Blue Jays, once again, not enough guys. We're going to go to North Lindy. 11 points. But North Lindy has scored 3-4-4 four, four in the last three contests, so making themselves a little bit of a roll. They, they didn't score in what's been their best contest all year, B-Ladder. Tough one for West Sable. Talk about making decisions after today. Are you going to go to Hempstead? Are you going to go to Merrick? West Sable, not because they want to, but because they might have to, needs to make a decision on whether they're going to do something like that. But these guys that are now filling in new spots, they're going to need some practice. Do they want to take it out for a tournament shot? Well, we're going to find out in the next few weeks. Noonan, Candido, adorning the truck. Of course, Gary Sham, as always, veterans. No, that wasn't the uh, Yellow Hornets truck. That was the uh, Dutch Noonan Candido. <laughs> so I had to throw in a Gary Sham. People might have thought the Hornets were here. Looks like West Sable's got some sort of argument about something. I don't know what it is. There is a little bit of delay 
something's going on. Some people are on the mics as North Lindy is waiting their turn. I'll tell you one thing I hated, you know, you get in a routine, you get in a rhythm, you're coming up to the line, you want to run. Man, you hate when they're standing there talking about God knows what. Talk about it on the side. Let me run. But that's not happening. is some discussion about something. Chief Judge Anthony Rockmadado now out there for the conversation. Uh, oh, I think we're talking about water. Standing water. I mean, that's, you know, what we said. and It's been talked about in rules meetings and area meetings that if it was wet, standing water would be removed. I'm guessing at that. It seems as that could be the conversation. And all the while, North Lindy waits on the line. Turns off the truck. Guess we're going to have a conversation back there. I really believe this is a conversation about standing water and sweeping. Who's directing the conversation? I don't know. I saw some Dutchmen fly back that way. I also see North Lindy maybe question it coming up. Sorry about the dead air, but trying to figure it out. As we have multiple discussions, I'll try to read A-Rock's mind as he runs by. I don't know. Now it looks like we're bringing towels. Maybe it's an oil situation. There is a towel down at the hydrant. Pete Savich is uh, apparently picking up oil. He wouldn't be doing that for water. Is it just a question about them dropping oil and then maybe getting a note? I mean, I don't know. Huh? Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, he slipped. Yeah, he went in hard. No, the, the suction guy. He went down hard. West Sable suction. Went down really hard. Could it be the oil? Maybe they're complaining about the standing water and the fact that nothing's getting room, which was a decision made over the winter. And I think we're just going to move on, everybody. Oil's picked up, and I think we're moving on to North Lindenhurst. I don't think anything's going to come of it for West Sable unless they're just saying, yes, we're giving you a rerun. And the way I see West Sable running back, they may be getting a rerun. I see them kind of making a little hustle. That could be construed as their angry hustle or hurry up, we got to run again hustle. I don't, I don't know. We're going to find out in a little bit. North Lindenhurst, it's now, after all that weight, big shot for them, 11 points. 
Three races in a row. Three points, four points, four points. Here comes the approach. Perennially good. Motor pump team. Can somebody run a five here in the rain? Nice approach with speed. Water on. White water's up to the top. Out the tip and... Ooh! He turned that truck off a little early if you ask me. Man, he just hit the target. Somebody was going to have a, a difficult time explaining to him what was going on. That's going to be your five, everybody. 5.95. Oh boy. That's a conversation to have, especially after you run a five. You're happy about it? On the line to be number 16 on your program. What the hell are you doing? Highlanders from Roslyn Heights. What are you turning off the truck? He turned the pump off. Am I wrong? He, he actually, Vinny hit that as the as he was turning it off. Ooh. By the skin of the teeth right there. On the positive side. I think he thought he had it. You know what I'm saying? He was dead, dead on, but don't get in that habit. That's a, that's a habit. You get in a bad habit like that. First place shot so far, 595. So a five will at least win the contest again here at CI. No doubt they will take points in the contest. As a five is always taking points. All right, Roslyn will make their way in. <laughs> uh, that was close to catastrophe when you turn off that truck. Uh, I don't mean turn it off ignition-wise, but he stopped pumping. All right, Roslyn. Our only post-entry today. What'd that mean? There's an awful lot of complaining going on. And very well might be rightfully so. I'm not down there. We're not down there to see what's going on. But I, I'm, I believe it's, it's a, it looks like to me it's an oil situation, not standing water. Because he's talking about in front of where that little puddle is. But come on. Oh, yeah, we got more towels. This is turning into a lengthy production. Where's the beer guy? beers. Takes care of everything. Uh, you, you hate the situation where now you got a bunch of people milling around. This is where people come up with ideas. Like, let's all run again. They just fix it.
Towels were down. Looks like towels are coming up. Don't know. Ah, it looks like Roslyn's satisfied now. They're going to go back to the truck and run it. Man, is it humid. Roslyn about ready to go. Here they come, approaching the hydrant. Really tight. Man, that suction's going to push him out. I don't know how he's going to stay there. That's tight. That's going to be hard to do deliberately, but they're not pumping yet. If they're pumping, boy, that's the quietest pump in the history of racing. Hold it up, gentlemen. You have overtime. I mean, they waited till it got all the way out the nozzle tip before he started pumping. Obviously, running, trying to run safe. Overtime for Roslyn. Hicksville, big shot for them coming up. On the line to be number 19 on your programs, the Hicks from Hicksville. So Hicksville sitting here with uh, seven points on the board, two to go. And uh, they can run some motor pump. I mean, this would be a good time for Hicksville to Bang out one of those motor pump shots, low six. And boy, I bet you they'd be real happy. I mean, going into buckets, top five. Let's see what they can do. That could be the fastest anybody's ever left the track after motor pump. Right there. That was pretty quick. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, looks like Hicksville's about ready. They didn't do any towel drying for the Hicks. He's got it all lined up. As I said, seven points on the day. Just outside of West Hempstead for uh, fourth overall. And about, let's see, two and a half points up on the snails for coming down the track. So if it's going to be, you know, if you're going to call it an important shot, this is an important shot for the Hicksville Hicks. heard earlier from Twan, he's saying that the whole group's here. They can put up a, a top five with the whole group. Talk about giving somebody a little bit of momentum with three weeks to go. Next two drills in Nassau, Hicksville get a little momentum. If they don't already have it out of their seven points. All right, here they go. Making their way. Slow approach at the hydrant. Tax it. Water on, water out. Puts the nozzle on the floor. And, ah! Oh, he shot right and then high and then brought it in. Would have been something they liked. 7.33. That would have been something they liked. Now, next team up is going to be the Snails. Can they take advantage? Right, number 21 in your programs. The Snails from Blendenhurst. Currently, the Snails down two and a half to the Hicks. 
for fifth place overall going down the track. Snails went down the track at Riverhead last week or a couple weeks ago. All runs together. But they would need a big shot right here. We're looking at so far 595, 631, 632, top three times in the contest. Picks target hit away from being really happy with that shot. What am? Oh yeah. All right. Looks like we're still setting up at the hydrant here for Lindenhurst. <coughs> In the wheelhouse, Joe. Six three and under. You better say yes. You're on the team, aren't you? <laughs> you heard that in the background. Someone saying their lights are on. Usually that's when they load the pumps on. <laughs> ah, here we go. Linnerhurst snails. Linnerhurst scored the last two contests we've run. Seahose and efficiency. Looking for under a 6-3. Don't know if they have that 5.95 in there right now, but under a 6.3, I'm thinking they do. The approach, and it's a quick approach. Going for it, he's off early, he's in it. He's got water in, water out. Down on top of it, can he hit the target? Yeah, decent hit right there. I don't know what the final's gonna be. Looked like a, a lot of time for the water to get through the hose. Look it over there at Billy Rouse, see what he's got Five. for us. Well, look at her, six. Point zero eight. Wow. Six zero eight. Man, come on, Joe. Have a little confidence over there. Six oh eight with that target hit. I'm a hundred percent wrong on that because if he hits the target, they're in that five ninety five range right there. I love their approach. They came in very hot. He was off a little early, which means he had a run. I'd ride it longer, but hey, that's his style. And it would have decent, if not one of the better target hits we've seen so far. 6.08. They're going to be challenging, I believe, the Hicksville Hicks for going down the track top five at the end of the day. Remember, Lindhurst didn't run two contests today. They didn't run B ladder or C ladder, which I believe they scored in both in Riverhead. Lindhurst got to be a little pumped up. Pumped up. Snails peaking right time. Gonna bring us into Manhasset. That's 608, currently second place. That would be enough if it stayed like that to leapfrog the Hicks. It's an impressive day. No B and C ladder. Say the Minutemen, tough day for the Minutemen. They got a lot of alphabet letters going across the page outside of three men. See if they can finish with a time here. They've been given the white flag. 7.18. Time of day. All right, revving it up. Here come the uh, Minutemen. I like their approach. A little slower maybe than Leonard Hurst. Ben Stan. Oh, he gets a little bit of water in the lap. 
And he's waving at the target right there, but you get water in the lap, it's over early. Time for Manassa Lakeville. 8.78. 8.78. 8.78. It's going to bring us to the Kutchog Panthers. Kutchog. Line to be number 23 in your programs. The Panthers from Kutchog. Kutchog scoring in motor pump last year at the State Trill. Get them, uh, I believe it was one or two points. Also got them at the Joe Hunter invite. So it's wide open for them. Give you a top five. 595 North Lindy, 608 Lindenhurst, then a 631 CI, 32 North Belmore, and on the bubble right now is a 655 from the Ironmen. That's your top five. So Kutchog looking to break into the top five right here. Dan, do you ever jump off the back of this B-truck? Oh, you're not even on the radio. You're, you're listening. You can shake your head. Did you jump off this one? This B-truck? Yes? That was your B-truck, you know, remember? You live in St. James, this was their B-truck? Okay. <coughs> you don't remember, what year did they give that over to Kutchog? Do you remember? 90, early 90s? 93? The old St. James B-truck, we mentioned it earlier, Gene Shearing driving it, long time. Classic. Now belongs to the Kutchog Panthers. Let's see what they do. They've been given the flag, about to make their approach. Nice approach, good speed. Looks a little tight at the hydrant. It's going to be hard with suction, but he, he does it. Water out the side of the truck. Boy, I don't know if he's lined up with the target. He's going to have to cross over. He is not lined up, and now he falls over. It's not going to work. Open up, gentlemen. You have overtime. They had a whole mess of hose underneath those guys behind them, and that's just going to push you in a bad direction right there in motor pump. That hose needs to be laid straight from the front bumper through the nozzle. If you get a little kinkage in there and someone lays on it, it's going to push you somewhere, and it pushed them away. Not what Kutchog was looking for. All right, Islip. Islip down. Oh, not Islip. I'm going to take that back. Islip actually is on a breakdown, I guess, or something, right, you said? Where is Islip? Do you see him back there? They're in line, though, line now. Line to be number 24 in your program. The Wolves of Islip. It's not. It's New Hyde Park. Correction. Number 25 on your program. The Termites of New Hyde Park. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, we're not getting a lot of information up here. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, it looks like West Sable is going to get a rerun as they've pulled around at the back of the track. And Islip, um, I'm thinking, is on a breakdown as they are in line, but not in their slotted position. We're not getting any info. Nevertheless, oh no, Islip's now pushing their truck to the side. And they're pushing it. I don't know where they're pushing it. They're pushing it in line, I believe, behind Big Shore. It's not driving there, but it's being pushed back in line. So it looks like they're going to follow Bayshore Islip, which is going to be a big shot for them, down one. But here go the New Hot Park Termites. Fred Pensavanga, front seat, listening to us. Give us a wave, Fred. Good approach. Off with speed, attacks it. Water in, water out. Whoa, the slide, and he's on it. Oh, they would have had a nice run, high right. 
up, gentlemen. You have overtime. If he hits the target, Sugar Plum Fairies. That was going to be a nice little shot. On the line, it'll be number 26 on your programs. The Redskins from Bayshore. All right, we just said Lucky Dog 6.55. Bayshore would like to get on the board here. They know they can run buckets. In a perfect scenario, 10 points would get them down the track if they can win these two contests. We would have to come up aces for them. But the possibility is there. New Hyde Park, where they look like they got a lot of kids there doing a lot of good things. Fred's going to get dropped off. But positive things being seen by New Hyde Park. Looks like we still have a little bit of oil out there. A-Rock's doing a little mop. Towel mop. I believe he's the inventor of the towel mop, A-Rock, right? Back in the day. Why don't we just use towels? That oil actually is in a spot that nobody would be running through. It's under the truck where he's cleaning up there. If you got somebody running right there, you've really gone past the hydrant too much. Right? You ripped that suction off. <laughs> That's what happened. You, you ripped the gate off. All right. Bayshore looking to get the white flag. Almost. Almost. Looks like they got it. And we're ready to go. See, if you look how they're lined up to the hydrant, to me that's more of a traditional lineup, not so tight. Just enough room for that suction man to be comfortable. Let's check their speed. 655, the number at the top. Making their way in. Good speed. He's off. And they got water in. They got water out up at the top. Water out the two. Oh, and he hit it, so they're going to be happy with that. It's going to be down there. 17. Time for Bay Shore. 6.17. That's going to put Bay Shore somewhere on the scoreboard. Currently, that is uh, third place. But we have Islip coming to the line. On the line, running out of turn, whoop, permission. Number 24 on your programs, the Wolves from Iceland. 17, uh, 16 points for the Wolves, one point down. CI currently has a top five slot uh, in this contest. We're looking at our top five. 595 North Lindenhurst, 608 by the Snail, 617 by Bayshore. And then it jumps down to 631 by Hobos and 632 by the Rinky Dink. So 632, now the new fifth place number. 
with the Islip Wolves coming to the line. A couple of good pump teams left to go. Islip being one of them. They could just top the 31 by the Hobos. It's going to give us an interesting finish. Wolves about ready to go. And they're off. Good approach. Positioning. Off at the last second. Bam! In! Out! Nozzle down. Looks like he's shooting to the right. I think that's your first place shot, everybody. He was shooting right, made the correction before the water got to the flap, and bam! Time for Iceland! have won this year in Suffolk County, CI West Stable. West Hempstead also has won in Nassau County, but... On line to be number 27 Islip. on your program. Trying to make a statement. Stump jumpers from North Merrick. Islip trying to make a statement. Big shot for the Wolves just when you needed it. Something was going on with the truck back there. Get it fixed, run out of turn, and they get it done. Matt Rodden, knocking it down. Telling you right there, that's the hit of his career. Motor pump-wise, I mean, that was a hell of a hit. And if you looked at it in the street, it looked like he was pointing to the right. He set it back right, and I hit it with one of the first drops. Heck of a run. That's your new first-place shot, and that's going to knock out the rinky-dinks. That puts C.I. now down in the fifth place spot with a 631 so Islip's going to have at least a four point lead on him yeah they're all over the place no North Merrick see what North Merrick can do looks like they were a quick learner in B ladder looks like he's coming in with good speed at the hydrant they're off and oh the stick goes down a little bit too late Lines it up to the target real well. Their hose lay is nice, and he trips it. There's a lot of stuff to work with right there. Time for North America. 8.44. 8.44. Got some stuff to work with. A lot of technically good stuff in that run. Next up will be the Merrick Buckeyes. On line to be number 28 on your program, the Buckeyes of Merrick. All right, Merrick Buckeyes come to the line. Tell you, Islip, happy group back there. If you take a look at them, they just passed the inspection on the motor pump hose, but they are uh, they're a happy group, and well, they should be. I mean, what a great time! You, all year long, you say, "Oh, who's the best? Who's the best?" And you know, I, to me, Islip's always in the conversation 
It's just been really hit and miss and spotty in the first half of the year, but you put a, a day like this together, they got to have big dreams right now. Well, they should. All right, track's been given to the uh, Buckeyes. Makes their approach. They're off, water on, water out. Got a guy behind him. It looks like he's lined up now. He's shooting right. He's low. Hold up, gentlemen. You have overtime. Looked like he had it lined up, but yeah. On the line, it'll be number 29 on your program, the Rebels from Levittown. I hate to say this, but Levittown has a consistent day going. Unfortunately, not in the right direction. Five for five in overtimes. I don't know if that's a record, but it's not anything you want to happen have happen. So hopefully Levittown can pull something out here in motor pump. 631. A 6.30 would make all those overtimes go away, I can tell you that. You got that, please. There'll be a no time for Merrick. The hose is out of the hose bed too early. Rule 13.06. We still don't have an official uh, West Sable getting a rerun, right? But I do see them back there. Am I wrong? Am I right about that? So you got them to worry about, you know? There's a whole bunch of stuff still happening here, including the Levittown Rebels, which for their sake, I hope they can run a good shot. I don't believe anybody in history has gone across the board without registering a time. Here's the approach, be deliberate. Water is now on, and it's out. Oh, he fell over the front of the nozzle. He was staring down the barrel. And he hit Hold up, gentlemen, you have overtime. He was in a bad position right there for a second. in overtime. That is why we tell you please to keep your kids especially away from the fences, especially during this contest. That's a lot of pressure coming out of those hoses. Yeah, he was staring right at it for a second. Alright, Brentwood Tigers. <laughs> no, it's not a deer park. That's Brentwood. Oh, the Tigers here. On the line, if you have a 30 on your programs, the Tigers from Brentwood. 631, the number. The Dutchman lingering in the back.
mean, I guess, yeah, now they've been given the track. All right, here come the Brentwood Tigers. Corum Hellraiser style. Making their way. They're off at the hydrant. Long run for those guys. Water in, water out. Puts the nozzle down, lays on it. He was definitely shooting right. Brought it back and he hit it. It'll get a time, but not one time they for want. 7.50. 750. On the line to be number 31 on your programs. The Westerners from West Hempstead. All right, so West Hempstead, if they want to solidify their top five on the day, they have nine currently. They would like to solidify that top five and go down the track. They're going to have to shoot under a 631 right here. It would be hard for them not to as Lindenhurst and Hicksville are battling with them. North Lindy's just in front of them, but North Lindy's sitting in second place with a 595. So that's going to put them out of the reach of the West Hempstead Westerners. So West Hempstead looking to solidify a ride down the track at the end of the day. And wouldn't you know it, the rain has stopped. Testing, one, two. The rain has stopped, so maybe when it's cold soda time, you won't be getting wet. That's important. It's like we're cleaning up a little bit of oil again, where the truck would be, of course. Not in the danger of any of the racers, as West Hempstead's waiting their turn. Behind them, Hagerman and the Dutch, who we're still waiting word on. What? Loves them. The inventor. He invented towels. If we can get you a clarification on the Dutchman rerun, we will. Uh-huh. Huh? Lined up. I just don't know why it hasn't been announced, that's all. I know they were talking about something at the hydrant. All right. Still some oil at the hydrant right there as A-Rock is mopping them up. Day feels like it's lasted forever, no? It's a long drill. Maybe it's that 1 o'clock start that just throws you off. I was in my pool in the bright sun this morning enjoying it. I was thinking about even cracking a beer open at 11 o'clock this morning. I know. I wouldn't be here if I did, though. And now the day turned into this, right? What's tomorrow say? Same? All right, West Hempstead making their approach. 631, the number, CI Hobos, number five in the contest. He attacks it. They got water coming out the side. They've lined up that hose. He's on it. Oh, he's just a little bit left. I think it still could be in the mix. He was just left of the flap, and then he brought it across. Had a good shot going. Maybe not going to be Time in there. for West Hempstead. Six. Point four three. Wow. 6.43. Yeah, if he knocks that flap down and puts up the target. Line to be number 32 on your program. 6.1. The Gamblers from Hagerman. I thought the water leaped from the nozzle to the target, but wasn't in line. So they had a 6.1 capability. With that, it's going to bring on the Hagerman Gamblers. 
West Hempstead's going to go to uh, Buckets with nine. Good bucket team, so their hope for top five is not diminished that much. Of course, we're all still thinking about Jonathan Perot. Hopefully he's listening. I know the guys and people throughout the entire area here have been thinking and talking about him all day long. So, John, you're in our thoughts. Look forward to seeing you real soon. Family's in our thoughts. Get well, my friend. Something went on with Hageman as they are going to have a parade now. They're doing a parade style. Not going to participate in the contest. Your attention, please. There'll be no time for Hegeman. There was water in the pump. At least you're not sugarcoating it. Water in the pump. What? You know, there's always an argument when someone gets disqualified for water in the pump and, you know, how much came out. Some people say it's got to be a few drops. Some people say steady stream. On the line for the rerun, number 12 on your programs, the Flying Dutchman from West Table. I've always been under the idea that it should be a steady stream. The pump's always wet, or it better be. <laughs> so, yeah, West Table, without an explanation... I mean, we're assuming we know what it is, but without an official explanation, it's going to take their spot for a rerun. 631, now the number. Now, West Sable, outside chance. They ran an 892 the first time around. Outside chance they can land themselves going down the track at the end of the day, top five. Currently sitting four points with a second-place run in C-Ladder. But, you know, they can put up a bucket shot. See what they do in pump. Here they come. The approach. Yep. And at the hydrant... Deliberate, water on, water through, nozzle down, and at the target, just a little bit low. I don't know if it's there. Time for West Sable, 6.38, oh. 6.38. It's going to be just outside the points. Did Michael run nozzle the first time? Did Michael run nozzle All the right, first time? I've been up at 33 on your programs. I think so. You're in there. Yeah, I thought. Didn't Billy run nozzle the first time? Somebody ran nozzle the first time. I'm Michael. That was Michael. I would imagine he's the nozzle man then. He's back in it. All right, we go down to the Deer Park Bucks. Last team to run before we head to the bucket contest, as far as we know. So I don't see Billy on the truck. I know Michael ran, but I'm just saying, where's... That's just strange to me, unless unless Billy got hurt, groin or something. In about an hour, we'll all know. All right, Deer Park's going to complete the motor pump contest, and it's been a long one. Go 
6.31 if they can do it. Revving it up. That strobe light is awfully annoying. They are they are taking their time as they come in. They're off, hooked up, water water out, shooting left and right, and now he's on the target. Okay. Time for the part. Seven point two five. Five points for the Islip Wolves, four for the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers, three for the Lindenhurst Snails, two finally on the board for the Big Shore Redskins, and one point, 631 for the CI Hobos. Give you total points in a second. We'll wait for Bill to give those official results. It is still a contest for the winner overall. How much? I'll tell you in a second. All right, here's the breakdown with one to go. Islip, 21. CI, 18. North Lindenhurst, mathematically eliminated from the victory. Third place, 15. Fourth place, 9. West Hempstead, they can only take fourth or fifth. Fifth place, 7.5. Lindenhurst. And Hicksville outside with a seven. Of the motor pump contest. First place, five points. Number 24, Iceland. Second place, four points. Number 14, North Lindenhurst. Third place, three points. Number 21, Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points. Number 26, Bayshore. Fifth place, one point. Number one, Central Iceland. North Belmore will get the fifth place trophy. We'd like to... Remind everybody that the trophies, we'd like to thank them, all these following, for their donations of the trophies today. The East Iceland Fire Department, the Bohemia Fire Department, the Riverhead Fire Department, Port Washington Fire Department, Northport Fire Department, Ridge Fire Department, and Dr. Gregory Crumholz. Total points with one contest to go. Central Iceland, 18. Copenhagen, 2. North Belmore, one and one half. Port Washington, two. Riverhead, one. West Sable, four. North Lindenhurst, 15. Hicksville, seven. Lindenhurst, seven and one half. Iceland, 21. Bayshore, two. West Hempstead, nine. All right, so just straighten that out. The battle for first is going to be Islip and Central Islip, the only two teams that can win it. Islip up three. Then you're going to have North Lindenhurst, which is in third place, pretty much guaranteed third, unless they can catch the Hobos, for second. In fourth place, West Hempstead, still a little precarious because they could actually slip to fifth place, where you have Lindenhurst with seven and a half, Hicksville on the outside looking in with seven. Don't count out West Sable with four. They win the bucket contest. They get themselves a ride down the track as well. So, still interesting. One contest to go. We will be back. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal Personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience, in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience. We know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Uh, we are back. One contest to go at the 54th annual CI invite. Three points separating first and second place. So we got a bit of a showdown. CI Hobos, Islip Wolves. CI has won the invite going back one, two, three, four years in a row. So Islip will try to break that streak. Taking a look at the uh, sheet here, Islip. The Islip Wolves, since 1999 have not won the CI invite. I'll go back a little bit further, and I'm going to say it didn't happen there either. So as far as all the information, and it's sporadic, they did win in 1965. Of course, if I look at the overall score sheet that's handed out on the day, I could better tell you that. Islip Wolves win this in 65. That is the last time the Wolves have won the Central Islip invite. 1965, so that's 40, 50... 51 years, right? Yep. 51 years. This will be 51. So on the 50-something anniversary, Islip has the opportunity to win the CI invite. They do keep it in town, which the last time someone outside of the town of Islip, never mind Suffolk County, has won the drill, 2006, Hempstead Yellow Hornets. The winning times in buckets over the last bunch of years have all been under the jurisdiction of 2 0 point something. 2011, the Hornets ran a 21-28 the last time. It was not in the 2-0 range, and if you go back before that, you need to go all the way back to 2002, where East Isop runs a 21. Outside of that, it's been two zeros across the board to win this contest. We expect more of the same today. Good crowd, hands hung in there throughout the rain, making their way back out here to watch the finale. Bucket barrel is set. Bucket trough is set. Ladder set. We're about to get underway. So, Islip, 1965. Woo-hoo! 1965. They've had a couple seconds. Some close to first, some not. 
That's just going to be an afterthought if they end up winning the drill, though, because they wanted to put a mark down. I would say it is really, really difficult to win a state drill if you did not win a drill during that competition season. I, I would imagine it is few and far between for an instance like that to happen. So I still wanted to put their mark out there and say, hey, we're, we're, we're a team to be reckoned with, and they've done that today. Don't know what we're waiting for. Could be a setup for a bucket testing situation. Looks like we're almost ready. All right, I think we're ready to go. They're waiting for Mr. Bill Rouse. There he is. And it's held by Central Iceland. Attention all teams, attention all teams. The handle on the gate goes towards the top. The handle on the gate goes towards the top. Attention all teams, attention all teams. At the completion of your run, bring all of your buckets over to the right-hand side to be measured. At the completion of your run, bring all of your buckets to the right-hand side to be measured. First team online to be number one on your programs, our host for tonight's drill, the Hollows from Central Iceland! Alright, we're going to know right out of the gate what's going on here. 18 points, down three for the CI invite victory, the Hobos. Can at least get a good idea. Alright, they're off, making their approach. On, 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 and we got a set. Here we go. Here at the background. Hold up! Uh, looked like he lost a lot of water out the back right there. See what the time's going to be. Under the new rules, we're not allowed to explain, even though other people were telling him it was Time for Central Iceland. 22.47. I said we're not allowed to say where it is, but you're telling him it's out the back. What the hell's the difference if I tell him or you tell him? Online to be number five uh, on your program. Right? What's the difference? The Yellowbirds from Copen. <laughs> I'm just saying, what's the difference? I never heard anybody, I only heard positives. People loved it. I haven't heard a negative yet, but we'll sit over here. Ah, the Yellowbirds, man. Tough day for the Yellowbirds. As I said earlier, man, when they got out of bed, well, it's an afternoon drill. After they had lunch, they must have been like, you yeah, know, maybe we got a shot at this thing. But, boy, it went south. See if they can end it on a positive note. They're giving the track. Try to give you what we can, quietly. Twenty-two forty-seven. He's on. Two's on. Three's on. Little stumble now at the bottom by the middleman. And first bucket is picked. It's on its way up. Not the number they're going to want it.
Chick-fil-A. Another delay. Yeah, they were dropping a couple buckets down on the ladder right there, which really threw them out of it in the beginning, everybody. If you're watching it on the film, you see it. Next up's going to be the Sullivan Slowpokes. Try to get your first bucket, everybody, as I pull out my stopwatch. Sometimes it don't work, right? Sometimes. On line to be number six on your programs, the Slowpokes from Selden. So far, so good on the bucket barrel. And it looks like we're going to be about ready. It's the okay from the arch, okay from the timing light. Bill Edsel is going to meander across the track. He's off. And we can begin. That was a that was a meander right there. Let's see if we get your first bucket here for the slow pokes. First man on, second man on, third man on, fourth guy now on, and the first bucket is going to be pulled in a 10-6. And the first bucket is down 13-6. Why is fucking Ronnie putting them all? You hear me out there in radio land, but right down the middle, but the pace is conducive to him being able to put them down the middle. So now he's falling behind a little bit, a little bit on his front foot. And Hold up, gentlemen, you have overtime. That says it all. Overtime for Selden. Uh, yeah. I'll say yes. With that, the North Belmore rinky-dinks See if they can put an, uh, a quotation mark on their day. They started All three, right, man. Seven on your program. Some points. The Rinky Dinks from North Belmore. Let's see if they can put some points on the other end of the day. Decent pump shot by the Rinky Dinks. We talked about how the room for improvement is that, you know, they can they can hit a five if they do it right. You know, which isn't far off from what they did. They're doing it right, but, man, they, they clean up a couple things, and we're looking at a five and pump for the Rinky Dinks. What about buckets? Let's take a look. I'll give you a, a first bucket. And I'll try to talk to you throughout the bucket run. We'll see what goes on. Ricky Dink's about ready to go. They're off. Clean start. First, second, third, four. Now the first bucket's picked, making its way to the arch. 7.20 pick, and it's down in a 10.06. Buckets that are coming up clean. I don't know if they're full, but they are clean. He's putting them in the barrel. He's got a nice job going on. Hold up! End of 12. End of 12. 10.06 first bucket. Time for North Belmore. 24.59. 24. 2459. Farmingville is going to come to the line. Just off the pace of motor pump. Ended efficiency. They ran a 9 and a 6. 
see what they can do in buckets. CIs 22-47, the number so far to beat. If it all ended like that, they would be the champions of the CI invite, but there's a lot more teams to go, including today's leader, Ice. Barrel's ready, ladder's ready. Billy Etzel not ready. Now he's ready. All right. Farmerville Bandits. They're off. I'll tell you what, the top man on the ladder, the second guy, almost, Dick Stewart Jr., almost broke the light. Here we come. They are taking a while. Now the first one's picked. And the first one is down. 13.88. Got a little spillage, now he's throwing one away. Coming up. A lot of spillage on the ladder as it comes up. They might be in the overtime scenario. Sorry, gentlemen, you have overtime. A lot of spillage on the ladder right there for Farmingville. Cleaning up to do. All right, Port Washington's going to make their on way. On the line to be number nine on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Disappointing day for Port. They squeaked out two points with a 9-4 in C ladder. 9.45 just came outside the scoring inefficiency. And seven in pump, but if he hits that target, they had a much better shot. But Washington looking at a 22-47 by the CI Hobos. Try to give you some numbers as they come aboard. No matter what happens, you want to finish the day strong. Next week's another week for Port, so it's a toughness factor, you know? It's a toughness factor. Are you tough enough to complete the day when things didn't go well? Find out. They're off. Pick the climb. On, 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 on. Pick. Uh, Middleman's not in the right spot. First one's going to be down in 1070. And now we have a drop. Now we have another drop. It's compounding. high 20s. Time for Port Washington. 28.34. A disappointing way to end a disappointing on day. Number 11 on your programs, the Iron Man from Riverhead. Yep. Went right down the drain. <laughs> All right, Riverhead, one point on the day. 22-47, still the number to beat, as we're going to make our way into some of the better bucket teams in a second. 
Riverhead, we mentioned earlier, a lot of young guys. I mean, look at that lineup right there. Some of them actually might be too young. You see a couple people out there, maybe 16-year-olds, if you ask me. I don't know if they're going to get into the beer tent after this, but... All right, we'll get you some numbers. Here they come. Kyle making his way. He's on. He's up. Two, three, four is on. Let's see the pick. There it is. Hey, he picked it in 7-2. Decent number. First one's down. 10-67. They can just keep this going. So far, all of them you know, up and in. Pace is what it is, but the 1-5. Oh, it's got one hanging in there, but it's not really hurting them. 12's down. 13's down. 14. They must have had some empty buckets. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's a hard arch. Time for Riverhead. 31-92. Guess that's not overtime, Fred. <laughs> on the line will be number 12 on your programs. 3192. The flying Dutchman from West Sable. Uh, this is going to be North Lindenhurst, actually. West Sable, I think after that run, I don't even know. I don't see them Correction. out there. I don't know if West Sable's running. I don't see anybody out there. Maybe they're in blue. Correction. Number 14 on your programs. The best knockers from North Lindenhurst. Just trying to take a look. Hey, Bill. Bill, what's overtime in this event? I know West Sable ran towards the end of pump. Maybe they got permission to run out of turn here. But here comes North Lindy. North Lindy almost is 100% solidified. They would have to run a real heavy number and then someone knock down CI. But most likely, North Lindy's going to end up in third place. We'll get you some numbers on them here in a second. Tracks ready. Just per the new uh, request, we're trying to do this buckets as quiet as possible up here on the arch. So doing the best they can to keep you informed. Oh, Joe Boy, the top man slips a little bit, but he does a nice job recovering. Now they're going to pull a bucket. It's just not where they want it to be. They're spilling a lot of water. A lot of water. You know, they're doing that quarter twist, and it's... They're spilling a lot of water on the ladder. Of course, you're trying to rush after it goes south early. <coughs> so North Lindy's not going to finish the way they want it, but most likely going to solidify Nine, third North place. Two, six. Point seven zero, 26.70. Actually, third place right now, but I don't know if that'll hang in there. CI Hobos, 22.47. This is a big shot right here. Uh, Hicksville has the opportunity to put themselves in a position to go down the track. So what more can you ask for at the end of your day than have the opportunity to go down the track? Hicksville has that opportunity. Let's see what they do with it. Apparently not a real good bucket team, but they got the athletes to do it, so. Smooth and steady wins the race if I am the Hicksville Hicks right now. One number up there, 22.47. Let's, let's get a clean climb. Let's pick the first bucket in a high six, if not better. Let's put the first bucket down under 9.5, and then let's just finish the race. I think if you do that near the Hicksville Hicks, you're going to be happy. Let's see what they do. They're off. On, on, on. Last man on. Oh, he stumbles. First bucket's picked. 7-3. First one's up. 10-2. Not where they want to be.
And there's a lot of spillage between the first and second guy. Now they got a little thing going on. Up! It's going to be mid-20s. See if I can give you oh, a recap. 10-2 first bucket. Talking about a 1-teens, one, eh, one 1-20 pace. So it's not bad, but they got to clean Time up the start. That becomes third place, and here comes another important shot. shot, uh, shot. This is going to be the Lindenhurst Snails. On the line to be number 21 on your programs, the Snails from Lindenhurst! Yeah, a bunch of teams aren't running there, Fred. So Lindenhurst now, let's see, seven and a half points currently in that fifth place slot. And let's see what they're going to do with it. Can they run a good bucket shot to put an exclamation point on another good day? I would say it's all the same. Pick the first bucket, clean climb, first bucket in the barrel, pace it out. Somebody's got to do it. Come on. Somebody's got to do it because it's been pretty ugly so far. A lot of mishaps on the ladder. The first bucket's getting to the top, not in a timely manner, and it's causing times to not be where they should be. Here comes Linehurst, they're off. Give you a number. The approach. Good, 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 good. Pick, pick. Six, three. Best pick of the day. Down, down. They, oh, they drop a bucket. Killer, killer. They had it going. It's a nice pass on the ladder. Nothing being spilled. Nothing. He's putting everything in the barrel. Now he's at the barrel. Oh, nice. Man, if they don't drop that one, they're going to be very happy. 6-3, 9-3 first bucket. 6-3 pick, 9-3 first bucket. Time for Lindenhurst. 2-4.64. One, one 24-64. 24-64. That's going to go to, actually, believe it or not, that's third place right now on the, but the drop bucket. But we're talking about the pick of the day at a 6-3 and a 9-3 first bucket. Very serviceable. On the line to be number 22 on your programs, the Minutesman from Manhasset, Blakeville. Now the other night of practice, Manhasset was running a bunch of times trying to get it right, see if they could put something together right here. I tell you, I'm a little impressed with Linehurst. I really am. I mean, not just that race, but a bunch of races. That's moving in the right direction, technically. He doesn't drop that bucket. I mean, you're about maybe a 23, 22, 9. I mean, you know, that might score. Here comes Manhasset. Oh, first man crashes. And now we got a lot of First bucket's going to be picked now. And the first bucket's going to be in now. You said they were working on this the other day. They should probably pace it out a little bit better. Take your time. That's it. Just pass him one of the day. There you go. Now, why is he turning the bucket? Does he want the bucket turned? Follow up! Sorry, gentlemen, you have overtime. They have the middleman turning the bucket a quarter turn. If it's me, I let the bottom man turn the quarter turn and send it up straight. Their middleman's turning, it just doesn't look right. But then again, a bunch of new guys. On the line, to be number 23 in your programs. The Panthers from Kachog! Alright, Kachog Panthers. 
Next up, give you a little rundown of the top five. 22 for Central, Central Islip. 24.59 for the Rinky Dinks. 24.64, Lindenhurst is third. Then we go into the 26s. The only thing with this right now is Islip has very little room for error. Even though they're up three, right? 21.18, they're up three. There's not enough teams that can tween them if they don't do well. If they blow it, you got nobody to beat CI. So that's a problem. This could be the Cutchhog Panthers. Yeah, I mean, that's... For what? Still be able to good? What are you talking about? Yeah, pay sure. Why is West Sable not running? Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Cutchhog making their way. Almost there. First bucket's coming up, but they're not ready. Now they're ready at the top. That bucket does not have a lot in it. That bucket does not have a lot in it. They're actually handing them buckets that are really empty. I don't know if they're leaking or they're just not pulling them out of the tub full. Trying to watch as they come in. I mean, they're, they're leaking pretty good. That's why Michael ran pump, and then Michael got hurt. Time for Cutchog. 34.15. So with Sable's not going to run buckets, I mean, what we're hearing right here, just to give you, I know people might have been wondering what the happened with Sable. Number 24 in your programs, the Wolves from Iceland. They were going through some attrition as guys are falling, and uh, I give them credit, not worth it. Not worth it today. All right, now this is a big shot right here because if it falls apart for Islip, it's tough to then knock CI out. There's just not enough teams left. Islip, if they're smart with a 24 in second place, just be careful, comfortable. Get that first bucket in and then start going. And if you drop one, nothing to worry about. Stay calm. You're still going to run a 23. And they're off. I'll give you some numbers. They're attacking it, boy. Oh, he slips at the bottom. He's got to recover. Just go. Oh, my Lord. Down. Two. Five, six, seven, eight. Up. Beginning at 12, 24-7. I don't think this is going to help them. I think this is really going to hurt Islip. This is really going to damage their opportunity. 24.38. Oh, no, Believe it or not, that's a second place shot. I had 24-7 on mine. That's a second place shot. Now, what do you want? You either going to give the Malerky to everybody or you want a couple? What do you want right now? If somebody beats you in your ice up, they better beat CI. There's a lot of room between a 22-4 and a 24-3. Two seconds. For a team like Bayshore, you know, the termites from New Hyde Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, if it stayed like that, but the, the, this two-second span. Of, I mean, who's this? New Hyde Park. Twenty-four thirty-eight for twenty-four. Ice Ah, it comes New Hyde Park. I mean, you get a team that just says uh, they have a good day and they run a 24 flat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so.
So Islip's up three. Now they're up two. So we'll be able to give you the little rundown. Islip's going to be up two, but you got some teams that can run those tweeners. Here comes New Hyde Park. I missed it for you. Of course. First bucket's coming up. It's got it down. Top man is falling behind us. He is locked in, and it's just not working for him. He is locked in, and it's just he's so far behind. It's causing a lot of spillage. And this is going to translate maybe to an overtime. Locking in didn't help him at the top right there. It fell way behind. Time for New High Park. 3, 4, point five, four. 34, 54. On the line to be number 26 on your programs, the Redskins from Bayshore. So now Bayshore, I mean the 22, they're running for a first place shot here. They don't want, they don't want to beat a tweener guy. 22-4 CI, 24-3 Islip. You know, Bayshore's going to have say of what happens right here. Now if they drop a bucket, then all of a sudden that's hurting Islip. Islip's either rooting for Bayshore to knock it out in the park with a great run. Or be a catastrophe. <laughs> Who? North Belmore? 24.59. Oh, I thought you were saying the other one was 24.39 for Iceland. 38. Give you some numbers on Bayshore. And they're off. Their approach. Al attacks the ladder. They're all attacking it. Moles on. This is going to be your best set of the day. 6-2. Yeah, that's your best number of the day so far. Pace is moving. There it is. Pass is good. That's a good run, fellas. Beginning of 12. 21. It's going to be your first place shot. 875 first bucket. Best pick of the day, 622. Give you 11 if you if they shut it out at 11, it's 1961, and it's a high 19 if you knock it out at 11. Beginning of 12 is what puts it out. So that doesn't hurt Islip. That that's a, that's a that's a nothing for Islip. On line number 27 on your programs, the stump jumpers from North Ferry. 622 mole picks that bucket. That's the best pick of the day. Yeah, and I had yeah 870. Alright, this is who? North Merrick? North Merrick. Yeah, there's only one more. I don't know. Iceship's gonna squeak it. They're gonna they're gonna be there. Give a little North Merrick flavor here in a second. Attacking. Attacking. Now they're up and going. Picks it. 809. First one's gonna be thrown down. 1116. Let's just see how they technically run it. Pass along the ladder. Buckets are a little empty. There's some spillage on the ladder, but I mean the guys are doing all right technically. You hear they're over 13. He's putting in 14. That's just because those buckets are empty, everybody. That's why it's taking him 14. That's just the race they need to clean up. Once again, all day long, I got to give credit to North Merrick. Technically, running Time for the race. North Merrick. Three zero point seven zero thirty seventy. 
On line number 28 on your programs, the Buckeyes from Merrick! All right, with Merrick coming to the line, Bayshore is winning the contest with a 21-22. Then it's going to be 22-47 by the Hobos. Third place, 24-38 by Islip. Then North Belmore at 24-59. And right now, fifth place, 24-64, the Lindenhurst Snails. Lindenhurst at this point has solidified themselves with a top five finish. All right, Merrick Buckeyes. Like we got a little drizzle going on. I see a couple of umbrellas back open. And the Buckeyes are off. First man attacking the dumper, and then it's a little bit of a blog jam, but they got it going. Picks it. 7 3. First one down, 10 2. Similar to a lot of them today. to have the rhythm spilling a lot of water on that ladder. Sure you Hold up! I don't know if you see the ladder at home, but... Alright. Time for Merrick! 28.94! 2894! On the line to be number 29 in your program, Rebels from Alright, I gotta say I'm rooting for the Levittown Rebels to run a 20-something here because they're 0 for 7. They got 7 overtime. I mean, they're 0 for 6. We didn't run B-Hose, but I don't think in my life, and I remember as a kid looking all these things up, that I've seen anybody get an overtime or no time in each contest they ran that day. And of course, this is not going to be 8 contests, but I'm hoping they can not let that happen. you know in a sec give you some numbers I mean they, they're straight overtime they're off it's the approach all right he's on the ladder hesitates a little bit now he's really backed him up not the way you want to start it you can run a 20 something picks it first bucket 16-2 Deliberate. Getting most of the water in. Hold on, gentlemen, you have overtime. There it is. There it is. Yikes. I don't think I've ever seen it before. You know, I've seen where you've had overtime, no time, overtime, no time. I've never seen a straight score sheet of overtime. I don't think I've ever seen a score sheet where. What? I, I, I give him credit for running buckets. I mean, they could have been back there drinking some beers, right? I'm serious. I'm being honest when I say that. I give them a lot of credit. That is that is harder to do than losing in buckets for first place, what they're doing. It is harder to run overtimes across your scorecard. I'm number 31 in your programs. I'm being the Westerners from West Hempstead. In terms of giving them credit, for coming out and running buckets, I give them a hell of a lot of credit. Yeah. It's hard. And a day like that. I would go to West Hempstead. Another uh, good bucket team. 
Let's see what they have to say about it. Bayshore's on top, 21-22. Heck of a run, 22-47. Ah, I missed it for you, but I'll just give you a little rundown there. Oh, slip at the bottom. And now it's coagulated. So it's not going to happen for him today. West Hempstead, they are going to find themselves going down the track, nevertheless, which is a positive. They've had a tough couple days, as we've mentioned throughout today. So credit Time to Time for West Hempstead, 32.66, Unwesterner-like time right there in buckets. Come on, to be number 32 on your programs, the Gamblers from Hagerman. But they will be going down the track, so kudos to them for that based on what they've been through the last few days. Hageman Gamblers, two teams to go. I'll tell you, the bucket times in this drill, pretty horrendous. 24s are still hanging around. Two teams to go. But that just says, if you're the Hageman Gamblers, if you're the Deer Park Bucks, climb the ladder, put the bucket in, and then go. I don't get it. Simple formula. No slips on the ladder. Don't, listen, you're not going to put the bucket down in six, whatever. 8.50 anyway, right? Put it down in 10 flat and then pass a nice bucket. Don't spill water on the ladder. You're going to score. Do the math. That's how it works. Give you the numbers. And they're off. Tell you, it's a good climb. Just pick the bucket. No, no. Picks it in seven. And it's down in 10. So now just go. Now go. And don't drop one. Good. They drop one. Up, up. Not going to make it. Not going to make it. for the first time since 1965 are the Central Islip Invitational Champions. To put that into a little bit more perspective, 1965 was the third time they had ever run the drill in now its 54th year. It has been that long since the Wolves have been champions of this drill. So congratulations to the Islip Wolves Champions 2016 CI Invite. One team to go. The Deer Park Bucks. Islip's run is still in grasp. They can beat Islip. Islip will still be the champs. But that 24-3 is still holding third place. 24-3. This is like 1972. We'll give you a number on the Bucks. They're off. 
somewhat clean climb, picked. 780, down, 1030. Yeah. I'll tell you though, th they're not spilling a lot on the ladder. I don't know if the buckets are full, but they're not spilling a lot. This has the possibility of scoring a point. Oh, they dropped one when they needed it. Up! The two buckets to go, they dropped one. It cost them probably some points and buckets. So Islip's going to get third in this contest, and they're going to go to 24 and be the champion. Time for Deer Park. 3-3.52. 33-52. Rinky Dinks are going to get two points. They're going to go to three and a half. That's not going to put them anything. But then the Linnerhurst Snails at 24-64 are going to get a point. That's going to put them to eight and a half and put them down the track. I will give you the top five overall. Top five in this contest. Uh, first place, Bayshore, 21-22. Second place, Central Ice of 22-47. Third, Islip. Fourth, North Belmore. Fifth, Lindenhurst. Total points for the day. First place is going to be those Islip Wolves, 24 points. Remember, we didn't run a contest, so it's not a bad amount of points. Five of them left out there for everybody. 22 points for the Central Islip Hobos will be second place. Third place, the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers with 15 points. Fourth place, the West Hempstead Westerners with nine points. And in fifth place with a comeback, and they did not run ladders today. So the Lindenhurst Snails run five out of eight contests, end up with eight and a half points, and they are going to be your fifth place team. That was a long drill. At least it felt like it. We've had rain. We had delays. We had you name it. But it is finally over. And the Islip Wolves, for the first time since 1965, are the champions of the Central Islip Invite. Congratulations to the Islip Wolves. Not only that, and better feeling than that, is that they put their mark on the scorebook that says they got a first place this year heading into the state drill. To me, that's a big, big positive. Teams that have won drills this year, CI, West Sable, West Hempstead, and now the Islip Wolves. Motorized victors this year. It's hard to see a winner coming at the state drill that didn't win a drill during the year. First place, five points, number 26, Bayshore. Second place, four points, number one, Central Iceland. Third place, three points, the second place trophy, number 24, Iceland. Fourth place, two points, the third place trophy, number seven, North Belmore. Fifth place, one point, and the fourth place trophy, number 21, Lindenhurst. Hitsville will get the fifth place trophy. Total points for the day. In fifth place, with eight one half points, the Lindenhurst Snails. In fourth place, with nine points, the West Hempstead Westerners. In third place, with 15 points, the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers. In second place, with 22 points, It is very, very rare 
that a winner at the state tournament had not won a, a, a tournament during the year, though Islip, I believe, is one of the teams that has done it uh, when they won that state tournament in, uh, yeah, is it 2008 that year? 2008, right? So it's possible, but, man, I'd rather be on the other end having won a tournament going in than having not won one all year. All right, we're going to sum it up right here. Once again, I want to thank everybody, Rob Noonan, Tuan Simone, Artie Susskind, Lenny Gombert, Fred Bensavanga, everybody else who's out there. Am I missing anybody, Fred? Sean Sweeney. You are you are correct. Sean Sweeney. Uh, all the people on the scoreboard doing the radio, the video operations, great job. Hope you, if you are at home, you enjoyed it. It's a tough go here, but we made it through. Thanks for listening. If you're home, have another beer. If you're not, enjoy being safe ride home. Good night, everybody. <laughs>